and welcome to this episode 33 of the Northern Invasion podcast. You are joined by myself, Stu West. Um, we've also got Mr. Scott Smith. Evening all. Liam Watt. Hello. And Nathan Watson. Konnichiwa. <laughs> so there we go, got it right. And now I open my first drink of the evening. <laughs> That's it. I've stayed sober for that so that I could get everybody's names right. So we're progressing well. So there you go. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, it's hot. I don't know whether it's hot where you guys are. Are you hot? Yeah. Wet. Sweaty I'm wet. I don't want to be sweaty. I'm moist. 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 I spent like eight hours in an office, uh, a meeting room today. So that was pretty extortionate. This, this sweat running down my brow and my temples as we speak. And thankfully, I have a cool, refreshing Brewdog Punk <laughs> IPA <laughs> to take the edge off. One to drink and one in- well, uh, intravenously. I'm not, you, I'm not telling you where the other ones are just now. <laughs> Needless to say, Cooling you down. only going to be me drinking from those cans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, it's hot and... Thankfully, this isn't a video podcast because I'm uh, I'm rocking some. What what are those jogging bottom type shorts? I've got some of them on, and I've got uh, one of those sort of like uh, weightlifters bloody tank tops on. And with wife my physique, yeah, it's like a wife beater. And with my physique, it's not a good look. I guarantee you that it's tie dye. Anybody that knows Stu knows that he's wearing a tie dye wife beater right now. <laughs> I hate to disappoint you, but it's actually a night one and it's black. Oh god. Yeah. That's terrifying. You see? So you just wait. This could be next year's tournament where next season's tournament where we could <laughs> could be wearing performance wear. Yeah. Unfortunately I'm getting to a certain age where I'm looking at my shoulders and I'm seeing hairs and I'm thinking, oh my god. So anyway, I'm getting old. Yeah. And I've got what we used to when I used to work abroad. I've got I've got distinct twat marks on my arms, and that's where <laughs> basically the tourists who used to come would have like, do you know, strong twat marks where the tan ends and the the white skin is, um, and that's what we used to refer to them as. And now looking <laughs> at my pasty white shoulders and my freckle-filled forearms, I I believe that if I was to see myself in a bar twenty years ago, <laughs> I'd have, I'd have commented on my twat marks. Anyway. <laughs> There you go. Oh, that that is do. an intro and a half. That's Can you say just... twat for me one more time, Stu? Twat. Nice. Unless I'm speaking to somebody in a call centre where I really emphasise the last T. <laughs> um, That's where you're union from. In yeah, just, just, there's three T's and twat. <laughs> it's his address. There is, yeah. Twat. There's three and twat. So, yeah. Anyway, this will probably all get edited out. Edited out. Either that or... You're or totally easy to edit. It. Yeah, there is that. So, yeah. So there's the the introduction. We have we have an agenda. Oh fuck! I've got this new device. No doubt we're going to talk about later. And I can only press a button with my thumb. And so it, it doesn't like doing anything I say. Hang on. Okay. Next is hobby update. Uh, I painted Ganesha. The, oh, so you the, did. That's the, right. The Indian <laughs> four-armed elephant god. So, apart from that, um, I've done a m- bit more of my big silver balls for my uh, gun hauler. Uh, no, I'm um, 
So, so we will, are we doing a, a slow grow update? Yeah, my slow grow is probably... Um, <clears throat> I, I, what I'm thinking is I'll concentrate on running the narrative event. And maybe, <laughs> maybe my slow grow will, will fall behind everybody else's. Um, well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to think. So the deadline, deadline <laughs> number one was was end of two weeks July, ago. end of June. Yeah, a bit more. Five hundred points. Yeah, and uh, I've I've failed. Yeah. <laughs> Liam's Liam's passed. We know that. Well, Liam's oh. already finished. Liam's finished. Yeah, but that's not a slow grow. So he's, he's no, he fails he's as well. Failed. Yeah, he's disqualified. Yeah. Um, Nathan, you've well, you've kind of succeeded, but then I think you're doing something else, maybe now, you. So it's the slowest I've ever painted. Let's go, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> uh, so, but my, I was going to say, do we need to have like what I'm saying is, can we can we extend by a month? <laughs> because we can extend it, but the uh, the actual event is going yeah. to take place. Well, or we no, could the, the, make the event, the event a the event one thousand time. Nah, keep it the same. Or, 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 it could so be a meeting engagement event. I suppose you could do that, couldn't you? But what I mean is, is there is there leeway? I've not done the calculation on a calendar. Basically, is there leeway to to yeah, re- yeah. still reach two k? Yeah, yeah. Maybe like three hundred points a month instead of two fifty. Yeah. In that case, let's just push it back a month so that we all have a bit of success. <laughs> I bet my push vote. about two months for me. Two months. I'm using my paternity leave to get my first thousand points painted. Yeah, yeah you say that now, but you've never actually reared a, a sort of like an infant. I think you're overestimating birth. You're my, an infant, is that how I think it's... you're overestimating my, uh, my capabilities here, Stu. <laughs> I'll just uh, do what I'm told. Mm. And then I'll and stay up late. When the wife gets really, really tired, what you're told is to pace holding that child. Because the only way that it sleeps is while you're moving it. It's really difficult to paint while you're moving with a child. Yeah, I would beg to differ. I probably could turn on that talent. Yeah, you probably could, yeah. You just right. strap it to your body and then yeah, <laughs> one hand and then yeah. on your back. Yeah, then you don't even have to look at it. That's it. I mean, you don't have to look at it. And then when you feel that warmth against your back, wetness, you're like, that's probably <laughs> sick. Yeah, but if I leave this paint, it's going to dry up. So I'll just, I'll just keep going. There we go. Just keep going. It'll be fine. It's like, it's like a built-in wet palette, really, isn't it, or something? Well, there you go. I, yeah. I remember from playing Yu-Gi-Oh when I was younger. You got a dual disc which sat on your wrist. You got a wet palette that does the same thing. It sits on the like a, like a massive watch on the back of your arm and sit there, hold the model, then just dip, dip. Yeah, I feel there's you a hole in the market here, Liam. Hmm? I feel there's a hole in the market here. There's a Kickstarter ring. You could put like some kind of a CD and strap it to the child's forehead and use that as the wet palette. Because if it's asleep, it's not looking at anything anyway, is it? Or you could just like <laughs> constantly baptize it and then just have a wet forehead on the baby. Yeah. And just wet the actual baby. Nathan's. I do Nathan's not condone putting paint on babies' heads, by the way. It's not... No, not, not a... paint on the baby's head. Why not? <laughs> no. I you wet the baby's head. It's far too expensive. <laughs> I'll I'll interrupt to say that we're doing a wetting of the baby's head in August. No, in fact, it won't be August, it'll be September at Glasgow Brewdog. Is that that going to align with Onslaught or anything else? So that'll that'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think think it'll be the same weekend as Onslaught because people obviously won't be able to make it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pop along to Onslaught with my Sprog 
and the misses. We're going to go for a wee day out. Lisa's agreed to it, so I'll come and see everybody playing games. Crying yeah. a bit. Yeah. You have like, like the darkest marks on your eyes and haven't had sleep for two weeks. And You might be okay. It might be one of the good ones. Uh, but it's got him as a father. It can't be good. You know what I mean? He's got mm-hmm. that, some punishment in his life. I don't know. See, our my child, the big one, the good one, the one that I take around <laughs> with me. She's, one, she's, yeah, yeah, the favoured child. She she slept from five weeks old, like right through. And even now, um, she'd sleep till 10 in the morning if you let her. Uh, she goes to bed early. She sleeps like 12 hours a night. She's a legend. Uh, the other one, however, he didn't sleep through the night until he was 17 months old. And he still plagues me. Still trying yeah. to get the bugger no, to no, Still haunts my dreams. We're the same. And, Megan's, yeah. Megan's three and she doesn't always sleep through the night. She's a pain uh-huh. in the arse. Yeah. Well, he... Uh, well, one of the problems was we didn't realise he was, like, lactose intolerant. So this isn't a very, this isn't a very good hobby. This isn't an Age of Sigma podcast. This, this was not the agenda. What texture and colour of brown would you say the lactose was? That's it. Was that a scrag brown? Or are we going for like a dark old oh, flesh contrast? No. They give you this uh, this ridiculous yellow stuff to put into the baby because they think that that deals with its uh, its reflux stuff. But yeah. Anyway, this is this is my <laughs> diagram. This is a tangent and a half. <laughs> so anyway, hobby update. So I've I've done little. Slow grow. Are we going to push it back a month? Then are we just to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's push it back. Let everybody who's hitting those targets keep hitting them. Keep doing us proud. Um, we will be doing something at the end. You will be rewarded. Um, the, we we have to give our thanks to the Brewdog Distilling Company for um, for their lone wolf being our uh, supporters. And we're gonna there's gonna be a theme. Um, I think we're definitely gonna do something um, in the new year to include a wolf in each army. So that'll be good. I don't want to step on uh, Mr. Callahan's howling. Pose. I was gonna say, I bet he's gutted. I know. Cheeky bottle, cheeky bottle of gin for the howling. That'd be good. Ah, oh, I'm sure he's on it. Um, so, so yeah. What about yourself and Scott? Have you done any hobbying or painting? I noticed you had the corpse mare stampede looking pretty fine. Um, at Northern. Well, that, yeah, that was done actually a while ago. That was done for. Uh, all the old world. Uh, was it for? It was. It was definitely Heat Two. So it must have been. Yeah, for the was before Heat Two, wasn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was. It was the first spell I did, and. No, actually, the chalice was the first spell I did, and then I did Corchmere next. And but what I did do for Northern Invasion was the. Uh, no, I'm talking rubbish. I did the defense as well. So no, they were all done. It was the no. I did the corpse, um, car. corpse car. That's what I was doing. That was what I was doing last week. Um, so that was a wee test of the contrast paints. To be honest, that was a nice little way to. I tested quite a few on that, and it it kind of <laughs> if you spent time looking at the army, kind of together. You'd notice it was just a little bit brighter looking. <laughs> I think because it was primed the sort of lightest colour, the wraith bone, and then the contrast on top with a bit of the usual blood for the blood god and all that. But it definitely looks a kind of um it definitely it just it stands out more. It's definitely brighter, so kind of doesn't fit perfectly with the army. But it does it does a quick pass, so it's fine. So the contrast paints were pretty good for that. Some nice ones. I've not tried them all out yet. I, d- I picked them all up. I've not tried them all out yet. I did buy a nice rack for them to sit in on my desk so they can stare at me. Um, one of those nail polish thingy racks off eBay. So, mm-hmm. 
That's, that's... Do they fit in that? Yeah, they do. Do, yeah. do those nail polish racks do the job, do they? They do, yeah. Do, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the one I got. It's just a clear acrylic one with like one, two, three, four, six, six tiers, and they, they, each tier takes eight paints. So oh, that's pretty cool. Um, you can send that across no, to me as well because I'm looking sorry, for some seven tiers. I can't, I can't, yeah, I'll send it on. Um, no, 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 they'll do a discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have I done? Uh, well, in terms of slow grow, I, I, I built some stuff months ago. I haven't even gone near it. So this extra month will help me um, build my first 500 and then start painting it, of which I'll probably use some contrast as well, try and test that out. Um, what I did do was I painted, a, again, as a sort of contrast test, was a Iron Jaws Brute, um, mainly because I'm kind of thinking I need to get an army to take to Norway. In, yes. Uh, a couple of months' time, and it's getting rapidly closer. <laughs> Middle yeah. of September is when we go, so that's only well two months now, isn't it? So um, I need to take an army with me, and it's got to be sturdy enough to fly in a box of some description. And I might even splash out on a battle foam uh, magna rack thing if I can find the money for that. So it needs to fit in that, and it needs to fit in hand luggage. So it's got to be fairly compact, fairly sturdy. Uh, so it kind of rules the flesh eaters out with the big terror geists, probably. Because um, I take the flares with me; they're, they're they're nice and sturdy. But then I thought, well, Iron Jaws—they're pretty chunky, chunky models. You could take even the Maw Crusher's quite quite compact. And actually, <laughs> looking on the website, I think he's got a picture, or someone somewhere's got a picture of a Maw Crusher as a sort of uh, guide to what can go in the rack. So it it must kind of fit. Mm-hmm. And the army won't be huge, so it'll be. Uh, a mix of stuff I've already got. No basically. summoning either. No summoning, yeah. So Which it, is the it, main thing, I suppose. I just need to get Mars together and paint 2,000 points of Jaws, but um, that's the plan. That's plan A, anyway. So that's that's to be continued. But I, I did a I did a wee test with the kind of the yellow contrast, which is really nice, the, the darker one. Um, is that the Dunes one? Something Dunes. Called. No, so there's a... I've got it in front of me here. There's Eandon's the bright one. Nasdreg. Nasdaq's ah, right. kind of darker one, um, and it's really nice because yellow. I was avoided yellow in the past; it was a pain in the backside. But yeah, the yellow contrast looks really good. Uh, that, so yeah, that that Dunes one I've found. I've been using it on um on my Overlords, and if you do a Stormhost Silver for a base, and then put that whatever it's called Dunes on, it just looks amazing, like gold. It makes it a really pale gold, and and uh, it just sits over the the silver still sparkles through, but and it so it's really metallic, and it sits in the depth, to, and it just it's a really really nice finish. So Agaros Dunes, that one there. That's the one, yeah. I've not tried that one yet. It's really good. Um, so that's kind of my hobby. I'm I'm also looking into because are you taking a Shadespire gang with you to Norway, Stu? There was talk of some Shadespire there, I think, wasn't there? Uh, I doubt it. No. I've got two of the jaws painted from that one, but I just don't. I don't know how to play. I've only played it once, and oh, it you? didn't really. It didn't really take. Probably me. Warcry will be a thing at that point. Yeah, Warcry might yeah, be. Yeah, true. And you true. just build that from your normal army, at least. That's what I think yeah. is going to be good about that. Yeah, there's an Iron Jaws version. I was thinking of making an Iron Jaws um, Warcry band. Um, so yeah, that'd be pretty good. It'd be good for you. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking of doing a wee Shadespire gang because I, I I bought a couple recently just for randomness. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to get play, play the boys probably at it. My two boys, so I fancy getting back into it. But I played it about a year or so ago, but never really went mega deep on it. Or I've played it since. So I'm I'm going to give Michael Hands a game on Wednesday. So that'll be a little wee reboot. Mm-hmm. 
Well, actually, me um, bought a few things as usual, and a few lusts yeah. have taken over since since Northern Invasion. I've been back to work and distracting myself with frenzied kind of lusting of new armies. So, yeah, there's been lots of purchasing at my end as well. Uh. So, yes. Uh, but I have no hobby space at the moment, so I'm uh, I'm struggling to struggling to hobby, but it's okay. We'll get there. <laughs> I'll catch up. I will <laughs> catch up. Um, but when we come on to news, um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I was very pessimistic about Sylvaneth, but I've read the uh, the book. I've had a good read it through of the book and looked at different lists, and, and I'm quite actually enthused about it again. So we'll maybe come on that into the news, but. Yeah, yeah, I've just started listening to the Facehammer chat about it. So the same, always, yeah. That always gets you a little bit keen on things, doesn't it? But... Mm, I've not read through that yet, but I might give it a listen. So what about yourself then, Liam? How's your hobby in then? What, what new army have you painted? I'm ha- I'm halfway painting a new army at the moment. <laughs> halfway, halfway. Oh, I'm just finishing off this block of 30 Sisters of Slaughter. It's like half the models there. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Are you, are you going to play this one, or are you just building it to sell on? Do you think? No, it's playing. This is playing. No, these will be at Warpath next month. Oh, okay. Are you then, not? Uh, do you not? Do you not feel the Slanesh love? Just taking a break from them. Okay. Because uh, I'll tire myself out with them, and again, I think they're going to get a a deep look at by like and complaints online. So it's mm. it's not an army that. But you've got at least six months, though, even if they do twice a year. Yeah. Which they might not, but they might. Again, I'd prefer to see what they do after the... Uh, again, like I talked about Doc before with Nathan, that, and then once the once we saw what the handbook did to them and yeah. the, uh, the FAQ coming out and not doing anything to them, we're, we're both kind of like, yeah, it's, it's probably one of the best armies to go for. It's a solid army still. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just... Working my way through that, getting it on the table. Trying to get games. That's kind of what I'm asking for, but no one's free. I'm scared everything. I scared everyone away. He was worried <laughs> that there would be too many people complaining about Slanesh, so got a dart as a cane army. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish myth. Yeah. I was okay. thinking chain host, but I didn't want to play easy mode, so, you know. <laughs> oh. It's definitely not easy mode. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. That's, what uh... would you say easy mode of the game is at the moment? Um, easiest army to play? Probably. Like, good army? Warpath. Probably. Mm, easiest one to win with, I think he means. Prob- probably Fire Slayers. Got to be the. Like, as long I as you yeah, as, long as, you, stay in that, as, long yeah. as you literally put like a bubble, I suppose, around your unit or max ranges on it, you, yeah, you're not. You just need. Average dice, and you still win the game with that army. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's got its weaknesses, but yeah. Yeah. How okay. many were at Northern Division? Zero. Zero. <laughs> so, Mister Watson, yes, what's on your painting table. Uh... Um, currently nothing. Although I have bought a whole bunch of stuff, but yeah, I've not got any plans to to start it immediately. My hobby's been, uh. Barely painting an army. <laughs> I did it in like three weeks. Um, so I 
goes <laughs> I give myself more shit than anybody else gives me to be honest on this. I don't but, know. Um, my my ten year old uh didn't she come and ask you a question about it when yeah, I sent her to her I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I sent her I said to her, right, go and look at all the armies. This is why we're at Northern Invasion. And I said anybody who's not fully painted, we're gonna have to knock them points off. So she came back after going around everywhere. She goes, there's only one that's not painted, and that's Nathan's. <laughs> yeah. She came up to me and she, she like, tugged on my um, my, my shirt leg, uh, my, sh- my shirt going, is your army painted? And I was like, did your dad put you up to this? She's just like, no. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Uh, and then John Bayless was there with his son, and his son all weekend was ripping the absolute mess <laughs> out of me. Like, would all, no matter where I was in the room, would come up and go, "Why are you not wearing your dirty necklace? And why why is your army not painted? And your unpainted filth? Blah blah blah." Yeah, I got a lot of shit for it, but yeah, I copied. Um, what's his face? Pro painted Matt. Matt Leon. Yeah. Um, so a couple of months ago, he put up a Deepkin army that he'd painted. And I think he'd done it a lot quicker than I did. I think he'd done his Deepkin in like just over a week. And I really, really liked it. And I shared the photograph with a lot of people and everybody was like, eh, I don't know, maybe if it was done right. I think you liked it, didn't you, Liam? But I, I, liked think, it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I think I sent it to you, Stu, and you were like, no, it's rubbish, it's not painted, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, it and just looks like exactly how I start my arm is. It's like, I don't know, it just looks like, because the way I used to paint and the way I did all my death was just spray it white, wash it black, dry brush it, and then ink it. Yeah. And it just looked like I'd, it was done like that, but then not been inked. It was just like, yeah, it's just all grey. But I can see, you know, it's... I think I've, I've had it does bit, its job. I've had a bit of criticism on it, uh, like critiquing. Um, not from Dave Fraser though. Like he was, <laughs> he was savage. Uh, savage. Yeah. Uh, I got a, I got a bit of critiquing on things I could do that would maybe make it pop a bit more. So I think I was a bit too light on the dry brush with the white. So I'm gonna go back over it all and give it a bit more of a like a heavier dry brush with the white yeah. and. I think a couple of people actually, I know John Harper did, but I think a couple of other people said to me that it would be cool if there was a way to distinguish between the clan rat units as well. So I need to go back to the drawing board and uh, think about a sort of way that I can add. It's, it's going to have to be another colour to it yeah. somehow. To I, kind of differentiate another colour, would, it would make it look really good, I think. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, so I don't think it looks You know, like three actual colours, you know, just the actual three. <laughs> two different colours. Grey isn't a colour, it's a contrast. <laughs> But no, I think uh, I think I need to to figure out another like it would need to be a couple of colours so that I could differentiate between the three units of clan rats. So I'm thinking about adding a unit of plague monks as well. So I don't skill know monks. how to do skill it. monks. Yeah. So I'm gonna need to I'm gonna need to have a wee think about it and see what I can do to to add it. I think the fact that it's four vermin lords and then just clan rats as well, it's hard to tell the difference between the vermin lords anyway. So as soon as I start branching out and adding things like a different unit, like Plague Monks and Giselles and Warp Lightning Cannons, and all of a sudden the army looks like it's very different units, I think it'll look better than just the, the four of the very similarly posed models and three identical units of battle line. Uh, but yeah, no, it, I did all. I did the whole army pretty much in about three weeks, and I didn't. I didn't do. I did a little bit every day, like I would say on average. I spent maybe about an hour to an hour and a half a day, just chipping away at it because it's quite 
lengthy processes like waiting on water effects drying when you use that glaze medium uh i didn't realize until after i'd used it it's a bit of a drying retardant so washes take long to dry anyway but this stuff was taking hours like it was still looking a bit shiny four hours after i painted it sort of thing like it was like taking almost a full day to to dry out before you could do anything else hair dryer man i was using hair dryers but hair dryer when you use a wash is a bit risky sometimes you can end up with it pulling wrong and stuff but but no i I learned a lot and overall i've had a lot of uh, good comments on it so i'm fairly happy with it and i'll add we'll some more maybe things. when we come to uh talking about northern invasion we'll maybe ask about uh how you enjoy playing with it yeah yeah, yeah. so okay uh Christ, I wish I did. I wish I was working with my iPod. Okay. Just now, or are we going to do that later? Later, because I've I've changed again. What your slow thing? Have you yeah, actually done your five hundred points, or are you just changed your mind and not do started? You know, I've bought more than five hundred points for each army that I've decided I was going to do, <laughs> and I'm in the process of selling each bit on on eBay to fund other things. So what have you chosen now? I've bought a whole bunch of grots. The grots. Yeah destruction mm. yeah so i got um loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of goblins like how, how, are you, how are you gonna paint them with paint and brush probably yeah, but I'm gonna paint well, these no, i mean, I mean are, you, are you gonna go with your concept army no, or are you no, no, gonna no. go with something so, more traditional that was That'd a, be quite cool i'm gonna i'm gonna paint it properly this time i've set myself a goal a lofty goal. I want to improve my painting, so I'm actually going to try and paint something worthy of a painting nomination or something. I was going to say, looking at your last army, you don't have to try that much harder, Nathan. I know, <laughs> but I want, I want a nomination. I want that, so I'm going to try and do something. Oh, you mean like my nomination? Yeah, that was so fake. That was just to placate you because you lost to Lee. <laughs> no, I went picked, and she didn't know he'd lost. I told her. It was the only thing oh, I spoke to people about. <laughs> did you hear that Liam lost to Lee? Ah, but it's not new. It's not. <laughs> it's new not like news. it's the first time. Yeah. No, it's not different than. Oh, Liam lost again. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> to Lee, who do you lose to? Lee, obviously. It's the only person he loses to. I've never <laughs> met him in a tournament, though, so I can't say anything. <laughs> I've only met him twice, and both times I've been thoroughly pumped. Well, by Lee. <laughs> I beat him once. It was a great day. <laughs> I've never beat him. I don't think. No, no, I haven't. Oh, well, I might have beat him once with my uh, dread. Uh, did it? I don't know. When, in one of our warm-up games for Six Nation, I think I ran him close if I didn't win with uh, the Dreadmars and Tyrants. I, I probably didn't win them. Oh, he's lost games out of tournaments, but in tournaments he's a moral. <coughs> yeah. Beast. Like, he doesn't even let his son win. <laughs> Crushes him. So if you're, doing, if you're doing grots slash, well, some form of gits for slow grow... Doing them keep... right now. I would hold it... off. They might change. Okay. <laughs> will. I, say, I wouldn't call him on anything. You'll 50-50 and it'll be something right. else next week. I All made right. the mistake of messaging Darren Watson this morning, asking <laughs> about meta stuff, and he's sent me a couple of lists, so God knows what I'll be doing. The man <laughs> is an absolute machine. Yeah. Oh well, I was going to say if you're doing if you're doing gits, is it is it worth me doing squigs? Yeah, I won't be doing any squigs. No, that's fine. I don't care either way. I'm happy to continue, but I've got multiple plans on the go as well. So, <laughs> being corn and all these things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Corn. The, 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 the corn's good. 
There may have been a bloodthirster arrived today. <laughs> uh, well, right what did I saw you trying to buy. What did I see you trying to buy today? <laughs> <laughs> stop! Stop stalking him. KO, cards and overlords. It wasn't. It wasn't a stalk. It was the chat. <laughs> uh, are you buying KO as well? Well, I haven't bought any KO. It was a random, <laughs> a random Friday work urge, which we'll see how it blossoms over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, I would maybe hit me up from Friday to Monday. That's how bad he is. He'll be on something else. I've got a lot of KO. Yeah, but I want to do. I want to do. I want to do some new armies. I've, you know, the effect's been there for a while, and it's it's only half changed because most most of it's from two years ago. You know, so I'm quite keen to do something new. Okay, so, right. I think we go to news because our introduction and hobby update has has, has been comprehensive. Mm-hmm. So news, what's the big news? We've we've had an FAQ, uh, which has brought in some new points and things, which came in the day after my list submission deadline. Which oh how I laughed! <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't a challenge, but yeah. So um, so I told what, you. what? I did yeah, tell what, you. Who would I did put it off for a week though, didn't I? So I delayed it you by did. a week to wait and it just came the day after unfortunately it didn't affect me you should have just went with the new points i would have been totally happy with that yeah i mean there was some <clears throat> i think the highest i think phil skaven list was 160 points over mm. um, and yours was 100 was it nathan um i was, sure. was 150 i think mine's was 90 over yeah, it might have been um, it might have been Mister Low that was a hundred over. There was a bit of a breakdown that came through with the um, with the evaluation of the filth, which was quite good. Um, I may do some kind of a a solo monologue, uh, going through of the evaluation of the lists and re- uh, release the stories and stuff if I ever get a bit of chance this week. That might be quite good fun. Um. But yeah, so so what I'll 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 hand to yourselves really. What do you think that the biggest, uh, the, well maybe the top two things each from Liam and and Nathan, and then maybe from yourself, Scott, if you've got anything burning afterwards about what the FAQ changed or or what it brought into line. You got to go with yourself first, Liam. What sorry did you say? I was reading. In the FAQ, what what the. The, the main two things that you can think that it's uh that it's either brought into line or as as uh just changed. Uh faction scenery. Well scenery deployment. Yeah. yeah. Uh faction scenery being able to be used again uh if you played with rules as written mm-hmm. for the three two, three weeks we had the new points. Uh, yeah, because that was saying that you couldn't put any scenery within six inches of the board edge or mm-hmm. Um, another piece of terrain or yeah, it's now lowered it? to free of other scenery now. Yeah, uh, which is still a big change. Mm-hmm. Uh, They've removed so, the board edge completely now, though. Yeah, it's so, completely. Have they? Is the board yeah, edge gone? Board edge is completely gone. It's just uh, three and three right, objectives and scenery. Yeah. But uh, interestingly, sl- uh, Sylvaneth yes, is worded to say this, in yeah. their book. It's six inches from an objective, so the fact that the yeah. FAQ says in addition to yeah, any rules, so if, your, if your own yes. rules make it worse, then you need to go with that. Yeah. So yeah. Probably yeah, the FAQ so 
Unless they FAQ it, yeah, we've not had their FAQ, so they could. No, I don't think they will because there's other things that have it as well. Yeah, there's I suppose the Ideneth boat. The not holes are examples as well. Yeah. The yeah, I mean. So is the my thingy also my fane is also the same. Nawholes is three and one, so actually Nawholes get worse with the FAQ. But yeah. yeah, same. Well, that's what I'm. But that's an example of we have to play with the FAQ no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of them. Uh, other words would be, I don't think the they really, really badly worded the corn FAQ. We're gonna maybe go into that a bit later. Yeah, wait till finish this. Read it. <laughs> <laughs> this See, is gonna be one of those ones that Scott just kind of looks like that person that's confused in maths when we start explaining the corn FAQ. <laughs> so so before we go on, just talking about the wood again. So yeah, it does say that you can't be um, six inches, isn't it? So you can set up a wild wood anywhere on the battlefield more than one inch from any of the terrain features. No three. More than one inch no from three. enemy ter- territory. That's and it's six one, away yeah. from obje- any, any objectives. Yep. But yep. then when you summon them, it's, that's fine. It's summoning it's fine, it, summoning it's, it's, just, it's just the first deployment scenery, which also it now overrides deployment of them. They now deploy at the same time by the so, wording in the book. Because so, now, because yeah. sorry, Nurgle trees used to deploy before sides were picked. Now yeah. it won't because it says you do this after territories are decided. Oh, okay. Because that overrides. Oh, right. Okay. I didn't even know, pick up. That's, what, that's how I would read that. Because it says you can use all this plus anything that was happening before. I've never so liked not... the idea of placing your faction scenery before you know where you're deploying anyway. It was always yeah. a bit... Was always well, again, yeah, Nurgle Trees, you always put it pretty much on top of an objective back in right the, in the day. Like, three places of power. Yeah, that's why I always did. Three places of power or something, you would just block the middle or a side objective and things like that. See, I don't know. I'll have to read the FAQ again about that, about the... the so you buy, are you buying the new woods, or are you going to play with your old ones? I don't know if I'm going to play yet. Um, or maybe we'll look at next. next. Uh, Warpath, I think. What are you taking? Oh, I might take Sylvaneth. <laughs> yeah, give them a run it. It just depends. I'm not buying any of them new woods. If so, you look yeah. at Northern Invasion, like I think Craig Graham's all but binned as Sylvaneth, and then yeah. at the on the polar opposite, Matt Rennie went four one, completely different lists. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I know that wasn't with the new rules, but it was using some of the new sort of War Scrolls, wasn't it? I think they had Arc yeah. Revenants, and they were using Colonel Hunters and stuff. Yeah, I think there's some really good lists there. Um, well, maybe if they play that. so different now, for compared to what they were. Mm-hmm. They've got less defense, I think, than well, I think they're yeah. designed. It depends to... on the list you pick. Yeah, I but they they've got more aggressive with this new book than they were previously. They've don't they never had that a level of aggression before. They had a level of blocking someone up. Yeah, and targeting something like they've got some interesting played. mechanics. Yeah, I was listening to the Facehammer, and a couple of things that I think are really cool that are going to be clutch is. Think they have a wizard's artifact that allows them to instantly cast one of their more yeah. spells once per game. It can't be stopped. That's yeah. cool. so once per game is once per f- yeah, once per, once turn, per yeah. turn. Yeah, yeah. And then 
I think they they kind of skimmed over it, but in the back of my mind, this sounds dead scary. I know that everybody was taking Gar Strike on Dartha, but plus two attacks. I think yeah. on the charge that could be plus five attacks. And then the if he's holy sword. within, and if he's unholy within eight of the wood, it's plus another two. Oh, is it? It's plus two, not plus D three, or is it plus D three? Yeah, charges? plus straight two, two, two now. Strat flat two, right? Cool. Yeah, so that's a scary attack profile, like. Yeah, and then the arch, six. the arch revenant can give him an, an extra, extra attack, an extra attack as well. Yeah, and is you can anyone... make sixes that go into more attacks if you take. The yeah, right. relief or whatever. Yeah, it's relief. Yeah, if you win a leaf six is to hit, do an oh, extra yeah, two, damage. Two damage or an extra, like an extra, well, an extra, extra damage. Yeah. It just seems like it's a much more aggressive army as opposed to before. They've done that a lot with the books as opposed to it being just an all out kind of take a hundred dryads and just swarm the table with bodies. It's more. You can I think dryads that, are though. a lot weaker for now, ah, but they're not as strong as they were. Uh, no way in so. the same. Uh, Does anyone play with You don't have the, the same defenses. I've not played against it. <clears throat> still minus one to hit and one with the, the within range of the wood. I wholly within range of the wood foe, so it means they're not flying across the board, blocking yeah. you. Yeah, can't in. string them out anymore. Yeah, no, you no. can only teleport one unit a turn, unless you dread wood. Yeah. What can they teleport multiple units through the wood? Yeah. Or no, they can do they can do uh, a dreadwood teleport plus the teleport through the wood. Yeah. Plus your tree lords and Durfu and stuff can go through the woods anyway because mm-hmm. that's on their war scroll. So it, it depends on your Forest changed as well. You can't Forest redeploy fo- the full no, formation. No, but you can now retreat and charge. Yeah, that's quite good. But dryads yeah. aren't the most killy things. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're not. No, but that's a good way to block things up and, and get But things. you're not going to be able to be minus one hit anymore because your, your wood's only going to be like... A, obviously, you can summon other woods, but... Because you're not going to have the control of first turn as much, I feel. Because you're not a one-drop anymore. Yeah. And you have the, to pay quite a I've bit built, to make yourself lower. The lists I've built are four. Four is the, the lowest I can get for what I can see as a, Everything's a pretty four good these days. Everything yeah. is four or less, yeah. There's going to be a Big couple it. of two-drops that are just going to smash I was going to say, the, yeah, the, that's a problem. If you versus a two-drop, they're just going to stop you being able to deploy extra woods and shut you off. Well, that's the problem. You need to get those woods out. You've still got an acorn. You've still got. I, mean, I probably wouldn't waste time with the spell as well. You just yeah. know the spell and you auto cast it and can't be unbound. I think that's the better way to use it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm guessing that counts as one of your lore spells. Ugh, they'll need to FAQ it because you'll have the the rules. Police will say, "Well, it's not in the lore. It's above the lore. It's it's, it's in the lore part, for It is it's on in the, the same lore page. Part. Yeah, it says no, spell laws directly above it. Yeah. Right, okay. Fair enough then. It's kind of like what. Uh, I I think that would probably be the better option. That's my opinion because I understand the acorn's very good, but just auto casting and making it not be able to be unbound means you get a free wood every turn rather than just yeah. one. The face well, guys one, were talking about the, that artifact that when you die the, you come back with D three. That sounds cool as well. Yeah, that's, that's an old item. That's an old that's been one. Been there for a long time. Yeah. Has it not changed at all? Is it the exact no, same? No, it's the same. Uh, it it's does, the it's same not, as the the resur- the ring of resurrection. So you, um, if you die. Um, instead, you just heal D three, and all other on all other damage is written off. It basically says it wasn't cool. before. That was the old thing. It didn't yeah. before. You would come back with a wound, and then you would keep taking your damage. Yeah, but it it makes it clear now that yeah, you, you take all that damage off, and then then you 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 left. Uh, the Vesp- the Vesperal gem is the one you're talking about. So malice and mercy dwell in this gemstone in equal measure. Visible as Feylight swirling at its core. 
So once in each of your hero phases, when the bearer attempts to cast a spell from the lore of Deepwood, instead of making a casting roll, you can say they are using the gem. If you do so, the spell's automatically cast. Don't roll the 2d6, and it can't be unbound. After the effect of that spell has been resolved, roll the dice on a one the bearer suffers d3 mortals. So yeah, it's pretty pretty good. It's really, really strong, especially yeah. in this age where you're cast a lot. Regrowth's one of those spells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, just get a, you just get a d6 heal without it being able to be stopped. Like mm-hmm. the, the spells are strong spells. There's yeah. a couple of good yeah. ones there. there. I wonder is. if it counts its endless spells as a part. I wonder if they'll get FAQ'd to be auto-cast. Can, like, they're free ones that they can do. Uh, no yeah, idea. I wonder if that'll get... Yeah. I don't know if they count as spells, do they? They're, kind of, they're spites, are they? They are spells, so that's... Are they? It just matters if they get counted as being part of the lore or not, I would assume. It's, Again, not, in, it's not in that section. It's at the end... Um, it just says yeah, but like like all the like all the fire slayers and slaughter priests, they're able to use their reroll prayers on well, their reroll abilities onto the their endless prayers. Uh, I really, I really like that spite swarm hive. That looks really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. I really like Drycha. I think Drycha's yeah, amazing. I think Drycha's is a beast now. as well. No, the next attack she can do. My last... Yeah, and if you have her in a, if you have her in Winterleaf. Every six that she does does a mortal wound, yeah. and it counts as two hits. And you've yeah, got twenty yeah. attacks. Well, she's, yeah, she's so, just uh... <laughs> it's just amazing. And if you give her the uh, dwellers below, um, so she's doing, you know, she's doing mortal wounds from that. She's she's then doing. And if you take the, uh, I've built some some pretty pretty tanky uh, winter leaf um, lists. Winter leaf seems to be. There's about three good ones in there. Uh, good, good glades, but I think Winterleaf's got to be the one that you go with. It's, uh... I'm correct in thinking Dryka can now use both shooting profiles if she wants, and yeah, can choose yeah. her mood. She doesn't need yeah, to roll for choo- it. Yeah, so oh, she right, chooses okay. her own mood. Um, only one of them's now a missile weapon. The flip ah, the other one's missile. Yeah. So that's ten attacks. Um, and it's four and three. Squirmlings is now combat attack. Then it is squirmlings now combat with a two inch range. But the thing is, when you choose your mood. Uh, you choose whether or not you want to double the attacks of Flitter Furies or Squirmlings. So you can either have 20 missile attacks or 20 um, hand-to-hand. And as I say in... uh, 20 attacks, everything in range, or is it one unit? Remember the Flitter Furies used to just roll for all the units that were in range of it? Ah, right. No, it's uh, It's it's just two. It's just one. Yeah, it's it's a combat attack now. I thought that was Squirmlings as combat... Or do you mean was yeah, now shitting? Oh right, the, the Flitter Fury one. So Flitter Fury says it's ten attacks. No, you can just split it as however you want. Yeah, it's just shooting attacks. Right. Okay. So it's not a bubble. It's a... so you're pretty much always going combat now. I think Nathan, unless you're versus an army that has always strikes first. I assume. I still think that might that might be their weakness. They still seem to not survive against mortal wound output. They seem to still be quite yeah off for that yeah. Stormcast are as well, but they've got the same armor and they do all right. And they, but they also have a stupid amount of mortal wound output. Yeah, it's still lacking the mortal wound output. Apart from, well, Dryka's Dry pretty good now with the. Uh, but she's in one. She's one model models. in one place. That's our kind of her biggest problem. Always has been. 
Same yeah, with wooden. I've got Draka's Old War Scroll here. So it was when she was unwounded, it was 18 inch range, and you would roll 10 dice for every unit that was in range of it. Ah, yeah, and then six, six was a mortal wound. Yeah, that was insane before. That was amazing I, for MSU. I thought you were amazing. saying that that was 20 dice if you choose the range. I was like, what? That's a lot of mortals to everything in range. No, it's just one one unit. Oh, yeah. well, I suppose you can split the attacks. You split your attacks all you wish, yeah. yeah. Still cool, though. Yeah, it's still 20 dice. Um, but you don't they don't explode into double hits because winter leaf's only on melee attacks right okay. smart smart right in there gw smart right yeah because again we don't want bow hunters going mental like slanesh stuff yeah yeah we but can't uh, we can't do it shooting either it's pretty immense so my, you like just my... run 20 odd inches along the table and charge <laughs> no, my my unit is... um, teleporting nine inches away we don't have teleport options in, if in we did my, it would just be the same way in my in my winter leaf one now my six sides and you've got the um the extra attack so the four attacks each on the threes and threes um so sixes are doing additional attacks and with winter leaf you can choose one unit um to pile in an attack twice instantly once per so, game though yeah but yeah, if, that's you're thinking, the if you're thinking thing, about so. if you're thinking about that um uh alpha you you're pretty much hitting them with um, well, you're only going to hit a chaff wall. Well, it depends. It depends. You've still got your two-inch range. If somebody deploys wrong, you can hit the treff wall, wipe it out, and then pile in again straight into whatever you want. Yeah, you need to deploy more than five inches. You'd have to. You'd have no, to make... I think they, they have to be but, within no, three. Yeah, they can only pile in again if they're within, within three. three of a unit. All right, okay, so you just deploy more than three away, I guess. Yeah, mm. but I suppose it's... it's still, it still gives you the option, doesn't it? The threat's there, yeah. And you, you have don't to have think to use about it, it then. Yeah, you don't have to use it then. So it's pretty good anyway. I think, yeah, it's... I mean, I've seen some grainy, um, tiny little PDF on my iPod. Um, and I wasn't really enamoured. And the idea of building new trees put me off. But if people are going to let us use uh, the old trees, I might give them a couple of runouts. And just I see how they you... are. There's some great little lists in there. I think everyone that plays them would... It, even if they were existing players would at least want one of the new woods for their deployment wood at the start of the game because you can make it the bigger. new the old woods yeah. you only get to use one base no matter yeah. what and it's not a big surface area no. it's good for summoning extra woods but for your initial one you might want the bigger surface yeah, area I, or you might need to make it pretty pretty narrow um, because of the way terrain's deployed, you might not get one of your old bases in, might you? Mm. I don't know. When I played Craig, he got uh, six bases against me, five bases. And when I watched Matt Rennie's game, he had like eight. Mm. Uh, some of the tables on the weekend. Some of the tables were so. Yeah, no, yeah. It depended. Lost. It depended, though. But it, they weren't using the river as terrain, and those rivers should have been used as terrain they were by so other rivers were terrain, but terrain. so broken it was the it full been... length of the table in yeah. the game i played with it and it just it was unplayable to play as a piece of terrain oh yeah. no 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 rivers rivers are the way forward we need to bring more water into our game <laughs> you, you don't have to fair enough if it, it goes to a well but if you if you, you hold it roll as for... you don't have to roll habits for you had in the pack you had to roll for scenery so that's a would massive have... bit of yeah, scenery for cover though still over just inches i could put my whole army on that yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> Sit in the, the room. Well, for me, not for my opponent. Well, I don't know. It depends. Do you want to be laying? Yeah, but, I... but if the objectives are there, then there's no problem. 
Oh, anyway, I think rivers are a good thing. I think we need more rivers in AOS. Me and everyone I, else I like them. There's no ra- no rivers in this realm. That's it. Well, I'm going to have the realm of rivers next year because I have got a <laughs> lot of rivers, and I'm going to write, <laughs> write the, the tagline is going to be Crimea River. Crimea <laughs> <laughs> River. So, what more about the FAQ then? Has there been anything else? Anything Fort else? Vortex, thirteen inches. Yeah, Big change. It's, good, good change. Very lock good on. change. Lock on. You can't move after. Yeah, you can't move after it. We all knew that was coming. Yeah. I can't believe that they waited so long to fix that. Like I thought that yeah. would have been enough of power FAQ. Yeah. Uh, we weren't letting that happen such... anyway, though, were we? I think no, as a community, we to stop it. Yeah, it was in I think that's because they could have sold it. You know, I mean, they still could have. They were trying to sell the model. I think more than anything else. Cynical of you. Oh, I think it's uh, it's good for terrain. I've not even unpacked mine yet, but I'll do some bought it. We're not going to need it at all. Saw some <laughs> conversions where people had put their low tan in the boat. Oh, it was yeah. quite cool. Yeah, I might uh, I might turn one into a gun hauler. <laughs> <laughs> a rubber dinghy to put on the side of your ironclad. <laughs> An evacuation boat. <coughs> yeah, oh, excuse me. Coughing away. Right, I'm going to have to open another can because I'm getting a dry mouth. So, here we go. It cures dry mouth as well. What other and changes that... were there in the FAQ other than points changes? Are we Are talking about points changes? Oh, we can do, yeah. Why not? So, Cord nothing, going down nothing changed. Reason. Skaven. Skaven got hit with the, uh, the point stick. I think really. Skaven, Skaven lists are probably going to be See, the annoying thing is, is they're probably going to be less diverse now, but the, you can't take as many monks if you want the toys. I think that shows. If you still want to take 80 monks, you're not going to have the same utility that you had before. And people were already figuring out a way to deal with monks. So I think if you're taking the kind of monk double death frenzy list, you're going to get figured out now. Yeah. Um, I think that was the issue with monks. I don't think monks are that bad. It's when they were able to get everything else death frenzy and everything else you could do with yeah. them. Warp the problem is, yeah, scared of wheels, graciers, warp seers. Yeah, still have an stupid amount of warp lightning vortex again. I think the problem is, is that they didn't put their points up enough that you just don't see them now. And they've probably made pestilence armies quite a bit worse because they weren't really lighting the world on fire anyway because they didn't have all the same buffs that Mick Skaven could get access to. And you're now going to see every single list have. A warp seer or bell with a mixture of heroes, uh, one unit of plague monks, your standard battle line clan rats, and then any of the units to do shooting. And a couple of endless spells. Every single list is going to look the exact same. You're going to have your shooting unit, you're going to have your monk unit, you're going to have your battle line, and you're going to have your strong heroes. And they're all going to look identical. There's not going to be any variety because the, the points have kind of priced it out. Do you not think we'll see any storm vermin? creeping in no they didn't put the no. points up on i think you'll see people play them but i've i've been hashing it out for a while because i was like am i gonna just am i gonna buy another 20 monks to add to my start collecting or am i gonna do the 40 storm vermin 40 storm vermin are better than 40 monks but they cost almost twice as much so you you can get more stuff to add into your list if you take the plague monks and they do roughly the same amount of damage they're just nowhere near as survivable so, I'm but, I'm I'm with you, Scott. I think I like the Forty Storm Vermin because I think, like you said, their damage output is better overall, uh, and they have rend, which is the big thing. You're just Matters putting it. all of your you're you're basically designing the army to be 
in the same way that you would have done the 80 plague monks like you're you're spending that much on one unit you're going to need to spend the extra points in the double death frenzy you can't take as much shooting so you might as well just put more combat in the army and you end up with a list like adams where it's the 40 storm vermin 40 monks that's full combat you can't afford all the spells anymore so you go up against another army that does combat and you're just going to be diced out the game potentially it's not you're not taking any tools that can deal with some of the main threats right now like there's no shooting you've not got the strong magic i, I don't know i think it's still too expensive at 450 or maybe monks are just still too cheap probably the latter i think i think to make like you say to make storm vermin good they also still need the units that make plague monks good they still need the gracier with death mm-hmm. frenzy or such and such so it's obviously just putting that tax like you say higher because you're spending that many points on a unit you need to take the claw lord to give them the extra attack to make them stronger that's another 100 points that you're taking out of the list your items becoming scaven brew just because you want the stupid amount of attacks again you'll smash people in a double turn but if you're double turned and you fail any of those buffs you're you're in deep water i think you'll see you'll see some people try some new stuff again but I, I I honestly think that after a couple of months and the dust settles, you're just going to see one list for Skaven. And they'll still be good. I think they'll still be on the top tables, but I don't think they're as good as the stuff that didn't get FAQ'd, like Fire Slayers and uh, Slanesh. It was weird. It's weird the help it went up. There was yeah, things that went weird. there up, like the help it going up, but Giselle's didn't. Like the Scryer stuff kind of stayed where it was, but I think it's the Scryer stuff that's kind of, I feel, is out of whack. Just yeah. because warp stone doesn't cost anything really, it's just you get it for free for having a hero. I'm building so a unit of thirty acolytes, and I've not seen any unit do as much damage as a unit of thirty acolytes when it's buffed. Holy hell, that thing can kill anything in the game. <laughs> it's crazy. It's even at the point except where, well, except fire slayers, but maybe fire slayers. How many models do you think most units could kill out of that fire slayers block when it's fully buffed? Mars, what the unit is. I think it's. I had Scryer Acolytes killing 12 of them. Rolling dice. I, like, I worked, out, I worked out as I could kill about 10 on a good day. Can, you get, just, can, you, get, can you get to fight them, though, before they. Yeah, so you run you and can't, shoot. You can't. Acolytes? Yeah, Acolytes are different because they shoot. That's the. Uh, oh, you talk about shooting? Yeah, the Acolytes, they get one shot each. It's fours and fours at eight inch range, but they can run and shoot. So it's like a 20 inch threat range. Um. They do Ren 2 D3 damage, and if you spark them, it's D3 plus 1 damage. More and more warp power gives them plus uh, reroll hits and wounds, and there's the uh, Vigor Dust Injector gives them plus 1 to hit. And does it give them plus 1 to wound as well, or just plus 1 to hit? I can't remember. Plus 1 to hit, and they take D3 mortal wounds at the end of the turn. So you lose D3 models to be 3s re-rolling, 4s re-rolling, Ren 2, D3 plus 1 damage. It is insane. <laughs> it's so <laughs> much damage. They run and shoot. The problem is, is that they're old metal models, and if like I'm converting up uh, Skaven Blood Bowl models to do it, oh, yeah. okay. it's expensive conversion, though, because I've had to buy backpacks from... Oh, what's the name of the website? I can't remember, but I'm using some of the... I'm using... I think they're Bioshock from the Bioshock game or something. Or they're from they're from a game like that, like in a steampunky game. Mm-hmm. And oh, I've got the Skatari Vanguard ones that are um, convertible as well. Like I'm not using them, but I'm using the bodies for my Giselles. 
and uh, I'm just kind of putting green stuff balls in their hands. But it's quite an, it's an expensive conversion to do it if you want to do thirty. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's about eighty quid for a unit or something, eighty ninety quid. Oofed. Yeah, I think folks sometimes use the um the little weapons team that you can't use now. The the global deers. I think Dave Fraser's uh, doing that. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Probably the other good way of doing it. Plague I don't know why that, well. that unit got, got removed from the game. I saw people use plague monks and ghoul hands, like ghoul arms, yeah. and putting the green stuff balls on them because they're kind of open-handed. And I think the robes kind of cover part of the arm socket, so it doesn't look too bad. Do you know if you go into uh, Hobbycraft, you can mm-hmm. buy a big you buy the balls of yeah. uh, glass, green glass balls that are just mm. the right size. And uh, it costs like £2 for 500 or something. Yeah, somebody told me that, that you can get polystyrene ones as well, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll, I'll probably look into that because I can't be I bothered. think they're pretty good because they do. They just look like warp stone. Yeah. And people you use just them get as, the, yeah. They use them as bubbles and things like um, oh, yeah, Nurgle's Rocks to make, yeah. um, to make it look like putrid stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's they're quite good. They're quite good to have in. Um, so there you go. Tip. Yeah, maybe look into that. Or yeah, you I think just I can buy gun pellets is the other way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's one that. What else was changed in the FAQ? You guys think of it. Corn went down. Yeah, but. Yeah, gone cheap. They got, what, 10, 20 points cheaper on some bloodthirsters? Big whoop. Like, the, the list hasn't changed enough that you're going to be able to include much more in a command point or an extra spell. Yeah, but it's not the. Well, no, because John Bayless' yeah. list dropped 80 points. <clears throat> I think the yeah, Ben so Johnson list 80 was 80 points, points as well. Hmm? What do you do with 80 points? That's not enough for an R5 dogs. You could take quite an extra unit of Blood Reavers or something. Another uh, unit of Blood Reavers? Another Blood Tithe point? Yeah, no, but it's, uh, all I'm saying is that that change isn't going to light the world on fire. It's not a massive change. I think it's people are like just... Before, people just want to point... That... Exactly, this is it. People want to point out that they made the book a bit cheaper to go, well, they didn't change everything else that wasn't very good. They picked the most popular build and made it cheaper. Still good. It still needed to be cheaper. I uh, probably didn't. The things that are in the game that are ready that just need that are good just need to be more expensive. It's the wrong order. Yeah, maybe. I like that. See, when I went to the Warhammer Fest thing and they were talking, like, honestly, part of the psychology behind it is that they're not going to increase the points too much because their paying customers are going to feel bad. And you don't want to feel, you don't want your paying customers to feel bad about all the money that they've spent on stuff. Like the Guardian it's- Souls that's not playable anymore. So what? Not everybody paid 50 odd quid for it. <laughs> So, still, you should have just never made an extra scroll for it, like I said before. Yeah, or um, the mortality glass was, should have just been in the book. I think uh, you're never going to see armies nerfed as hard as they did with KO because people are still talking about that two years on, and it doesn't feel good to have your army nerfed that hard, and it makes you feel bad. So they don't want yeah. to be creating bad endorphins; they want to be creating good ones. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So anyway, the FAQs come. It's been impactful. We've kind of touched on Sylvaneth in that it's a it's a good book. So people should uh, if if you'd lost hope and you were uh, considering just binning or selling off your Sylvaneth like I was, um, just give it a good read. Um, so I picked up the the book and the War Scroll cards and stuff, and yeah, I'm going to give it a read. I'm not going to be taking it to a uh, to Norway, just because transporting all them trees, it's a massive box I have to take. Even if I just took the bases, it'd still be too much to be taking 
any big distance. So um, I'll not be doing that, but I might give him a couple of runs runs out. Did you did you just say to the listeners that reading was the best thing you did in this this uh, last couple of weeks? Reading, yeah, it probably yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think so. I think that that's uh, yeah, it's probably. Uh, give me a bit of a boost in terms of uh, I don't know my want to go and maybe build on and revisit an army that I'd lost a bit of interest in. So yeah, go read the. Book. I think it was just because you were flat out with them for as well. You played yeah. the Six Nations, which was maybe your. Yeah, it was. It was starting in January. I think in January alone, I built thirty spites, Dreyker, um, Durthu. Uh, 110 dryads, six hunters, and uh, two branch wraiths, a branch witch, and then well, I, I, I kind of burned myself out. And then I did eight bases of for the trees. I did I don't know twelve of the trees, and uh, I, I just about got the arch, arch revenant or whatever it's called, arch revenant done. And it was just uh, no, I couldn't face anything else. But um, yeah, now I've I've got a good base for a couple of different options. Um, spikes are better than they were, uh, and I've already got thirty of them, so so that's quite. Yeah, they're, st- they're they seem better. They still seem they're not to great. be the weak part of the book, which is a shame. Yeah, the they're still a lot cheaper for the threes and threes now. And if you have Dreyker and you have the Outcast Battalion, um, you're re-rolling ones to hit and wound. So, or it might be the Dreadwood, whichever way around it is. So the threes and threes re-rolling ones. Um, so that's not too bad. They're only three attacks each and four for the general, or for the leader, sorry. Um, there's no Ren still, and it's only one damage, and they're only one wound. So they're never, they're never, they're not great. They do give you minus one bravery, Um and that Which is big. combines it combines pretty good with Dryker for a, a what's it spell the bubble one that does the um, d3 mortal wounds if you can roll over the bravery, so that's quite useful. Um, so yeah, there are options there. So I think I put quite a lot of effort into building my spikes as well because I painted thirty of them and I painted them well, whereas I uh, I kind of rushed everything else. And Dreyker I put quite a bit of time into. They were the first two things I built. Because I did Dreadwood for that first event, didn't I? And um, yeah. And then I realised that Dryads were just so much better than anything else. So I had to go into them. But no, there you go. If you, I think we had a question about that. How do you combat a hobby slump or whatever? Uh, go in and read some lore. Something like that. And, and get back into it. Uh, it helps. So there you go. Have you got anything from the FAQ you want to mention, Scott? Um, well, flesh eaters, I guess. We've not mentioned them yet, but they've obviously gone up. Yeah, they, there was one or two changes, I suppose. The Gristle Gore General now only gets to go first if he's charged, which is big. Yeah. I, I think you just it, have to learn re- learn to replay with them, isn't it? I think that's the... Yeah, it, it takes it, it makes it more of a game. I mean, I don't, I'm not against that at all. Um, he's still... You can still take things off. It still fights twice when he dies. Exactly. So if, you, yeah. if you try and go for him, which some people did, then he, he does fight back, obviously, so when he dies. Um, in terms of the points, the, the uh, Regent went up to 240, which is probably still fair. It still makes 
you know, still some of the hundred plus points of models. I don't know, my corruptor's two hundred and eighty. I still think he's too cheap. What the corruptor? <laughs> yeah, Vermont corruptor. He's two eighty. They could put the they could put the harbinger up to two eighty. I think. I think uh, the arch regent. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I suppose he does get two hundred points free of ghouls, doesn't he? Exactly, two hundred points ghouls. Two hundred points for yeah. He gets. He should be three hundred. He can summon twenty points. ghouls. He can summon three flares. One seventy. It should be the same price as Neferata. The Gracier <laughs> plus two hundred points. There you go. Done. No, uh, I did enjoy putting plus D three attacks on him one point during the weekend past, and he was in cover. So he's like a, he's like a cockroach in cover. Uh, Never dies. But, I know, like 10 attacks. I think, it's, I think that's, 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 well. that's what I would like to see in the FAQ. That heal change to D3. I just think that straight free heal is just... No, because then people like you would just heal three every turn <laughs> instead of two. <laughs> Nobody else would. Or two. Change it to two then if you wish. But I'm just saying yeah. definitely remove it from being free. It's, just, it's stronger than what oh, the is it three? guys get. I thought it was two. No, it's, no, it's three. three. Oh my god, that's bonkers. Mm. Three eighty points. So he's very Same good. He fights Manfred. He fights. He casts spells. He <laughs> summons stuff. So, so yeah, two forty. So I don't think you'll see two in, in many lists now. Um, but you still yeah, can. Yeah, four hundred eighty for two of them is now, like you say, more expensive than yeah. a Terrorgeist and Zombie Dragon. That's and you can't take two of them as allies in a death list anymore. Well, that's true. That's, that's what they were talking. You're just showing off your <clears throat> affluence. At- Banding about two models and nobody can bloody buy. <laughs> They're selling for like 80 quid on eBay and stuff. Like not that. anymore. Not now. What was that you were talking about lost. earlier? Paying for a lot of money for a model that's good. There you go. No, for a model that's not playable anymore. Just convert or not. Nobody will stop you. Speaking of, shout out if anybody's got an Arachnorock spider, hit me up. What, 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 what are you doing? Oh, is that for your. Um... The gets, gets thing. I can't find one anywhere. Like they keep coming up on eBay, but they all look crap. Like they're all like Why, the legs are that... stuck in their head, and they they're out of stock anymore. They've no. been out of stock for about a month and a half now. Yeah. You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna get one on eBay for like forty quid, and then it's gonna come up. It's gonna come back in stock, and yeah, always happens. <laughs> yeah. There'll be a, a get Christmas box. Wait for it. Yeah, that's maybe that's what it is. Six months away, probably. But six um, months away. You're talking of November. It'll be November. It'll be out. True, true. Um, Not that long away. That's what we're saying. So Flesh Eaters, Actually, yeah. What do you think this year's Christmas boxes would be? Flesh Eater, court, speaking of, what were you going to say, Scott? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just carrying on. <laughs> uh, I think that the Christmas boxes will be Flesh Eater Corps, Arachnorock Spiders. Are these like the Battle Force boxes? You yeah. Say? yeah. Do, you, do you think they'll just do the two that they've given starters to? So Feck and Skaven and there's no start collecting buttons. forgets. Yeah. Uh, there'll be gargants. There'll be a gargant was, box. There was Deepkin Sons last year, wasn't there? And they there came was, out. There was Deepkin last, last year. So this there year... Be, there could be Slaanesh, Fire Slayers. I think you'll get some of those um, Mercenary You won't companies. get much in the Slaanesh army for the Slaanesh one. Fire Slayers would be a good one. I think you'll mm-hmm. get the Mercenary companies, the ones that they've uh, no, come in boxes. Do you not think... No. I don't want to move too far away from the FAQ because we've not talked about the corn uh, FAQ thing yet. But um, announcement tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, Warhammer mm. Day, uh, or yeah. Age of Sigmar Open Day. Yeah, new army, new army, Wonder. Stormcast army. You know it's going to be new high elves, new chamber. I think it always strikes first chamber. Well, that's what somebody was saying. Somebody was saying it's the always strikes first. That was, uh... I think it's the always strikes before deployment chamber. 
So you're basically... <laughs> oh, kind of like what my Thunderhead Brotherhood did. You deployed it, hero phase, had one hero phase, and then shot off half your opponent's army and then went, your turn. I think what it's going to do is everything that comes down to a 50-50, you're going to get to decide what the result. comes down. Yeah. So yeah, when it goes to choosing deployment sides, you roll off for it. See if you lose that roll off, you get to decide if you want to lose it. Yeah, It'll be random stuff like that. Obnoxious. No. I, I no. think Fleshier Court should have been designed that they always have to give away the turn one due to them being Bretonians and they always bend the knee. That's what they yeah. should do. It'll be a new easy build Stormcast kit that you can build with PVE glue. PVE glue? PVE glue. Print stick. Yeah, print stick models. Snap fit's probably better than that, really. You don't even need glue. Yeah, but then you can't eat anything if it's all snap fit. They'll just go back to monopose. Actually, quite a lot of it is monopose now. A lot of kits don't go in two ways. Yeah, the new stuff. You might get a so, hand yeah. that's different on model. So yeah, flesh your courts. Um... <laughs> Are we going to talk about the corn FAQ? Though? Go on then. Hit us with the corn FAQ. Right, this one's for Liam. Liam likes this one. Oh my! Do I have to go get the page? About me. No, but I think the gist of it was that in the corn FAQ, it talks about when there is two effects that happen at the same time. Oh yeah. You get to choose one of them or something like they both can't happen now which is against yeah. what they had said before but then yeah. contradicting it in the Skaven FAQ they talk about death frenzy and double death and uh, dreaded death frenzy and they do stack yeah. like that's clarified in magenta in the new FAQ so it's, it's all right for one but not the other what one takes precedent it's crazy the and same. I like to see nerds fight at the table because that's <laughs> funny but Kong is not from where the blood flows. Yeah, Corn cares not. That's why he done it. That's why it's in the corn <laughs> FAQ. The other, the other problem was is when I obviously put up in the chat is what actually is the attack sequence, and the attack sequence technically is only the hit, wound, save, and damage calculation. You don't actually allocate wounds at that point. So technically, they would then pile in like, immediately yeah. before you would remove models. Yeah, I heard about that. So if you wanted to clear a screen with a double piling mechanic, there's an argument to say that you don't actually remove the models until after the second piling. If no. you have an immediately attacks anyway. That's only you if you have an immediately. You can't forensically examine GW rules like this. No. Says who? Watch me. <laughs> no, it takes the fun out of the game. Come on. Let, no, I'm not that. trying to take the fun out of the game. I'm <laughs> just trying to stop people playing things that are dull and uninteractive <laughs> you need to play legion of night legion that's, of grief that's where it's at that's fun. Legion it's of grief fun. Is the game. next death yeah but legion of grief isn't a legion it says it, it in is. the faq it says in the faq it's not it can also have an agash <laughs> in its army for some strange reason yeah that didn't get taken out he's still that's a lord true. he don't even have to be the general nope. if he didn't cost 850 points people would take him yeah, honestly, see if he was like six. Like again, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be more than seven hundred points, in my opinion. Just stop that he's. Just stop that he can hand us for a portal. Would have been the better way of fixing him, and then just bring him. He's down. had his he, time. He's had his time. He's gone back down into the underworld to work on another de- nefarious scheme. Yeah, and then in a couple of a couple of editions or in a couple why, of years, he'll have a drop he? and he'll be back. Because we're still in Soul Wars. 
Yeah, yeah, but he, he don't want to be out with fighting amongst the munchers. He's like he's a he's a god. He's getting that's, that's, to something pretty special. He don't want to be fighting. Man's been getting played now, Stu. You are your your man Manfred's getting some playing Legion of Grief now. Yeah, Manfred Manfred's a beast, but he's still only got a four up save and eleven wounds. So right, I've got the wording here on the FAQ question we're talking about. If you want me to read it, go on then. So the person who shall forever be known as Leroy Jenkins has asked the question. <laughs> I have a question about how the Reapers of Vengeance slaughter host command ability leave none alive after a unit has fought in the combat phase for the first time. If it's within three inches of an enemy, it can fight for a second time. Interacts with the tyrants of blood ability, fierce rivals. After a unit from the battalion has fought in the combat phase for the first time, you can pick another unit from the same battalion that has not yet fought in the combat phase and it can fight. Both happen at the same time. So can I use both for the same unit? And they've answered, no. <laughs> when you have two or more abilities that happen at the same time, you must use them one after the other in the order of your choice, completely finishing one until you move on to the other. In this case, you'll need to decide which of the two abilities you want to use first for the unit. Having done so, you will not be able to use the second ability as each must be used after the unit has fought for the first time. And this will no longer be the case with the second ability. Note that if you use the word after in Age of Sigmar rules, it's synonymous with immediately after and not at any point in the future. And then so, Skaven says. Uh, the Skaven one is. Uh, the, the Skaven <laughs> one's not as eloquent as that. Yeah. So the Skaven one, uh, let's see, designer's commentary. Yeah, just death do what you want. Death Frenzy and death fr and Dreaded Death Frenzy are on the same unit. Can models pile in and attack twice when slain? Yes. Nothing else. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, whatever. So, I'm at you. Technically, that was, that was quarter to five that on the Friday afternoon. And it's yeah. like, last question, last question. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's... Timmy will uh, sort it. Timmy, do after, that one. After reading them just there do you not think that maybe they're talking about there are two different abilities that happen at the same time whereas death death frenzy and dreaded death frenzy are technically the same ability that happens at the same time is that maybe the difference what do we think claim well no this was remember this is my argument with you that so say scott my bloodthirster from the that formation and Reapers Avengers attacked with its first pro its first round against your Terrorgeist and killed it. But like I says, you I actually don't work out if I've killed you until I've attacked again or immediately piled in again. So now we're assuming that it isn't intended that damage is allocated at the same time as when you roll your save rolls. Like I don't. I believe it that. is. I believe I it is intended it is. that when you make your save roll yeah. as part of the attack sequence, any failed saves immediately have wounds allocated nope, as part no, of the a, saves. Nope, because if I have multiple profiles on my weapon, that's why, remember, like Archeon never kills a wizard or never kills a hero or kills a model with these heads because your opponent always doesn't allocate them until whatever kills the model. Yeah, I suppose because all attacks happen simultaneously. So how do and you then, how do you tell which one? But then to pile in slated? again, I think to pile in again, then it gets resolved, and then you pile in again and attack again. 
because the, the piling, the piling only breaks the two attack sequences. But the problem with the resolve is that you're saying you're then coming out of that attack because that's a problem with the core rulebook. The core rulebook has those four things as that's what a combat, that's what an attack is, is that you hit, you wound, you roll saves, and you work out your damage. And then there's boxes underneath that say what damage does. It says you allocate wounds and that, and you allocate wounds at a single time to a model until a model dies in X. Yeah. But technically, in my opinion, when the by the wording, the the attacking sequence is when you've done your damage. If I worked out, so I've got six weapons that do DP damage each, I go, okay, that's 11. I'm going to pile in again. So, but it says there, making attacks, you do your hit roll, your wound roll, your save roll, and then step four is determining damage. Like in the It's yeah. in the same attack sequence thing. I bet, I bet you don't allocate wounds at that point. But, but it doesn't do as say... As soon as they've done your damage. Damage isn't wounds. Oh, no, actually, I can see what Liam's talking about. So it's a separate section, allocating wounds once all of a unit's attacks have been resolved. Like, resolve being synonymous with, like, being completed. Add Which up the means damage why that it immediately inflicted. goes before that. The player commanding the target resolved, unit must yeah. then allocate a number of wounds to the target. I, I honestly, right, wholeheartedly, 157,000% believe that they, they intend it to happen at the same time, but you could rules lawyer the shit to say... This happens after the attack sequence, yeah. so the if problem you pile is, in is the fight immediately. The problem is, is they've not put that, and then wounds are allocated as step five. And then has anybody more... else online been talking about this, or is this just you, Liam? Because honestly, I, d- I don't think anybody else is really talking no. about it. I, 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 I don't like us going down this rabbit hole. No, <laughs> personally, it makes me feel sad and uneasy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, I don't want this to be an issue. Everybody no, move along. Nothing to see. It's not an here. issue. Just don't play. Just don't play the things that cause the issue. Like that's the well, issue. That's that that Sylvan F one we just read was quite clear because that one says you get to immediately pile in an attack again, providing you within three inches. So that must mean that they've allocated the wounds and removed models. Otherwise, you're automatically going to still be within three inches. Not always. Well, you will be because you're as saying as if you had a longer range no, weapon or if you have a six inch reach. No, no, but this is just, the argument of but sides don't and nothing in nothing in Sylvan F to does. activate in combat. You must be within three inches, regardless. So you're always no, going to be. I have a six inch rule for that. Yeah, but li- just listen to it for a second. I, I know, I know. Just I'm, just, I'm playing devil's advocate. That's what but, I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say what that, that one's saying is where it says you get to pile in an attack again if you're within three. That implies that certain models will have been removed, because otherwise it'd just say, you you know, you just attack twice. Because that's a unit that doesn't have access to six-inch pylon rule, so they still wouldn't anyway. Because it says they have to be within three inches anyway. Even if they had a six-inch pylon, they still wouldn't get to pylon six and do it. They'd still no. have to be within three for that first one. But my argument is, from the wording my argument is why, would the t- why does the Terrorgeist, when it gets removed as a model, get to immediately pile in if I have an immediate effect, which means it would block my immediate. Yeah, That's what I'm trying to say. There's some messy rules, I think we can all agree. But no, that means the corn player can't even use the Tyrants of Blood to pile in with another Bloodthirster because it's no longer immediately after a model attacked because that Terrorgeist blocked it. But if, if it's the same timing, does it not come down to turn then? No, but yours yeah. is at the same time, and yours is you're removed as a model, you can then spend a command point to immediately attack. 
or immediately make a pilot move and attack. I think. So what's the argument that is the argument that the model is removed first, which would block the tyrants of blood, or that the tyrants of blood can pile an attack twice, blocking the ability for it to fight once it dies? What's uh, the argument? Well, the argument would be there's no other argument there. I'm creating this argument. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, no, I'm giving an example of where this rule doesn't work because it then means yeah. that a corn player whose turn it is loses their ability because a terrorgeist has an ability to. Because again, if you say those are both immediately, or immediate, obviously, like you say, Scott, it's my turn. I get to choose the order. Yeah. But the terrorgeist doesn't say immediately. It just says once it's suffered mm-hmm. all its wounds and removed as a casualty. It gets yeah. to do X. Wow. Because they clarified the call to war, didn't they? In the errata as well. Yes. To say that it obviously happens before the model's removed. Yeah, so you, so you can frame it as mm-hmm. well. They clarified that, which was a lot You can do it unless about. you play against corn demons. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying it's just, it's so. Why rule one FAQ to be one way and then another to be another? Like again, does anybody else so think boxes. that? Does anybody else think that GW are regretting opening the can of worms with the start phase and piling and fight twice, going to every single faction in the game, worded in different ways, yeah. happening at different times? Well, it started so well. Conditions. It started so well with that. that community page which was really brief and really concise and simple you think well well it, it, it must be this simple then but then of Golden course age it, it never is my because... opinion was when very few units could do it like fanatics or it was kind of deepkin's thing that they could do it one turn a game it was and the then every thing. single release that yeah. happened after that they just did it on crack and <laughs> they've done it with different conditions like if everybody had the same rule then they would get con- they would get accused of homogenizing the game but the fact that they've given everybody different conditions on how to get the same thing, yeah. the way that they interact together is just a massive clusterfuck. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like you shouldn't be having conversations like this. Like an example, not... the the Harmdar one as well. So the Harmdar one for Fire Slayers means they get to immediately pile and attack with the unit at the start of the hero phase. And then if they are Lords and Lodges, it still means that if it's their turn, they attack twice. How's that still even a thing? Like, I just dislike this whole... That's still pretty much to me immediately paladin that twice. As much as it isn't on your opponent's turn, it still is on the, their turn enough. And like you say, not enough survives that unit. Mm. Oh well, we'll need to wait and see what happens tomorrow. Maybe they're yeah. going to... Maybe they're going to squat it. And well, like you saw, you saw what they do with... Like you said, what they did with Slanesh, like... Slanesh kind of had a way of going, oh, by the way, if you have both, you go at normal, which was fair enough. But then they said that Slanesh couldn't stack their ability to make you go normal then last. And then said, oh, that would have been, that's a no. Like, you know, like the, uh, the epitome of being able to do it in the hero phase would be then the ability to make something go from striking first to striking last rather than... But again, so much things just get to... I don't like immediately pile and attack twice. I just think it's it's far too strong. Because uh, again, it's on units that are so fast in this game. That or units that are so resilient, it doesn't even matter. You know, I mean, you could hit a fire slayer unit, the the hearth guard unit, and it doesn't matter anyway because it's so survivable. 
Yeah, that was always my concern. Like I remember when I played against uh, Andy Curry's Fire Slayers, and they're a relatively slow army. And I was acknowledging the fact that he's going to want to utilize the charge phase for his move. So I would like obviously try and reduce his ability to do charges and stuff. But the fact that he gets to just use his pylon as a free move adds that adds a surprising amount of movement to the game. It's like six people don't people don't take yeah. into account pylon moves as being like an actual meaningful move, but it is. Yeah. You get a lot of movement, and that like that's a a third phase where you get to move. You get to move in the movement phase, and you get to charge potential extra twelve inches or more if you've got buffs. And then you get to move an extra six inches in the, the combat phase and potentially double turn. Like you can cover the majority of the board. Um, I'd fight twice might be better. Cut the piling out. But know, yeah, that's uh, it's more just times your attack profile by two. What, yeah. What's the difference rather than rather than going you immediately pile and attack twice? Like like you say, it's the piling that makes it so strong because it allows you models like you say that were eight inches away that get to move then six inches towards you are now within their two-inch range and get to hit you, which is insane. I think yeah, we're I think not, not going to get... The FAQ. Yeah. I don't think we're <laughs> going to get to the bottom of it. Should we Should we move on to Northern Invasion? Let's... What do you think? Well, things might become clearer after tomorrow, as we say, so in the next episode it may get revisited. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow? I don't understand. It's just that it's it's the open day, so there'll be seminars be... and they'll be releasing it's been a couple stuff. of weeks. Oh, could... Fleshier courts had a buff, so we <laughs> might see a buff to Fleshier courts tomorrow. But again, like you say, like uh, like they're saying, Scott, there could all of a sudden be like a I don't know, like a, a, a elf bolt thrower that stops you moving completely. Yeah. Like if you're shot by it, it moves your half half movement. That's an example there that doesn't exist anymore because that's what Hurricane Vanguard Raptors used to do was able to half your movement. God, if so elves could... get announced tomorrow, I'm going to need to sell a lot of grots. If elves are released tomorrow, guys, <laughs> and you want grots, hit me up. The slow growth changing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Northern Invasion took place last week. Thank you to everybody who came, including you, you, your three good selves. Um, it was uh, our fourth one, so next year will be a big one, because it'll be our fifth one. Um, we had five rounds, 2,000 points. Some people had slightly larger armies um, because of, as we've discussed, there was a points change after the deadline. So we used the new FAQ, but we didn't use the new points. We used the new points in the handbook, but not the new points from the FAQ. So, uh, okay, so I'll, I'll touch on the pack what you've played and then maybe as players you can tell us how you think things went and how your games went how your armies played um and then we'll talk about uh winners losers uh, i'll probably do a a separate one where I, I read through certain things uh but anyway so it was five games um they were all taken from the new general's handbook and we used realms although i used a borrowed dice that liked to roll ones um, well, it rolled sixes, then ones. Um, so what we had was uh, total commitment in Akshi for the Scorch landscape. So that was no special realmscape thing. Um, Shaish life leeching, which I think is the one where you roll a dice. And if you roll a six, you do D3 mortal wounds to something. Something like that. That was focal points. Oh, we forgot all about that. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think many people do. That's the, the beauty of realms. 
Shimon Metallic Interland, so that was nothing. That was Battle Part of Valor, the new one. Then we had Shadows Mansions in Olgu, which probably didn't get used very much because there were very few no garrisonable buildings. Yeah. And when there was one, there wasn't generally two. Um, and then we had... That was Relocation Orb 2019. And then we had uh, Gleaming Vistas in Hish, Hish, and its places of arcane power. So that was the five... Uh, five games let me just find um so that was drawn after list submission um first round draws obviously was after list submission in terms of the pack um there were one or two um well thanks to all our sponsors again so playmat cu dark fantastic mills cromlech green stuff world games and gears brewdog the army painter and this podcast for fine prizes i think there was some other stuff actually we had some mercia miniatures stuff from the darklands and the bane legion stuff uh, which was actually left over from last year um so that went out in the the raffle so we used hidden objectives so instead of a a 2015 10 or what 2014 10 which is what i previously used it became an 18 12 8 i think and then you got a point for scoring a hidden objective and a point for denying. Um, people had to choose six as per the recommendations in the general handbook, which I think worked quite well. But you guys can tell me um, how you found it. Um, it meant that we had very, very few at the end of the event, very few people on the same points because it was quite difficult to get 20 nil. Um, we had no draws, even though we did have the buffer so that um, if you had to if you were getting a minor victory, you had to outscore your opponent by 10%, so 200 clear victory points or kill points uh, to take um, to take the minor as opposed to a draw. But the way the missions were was that it was pretty difficult to get a draw. Um, let me see. So line of sight, I have my own janky line of sight things like it or lump it. Sometimes it works. I think it's, it's just what we use people are quite used to it who come so it's there in the in the house rules i won't go into what it is if people are interested just read the pack it's still up on the events section on our age of sigma battle reports facebook page and on the grand alliance um let me see spells weapons and everything has to be on the thing lauchen but that was dealt with uh the five battle rounds, what we'd said was, if it's clear you won't complete a full game in the allotted time, a measured and pragmatic discussion should take place, and any key rules should be made to determine who would most likely have been the winner if the full term had been played. Um, Which was 2 hours 45. It was 2 hours 45. We extended it. Uh, and to be honest, there were very few that used that full amount of time. Um, so I think a few people started a little bit early because we had quite big breaks. Um, and I got the draw up as soon as I could. Um, so there was very few people who needed the full 245. And only on one occasion did I have to adjudicate. So when... What I sort of said is that... Um, if the opponents can't decide who would have won. If the match were to reach five full rounds. Um, they had to call me over and I'd go through it with them. And so I just decided where the key roles should be. Um, and then we worked out what the kill points, the final scores and things would be that way. And I only had to do it once. Uh, so it was fairly painless and the people 
accepted my rulings without um, argument. So that was nice. Thank you. What, uh, that? what armies? Um, it was. Uh, I could tell you. Yeah, well, it was Stormcast and I don't know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, and yeah, it went okay. Uh, and then the other things were people had to submit a fifty to five hundred word backstory for their lit to get the points for for submitting the list on time, and all forty four players did that. So, well, forty three. The spare player didn't. But there you go. Fair enough. Unacceptable. Yeah, and he won a trophy. <laughs> um, so there you go. It was over two days. There was uh, best painted warlord awards. There was um, coolest army awards. There was what else did we have? Oh, the immortalized by the bards was the best backstory. There was the best man for having the nicest and themed list, and there was the badge of shame um, for the dirtiest player, the dirtiest list. And there were plenty of different awards. I'll maybe read through those briefly. Um, but I think I've touched on what the pack is there. So uh, in terms of painting and modeling, um, only two armies didn't get their points for not being painted. Um, and that was because uh, it was basing more than anything. Um, there were a few blank bases in two armies that, that lost them the points. And I explained to them and apologized but it was in the pack so again they accepted that so thank you to them uh aside from that um what about yourselves as players how did it go for you guys and um i don't think we need to go through blow by blow game by game it'll take us weeks uh 15 games to talk through but um any thoughts on your armies and any specific points in any games that's worth talking about uh maybe start with yourself scott um, <clears throat> well, I had Gristle Gore, kind of standard-ish Gristle Gore, Ghoul Patrol, two regents, two terror geists. Um, because of the the FAQ, there was obviously less command points to chuck into the list, so I made it up with just endless spells and, and a corpse cart. So I, I still bought one, had the three fex spells because I'm a fluffy player, and corpse cart. Uh, just to try out the plus one aura, which was really good when it when it kind of needed to use it, it was it, it seemed to work pretty well, so very useful. Um, <clears throat> game one, obviously you played against Liam, uh, and that was that was a very tentative. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this one, I guess, because it's two of us here. But that was quite a very uh, conservative game. Most conservative. Yeah, I was surprised. You, I think you, I've ever uh, played. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, you did all right though, looking at kill points and things. Yeah, it was it was it was. Yeah, the guys went nuts on turn three. <laughs> the kids. Yeah, because you 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 got turn. F- so we did nothing for sort of three turns. You, you, I I chucked some summoning stuff up one one flank, and you you dealt with it with buffed up Inferno blades, hell hell striders, <laughs> or what they're called. Um, yeah, the hell striders. Yeah, hell striders, the demon ones, isn't it? Um, so the battle line ones. Moral ones, yeah. The battle line ones, yeah. Oh, I sorry, yeah, get mixed up. The. Uh, and then we just kind of tiptoed around and didn't really do anything. And then you you won, you won turn for a priority and went for it uh, a little bit and sort of engaged my my two terror guys really, which uh, I'd I'd sort of put in a kind of moderate position, hoping like if I got turn four, I'd have chucked them in. Um, 
you got turn four, so you 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 went for them. I I, I sort of took care of one side. He, he just rolled pretty well with my. I was surprised. I, I hadn't played New Slash before, so I really didn't know what what the keepers and stuff were going to do to me. So <clears throat> I managed to, to take off the big keeper, and then the, the other side, you had more stuff over there. You had the the the, the, the small keeper and the um Celeste some and, and yeah, Celeste. You had a couple more things in it. So you took off the general over there. Uh, my my turn, I guess, kind of survived, and but it was, uh, but you know, you were you were tickling up depravity all the way through, and I think you hit kind of forty odd depravity by turn five, maybe. Yeah, um, it was why once you killed my keeper. Yeah, that wraps it up, um, and you'd think then you summed a whole bunch of stuff. I think you got you obviously got turn five priority as well, maybe. And that was yeah, the kind of, that was the key one, so you could then sort of. Threaten the depravity into my backfield and take take one of my objectives, which which, and that's what's decided the game. So it was a, it was a nice close game, but that was my kind of recollection of it anyway. I don't know about you, Liam. <laughs> yeah, I you deployed quite casually, so I gave you turn one, knowing you couldn't do anything really without yeah spamming your buffs up. Yeah, uh, you won. We, we both get, we, we both kept winning it and giving it. <laughs> you ah uh, you won the priority, gave it to me, which I was like, it's. Fu- I would have gave it to you, like I said, back just because. Uh, yeah, you again. You were still not in a. You were. You would have just reached me on a twelve-inch charge. That's right. But your averages of. Yeah, I mean, like I had to play with the the odds again. If I was able to make your, even if I was able to make your Gristle Gore General go normal speed, I still had protection of. Yeah. Units and things like that. Uh, your magic was terrible throughout the whole game. I think there was one turn, yeah. with like one Mystic Shield only, and that was all you managed. Yeah. Uh, my early on spells were bad, and then I got the mirror off, did a little bit of damage with it. You got rid of it, which was right. unfortunate. Then I got back up again. Then you moved it because you got the priority move of the. Yeah. But then I wasn't able to get it into a position that I could take advantage of it. So, like you said, I came up the side, my bottom left, came up, killed your general because charging him's a lot easier. The doppelganger, I chose not to make go last. And then you've popped it because I was like, all right, I I know I can't kill that one until it's fought. So I was like, hopefully I can survive this hit. But unfortunately, you rolled plus three attacks every single turn. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> he was on that. Up and I, I had to just buffed up constantly, and I just couldn't. Uh, and it was just uh, like I said, the last turn I failed my secondary because I needed to get a nine-inch charge with a hero just to get uh, secret mission, so I could get a hero off the board. Because of the mission, I knew that that was probably one of the easiest ones for me to do. Mm. It was just really hard because I had to go to, into you so late. Uh, we're both very fragile, as much as people might yeah. not think farmers are. Me still losing a Keeper of Secrets, but not doing anything in return would have been quite a loss to me. Because cause I don't, I'm, unlike you, I don't get to hit when I die, uh, which is the big thing. And like he says, you you were able to keep up your command points. I had like thirteen oh, at the end of like God. turn uh, three, just absolute racking them up. But it's just I didn't have anything to do with them at that point. Yeah, it's mental. It's mental. The Hellstr- get, but... buffed up was insane. The amount of damage they were doing against the that uh, ghoul unit with Infernal Blades and Stoke Rage on them was just amazing. Yeah, I summoned twenty ghouls and three flares. Just no, no, twenty sorry, twenty ghouls and a varg. Um, a Vargolf, yeah, that turn, yeah, and that and that was to 
because normally I just go straight for flares in a Varg, but I, I went for the not multi-wound models to try and slow you down <laughs> from depravity, yeah. but then came Inferno Blades comes in and just, you, you took them off in one round. Yeah. And, you know, 20 goals, if I, if I got to fight with them, they might have taken you off in one round, you know. Um, so that was unfortunate, but good use of the realm spells. And on yeah, the table, my realm next, as well. On the table next, oh yeah, that was the other thing, I suppose. If it was your own realm, you could use the command abilities, but you couldn't if it wasn't your realm. Yeah. So that was, uh, again, worth people I'll also, I'll also put my hand up here. I never once played with your line of sight rules, by the way, this whole weekend. Um, I don't think it ever came up for my games either. I don't think it um, ever came up when I'd have been no, taking advantage it was... of it as, what, as I'm used to, because obviously all my models are, all my heroes are bigger than my infantry, so I don't really yeah. ever have that. You don't need to screen um, them. Yeah. I had to make one or two rulings on that, um, and it was mainly because people weren't used to it, and if if you've got gaps between your bases, I mean, it's quite clear in the core rules that you can't shoot between interv- through intervening units. You can shoot through your own unit, but not intervening. And all I do is just say, well, you know, um, it's not just the model itself that that blocks yeah. the line of sight. What's a, do you probably see it as a silhouette, kind of like what Infinity yeah. has it as it's like a. It's just you're a block, I space, see it. Yeah. I think if you um, if you take it from the top of the model, excluding banners and things, down to the edges of the bases. So if you're in base-to-base, you can make a shield wall. Um, and the idea is just that in a battle, you know, you have to think a bit abstract because people are moving, they're not stood stationary. So unless you leave yeah. gaps in the unit in front of you, your archers behind can't shoot through or see their opponents. So unless they've got the... You don't need line-of-sight rule. Uh, and equally, fly. yeah, or they fly. And equally, if somebody's shooting at a hero, if you've got him boxed in by loads of skeletons or something, um, he can't be seen. Uh, so um, that's just the way the way it goes. Um, but yeah, on the table next to you, if I remember right, um, yeah, is Mr. Watson, because you're on the basket table. Yeah, the concept table. Yeah. Concept table. <laughs> Concept table, yeah. Yeah, I was playing Henry Ford himself. Yeah. As a black coach. Yeah, I was playing Adam Rawson. I've never played him before, so it was good uh, getting to finally <laughs> meet him across the table. I've never played him before. Have you not? No. You're lucky. <laughs> I've played I play him all the time. It's not, he's an absolute it's not cunt, yeah. honestly. He's the worst man you ever want to face. He's, he's vicious at the table. Give me bastard. And he's an absolute fiend with his dice. No, he was uh, a gentleman as always. He, every time he comes up, he always seems to play me. Or I think Ross plays him a lot as well. But, I always play him as well. Yeah, I, I play him quite a bit. Yeah. One of my favourite games, honestly. Like, unfortunately for him, it's always went my way. He got the bad army, yeah. Even there was times where he's been like so close to getting it as well. And uh, but he's an absolute gent to play. Um, yeah. So I had a really good start to the event. I was really happy when I found out I was playing him to begin with. Because you didn't know for a while. Because when I announced the draw, I only give the the general's name, don't I? In terms of the character's the formation, name yeah, and yeah. the formation. So, so you'd sent us a to... photograph of your preparation board. So I kind of had a <laughs> bit of insider knowledge in the sense that I knew how many of each faction had uh, been submitted so i was like right okay well i know steven's playing night hunt who else is playing night hunt so i didn't really know but then uh, a bunch of the guys in the whatsapp group told me that adam had ran a poll 
the month before or he a had, couple yeah. weeks ago, and uh, they were going, "Oh, Adam's playing uh, is playing Night Hunt." I was like, "Hmm, I wonder." But yeah, no, it was uh, it was great getting to play him for the first time. It was not our four vermin lords, by the way, on that. Uh... <laughs> That, I know, uh, I know. He was telling me uh, he's playing for another tight rat. He's not been playing <laughs> endless spell spam though. I think he's been playing with like a bunch of clan rats and storm vermin and stuff. And he's obviously got 120 monks. He's yeah. got the yeah, because he played it when pestilence, pestilence was yeah, like right. the fluff. Right. Played it with a vermin or war vermin lord or something. Like that. The the warp now, the one that can teleport the unit, was pretty cool. But yeah, no, it was. Um... Noises here because I'm doing bases. Oh, you have to mute yourself. I know it's just incredibly rude. I'm not as bad as Mike. Oh it's yeah, the worst one. <laughs> Mike and Grant Moody, who have whatever they do together. Yeah. All right, yeah, you're gonna have to mute yourself. All right, go on, tell us about your game. Uh, um, so we're we going through all the games. Do you want me? I only want to talk about one game, really. I want to talk about one game. Oh, poor Adam. <laughs> the game, the game, the game with Adam oh, was that's... great. It was great, but I've heard loads of stories that there's. I played against Callum Sinclair round four, and I've heard oh, him yeah. telling loads of people that he almost beat me. <laughs> and, uh, that he keeps getting robbed every time he plays me. Callum, listen up. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Oh. <laughs> oh, we have to give we have to give big thanks as well because uh, the beer that was on a uh, cheap on the day um, was was his beer allowance that he donated. So, oh, was it? Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, absolutely he is. So, so, so thank can't you slag him for it running out too quickly. No, we can't. And it, uh, <laughs> so the poor lads haven't uh, having to pay cash for beer for you the next one. He could have warned me that Hazy Jane was seven point two percent. Well, me and <laughs> I bought I bought one for me and Adam at like ten past eleven in the morning. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is this stuff?" Oh, he, he gave me that Lost Alchemist one. I think it was called. My oh, God, it was sixteen point four percent. It was so nice as well. It was like a triple hot, triple. It was really good. You need to get one. I mean, I've not drunk a beer that strong. Uh, I've had the uh, Dark Island Reserve, which is like the Orkney one. And that's fourteen, but it it went down nowhere near as as smoothly as the uh, the the one that he gave me. And it's uh, you know, it's drinkable, but it's so strong. I mean, it's a lot stronger than wine, even. But it tastes mm. like beer. It doesn't taste like treacle or anything. It's it's yeah. a really good drink. Treacle. We Ugh. took us up to Brewdog. We were some of the first ones to get up there um, after Saturday, and. Uh, he got us all to try a bunch of different things, and I had some of their gin. I had um, it was called a Wolf's Dinner. All right, <laughs> and it was basically the the Lone Wolf gin. It had the uh, it was with ginger beer, and it had something else in it. I can't remember what else was in it, but it was really really nice. Mm-hmm. I had uh, two of them in quick succession, but um, yeah, just wanted to to give Callum a shout out because I've played him quite a lot recently. And every time we've played, it's been a random objective. So we've played Isn't twice really? and relocated. I played them on Tuesday last week before the event as like a kind of practice game. And we played Relocation Orb, uh, which was the same mission we played at the tournament. And <laughs> both times we played, I won turn four based on where the Comet went. Uh, otherwise, like he was, he was set up to win the game. And then when we played at Cry Havoc, it was shifting objectives. 
and again it just stayed on my side of the table so every time we've played he's uh he's been absolutely robbed by the dice but uh <laughs> no, he's, a, he's a really good opponent and that was probably my favorite game of the weekend i really enjoyed that um close close second was adam and i played young will for the first time as well oh he young was a, will he, he was a really, right, really didn't he? oh yeah he did really well he was a really good uh it was a really good game i was actually surprised like he he knows he knows his stuff really well like he was remembering his rules and um How you know? oh god i couldn't tell you he's in the whatsapp group now though so well, hopefully he's 16 <laughs> he can't be 16 but uh, <laughs> um but no he's uh he was good the, the thing that i really liked about it was whenever he would make a mistake or if i picked up on something he checked it as soon as I was like, are you sure it's that? He actually got his book out and checked it. And a lot of people would just go, oh, you must be right and just take my word for it. But the fact that he checked it, I thought it was brilliant. That like he was actually looking up the rules and going, oh, yeah, that's it. Or correcting me if I was wrong and stuff. It was it was good. I couldn't believe him when he was telling me about the Wrath Axe. The fact it does D3 mortal wounds to everything that moves over. Then you get to pick something else to do D6 to. I was like, what? That can't be right. And he's like, yeah, there's the scroll and showed it to me. I was like, bloody hell. And then when he was uh, telling me he can summon heroes. I was like, yeah, because yeah, I, I saw it. You'd blown yourself mind. up, hadn't you? You, you were like, I'd already I'll, I'll, the game I'll at that point, but you yeah. had, yeah. You were gonna blow yourself up just for like the the gig shits and gig giggles, like. yeah. And then he's like, okay, I'm gonna summon, and you're like, oh wait a minute, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna blow myself <laughs> up. Pushing me here, I'm not gonna do that. No. <laughs> but now he was he was a he was a really good sport as well. Um, so yeah, big shout out to Will and his dad. They, yeah great additions to the tournament scene over the last yeah sorry, it's yeah. really good to see him and it's good they're coming back so so yeah, well, we'll see see back, yeah. Though, i would like to discuss this what everybody's opinion is on the hidden agendas and for me i want to talk about strength of schedule a little bit again because i've been absolutely rock i've honestly had such bad luck with strength of schedule this year <laughs> this is because close. you you've uh you came behind liam didn't you on scrim for schedule everyone like i don't i think i deserve to come behind liam he played lee but for some reason there's been something in every single pack this year that i've just not been able to get around i've had no control over it so with the hidden agendas i got every single one of my hidden agendas in every game that i played other than the kind of non-game i had against the change host but i got all of mines and the ones that I, i couldn't stop people from doing were onslaught and retake so we played retake and relocation orb we both got it instantly because that's how the mission goes it's one objective we'd have been daft to not pick it because you're going to be retaking it off of one another to score yep yeah and the other one was onslaught where they just made a nine inch charge against me i had no way to react to it i didn't know that they had it so i couldn't play against it um you can't possibly anticipate that all they they can move out of nine inches and then get the the charge to deny it so i ended up losing a total of three points over the weekend that i couldn't defend um and i was doing everything i could to get my own so i don't know if they're if they're going to be i don't know if they're great i think I, strength, of, strength of schedule could be a problem in a singles I event something i heard from just play where they said you chose like 12 before the event or eight whatever you want to do yeah. uh it's what you did is you gave you revealed your two that you chose to your opponent and your opponent chose what you had to do as your secondary. I, I quite like than, that. You do that yeah, in six five games as well though, where you pick two around until you've only got two left and your you opponent could do gets that to way, pick yeah. you play. 
You could do that. At least, you, at least you have foreknowledge of what it is. Because even if it was the nine inch, it, yeah. Age, yeah. I could try and tie his units up so that he can't retreat and charge unless he's going to retreat. You couldn't, you couldn't stop me doing. It. You can't stop summoning armies doing that, unfortunately, because no, they no. just summon something on and go nine inch charge. If they make it, they make it. Yes, yeah, same with it's any it's army that. And uh, that combined, like the strength of schedule wasn't such a big deal, but there was two people that finished above me with lower strength of schedule, but they had extra sort of points from the um, sort of soft scores, which we knew were in the pack anyway, but um, a couple of them were people that were able to get 20 nils in some of their games that maybe submarined and stuff as well and played people that were like, um, I'm sure he won't mind me saying, but John Craig, I think he had the lowest strength of schedule in the top eight, but finished second and he got four 20 nils. I've just pulled up the results here. Actually, Yeah, he had a significant... um, Negative. So he, lost, he lost his first points. game and then kind of oh, yeah, went he got 20 nil. He got 20 nil on. He yeah. actually, I think it was something like turn two because his game was over in 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. it was super fast. The storm yeah. charged. Andrew came over to me and was like, yeah, game's over. <laughs> yeah, wiped his army out and he, he went for a stroll for a couple of hours. He had about three hours until <laughs> the next game. Also, shout out best uh, devoted of Sigmar player in the world. Yeah, <laughs> doing it for the rankings. I think he must be. He's got the badge anyway, but I don't think there's anybody else that's four one with devoted to Sigmar. No. Hashtag no. Scottish man. <laughs> he did. He had a really good run, and it was it was well done. I mean, some yeah. and you know his last game was. I think his last game was an one. absolute beast. No, I think he went in expecting to. I spoke to him a little bit after it, and I think he said he went into expecting to lose. And I'm pretty sure after speaking to Paul, I think Paul went in expecting to win that game. Yeah. And. I think uh, he happens. was completely taken off guard with what he was able to do. The mission probably didn't suit Paul in hindsight, now that he's had a chance to look back at what heroes he had and what he was up against. But yeah, I think he'd done really well over the weekend. Yeah, yeah did. Andy, what, what helped, sorry, him was that he, he, he finished second, so spoiler, but um, what he, he would have been fourth, um, but he got uh, the Beast Killer. So his um, warrior priest on horse um, managed to kill three behemoths over the course of the weekend with the Sword of Judgment doing mortals and fives. So points for sports as well as though was not. Yeah, he got two points for sports, Mm -hmm. uh, and he got five points, but that only would have brought him from fourth anyway. So he jumped from fourth to second um, based upon. Based upon um, getting the beast killer, mm-hmm. um, so so fair play. I, unfortunately, that was also based on who you play against. I think yeah, that's it because he had map. he had twenty nils. But it's a semi narrative semi narrative event. Ah, but you can't control who you play against. If you versus everyone that did have behemoths, then you can't obviously have a chance of winning that. No, and a lot of people didn't take characters that could even compete for those. But people know it; it's in the pack. Um, yeah, I didn't take it's, any. It's not an ultra competitive one. Um, yeah. it, it never is really because uh, there are there are some some things in there that make it's you a think. Well, ton of ranking points though. It is a lot of ranking points, but even in the UK there's, one, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, prizes to give away, and most people go away with something. Yeah, and most, I went away with most something. people had a good good time. I think. Um, one or two people had a hard run of games, and I did feel for them, and you know. Um, there are some personalities and characters out there, and um, 
yeah, I mean, maybe we we'll see. We'll see how I can make it better next time. Um, but yeah, that's something I have to look at. But yeah, so is, is there any other? I mean, I, I take that. I take that it's the look of the draw. Um, it's the look of the draw on whether or not you can get your Wallard's narratives. It's the look of the draw on whether or not you can the hidden agendas. Uh, I wasn't so bothered thing. about the, 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 hidden, the hidden agendas are controlled. The, the, hidden, yeah. the hidden agendas are. I actually think the hidden agendas that you have are controlled because obviously you only take six. In hindsight, I definitely shouldn't take ancient heirlooms because I want my heroes to die. I don't. I definitely. I took that, but I definitely know in my head now. I shouldn't have put that on my list. I should have took the one that Lee had, where it's have a unit in each quarter, and your opponent doesn't. Because again, that's a that's a turn one thing for me. Easily, if I've got the first turn, I just throw two Hellstrider units across the board and go. I've got a unit in every territory, well, every quarter, secondary done. Yeah, it's things like that. Like it's, I think, like you say, planning for hidden agendas plus planning to block your opponent from doing the narrative stuff uh, is a balance. Definitely, I think there was a lot of stuff to do plus the realms. Uh, I I was I wasn't a fan of the only getting the realms commandability if you were in that realm. No, because I felt that threw you off again. I never used it you... deliberately because I thought yeah. it would have been too strong to use. I it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't use mine. But game five, I played <clears throat> against uh, David Nemeth's corn list. He's got. Uh, Is he realm of light? He was realm of light. Yeah. Realm of light <laughs> so that was so that was an extra layer to to to. to for the game, you know, um, it's mental, yeah. And he had, especially he had when a, you can't use it, and only I can't can. use it. Yeah. And he he had a he won the roll off for sides, and he, he chose the side with a big piece of commanding terrain. So he was just generating command points the first few turns, and then and then could spend blood type on them as well if he really wants to. Yeah, so he, so it was a it was, it was I mean it was still a good game. It was close. It came down to one roll, um, which I lost, but in turn four priority. But so I'm I'm, I'm happy the way I played. Unlike a couple other games, but um, it was an extra tough flair to it. But that's you know that's the way it was. I'm not complaining. I just I just think if you were if you see if you were uh, so say it was you like a really close matchup uh, between you and your opponent, like them just being from that realm, and if it's a good all right, if it's a good realm commandability, that could just throw the game completely off. Yeah, playable like like you say if. I didn't verse anyone, but if I versed anyone in the Always Strikes First realm, in if I played, if uh, when I played, uh, sorry, Phil in last game, and he was by chance from the realm of light, uh, I auto lose that game. So that that's yeah. just how that works. I just would auto lose that game, uh, just because you can turn off my ability to make him go last. And actually, a, a key fundamental to my armor. Fair enough if we could both spend command points, like you say, and do it. But I, it, I just felt that really skewed off. I, I didn't play. I only played Mike in a realm where he had the realm ability, but only it never really came into effect the last time when he tried to use it in the realm of shadow for relocation orb. For example, if your opponent had relocation orb and the realm of shadow, they could just by chance, if they were thought about early, they could just surround both. That was it. Like, That's why I didn't orders. use it. Yeah. You could just but anybody can do it. Anybody could have picked any of those realms if they wanted. Yeah, you'll get one. Not before yeah. you see what the mission is. So you would need to submit no, no, your list and pick one of the command abilities, and 
the strongest ones are Realm of Light and Realm of Shadow, and arguably they're the strongest for your artifacts as well. I know that there's a couple in Realm of Fire and Beasts and stuff that see regular use, but you always see Doppelganger Cloaks, Rem 3 Blades, Aether Quartz Brooch. Yeah, I need, I need Thermal Rider Cloak for my army to work, so I have to take Fire. I really okay. do. There's no option of not taking Fire. Is the Fire was but... by far the, the most common. It's because everyone has a Thermal Rider. Yeah, the, I yeah, bet it was. Cloak's the only thing you really see from Fire. That or Ignac Scales, probably Ignac the only scales, two things. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but the other one, so if Realm of Life came up, and I played in Realm of Life, and I was from Realm of Life, I would auto-win that casting ability, because I would have just kept making my general. I would Because I like when we played, Scott, say that first game was Realm of Life, I would have been at plus 15 casting spells, because I would just keep casting... That spell for free. So I don't even know what it does. It just Are you gives talking you about the the one where you're charged. You take D three mortal wounds. Yeah. yeah. So you just spend like ten command points, and oh, whenever see, your yeah, opponent yeah. charges you, they take de- ten D three mortal wounds. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that'd be fun. But um, that's just that's just a that is an example of but again that's hypothetical. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's, of that realm puff. I can see what you're trying to do, Stuart. It was it. it it limits things in it, mm-hmm. and, and it is just you know random luck of the draw at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- wh- who ends up with what when on what mission? Um, so I, you know, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't kill the game for me. It, 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 it didn't come up in any of my games, but obviously it sounded like it did in your Scott. Which then I, I think you'd been a lot com- more comfortable in that game if that didn't happen to you. Well, it would have changed things a little bit. It would have stopped things dying so quickly. So, some things dying so quickly because I just had no control over it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about terror guys. I'm talking about the rest of the army. Yeah, um, I, I uh, when yeah. Shit, when blood reavers are killing your players and things for uh, yeah. For, yeah, for, yeah. for free just because he has command points to spend. But yeah. again, that's that's just uh, that's that's my that's my opinion. I didn't like that. That's one thing I didn't. That was I was a fan of. Yeah. Well, we can. I mean, in my initial idea, it was gonna it was gonna be a. You could only cast realm spells as well if you were from that realm. So um, maybe I'll dial it back further next year. You know, I didn't even I didn't even really cast that many realm spells. That's no. what happens when you take seven endless spells, guys. Like you're just yeah, you're for... there's no spells to cast. No Realm spells were mental. Scottish, uh, TO, but this was probably the best Scottish event that we've had for atmosphere and stuff, though. Like everybody going up to Brewdog and stuff after yeah. it on the Saturday, the 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 whole atmosphere all weekend was immense. I think we had twenty seven of us went up, uh, which was pretty impressive. And yeah. thank, a big thanks to Brewdog Sterling as well because they gave us. Uh, they reserved that table for us as well, which was yeah, good. and they gave us uh, brew box. So the person who was in top place at the end of day one, and the person in lowest place, uh, we gave cash to. Like, that can only be spent in Brewdog, and then we had an extra Brewbox. note. Yeah, the brew box. Big and shout out to uh, Grant Fraser and his uh, brew oh, his tattoo. tattoo. Yeah, bloody hell! Well done, Grant. Grant. Extra discount. <laughs> I need, uh, I need, I need to to be with Grant every time I go south. Yeah. I, I didn't uh, know that was a thing. So that was that was eye opening. That's it. Uh, I've been on a couple years. more rounds, and I'd have been getting a tattoo as well. I think. <laughs> I, think they, I saw on I saw on the internet when I was looking into it to see if it was actually a thing that they had a tart a tattoo artist at one of their brew dog mm-hmm. bars that were yeah. tattooing people and giving them free beer for life. 
<laughs> if they got the tattoo, I'd do it. I know you'd do it. Right, my forehead. I'd do it next week. I'll tell you what. Next time we have the event, if they want to supply a tattooist, if they, they can tattoo the TO while we're actually playing. Um, if it means <laughs> I get free beer for life, believe me. We can get some uh, tournament swag, some sort we of can, fake tattoos. There we go. Yeah, we can do it live on live on the uh, stream. They can they can tattoo me while whilst <laughs> the uh, things go. So there you go. My my body well, is a camera. No, it was it was good. Fun. It, was so, a good it was a great good, weekend. Good tournament, Stu. Yeah. Um, I love the mixture of the new. Did everyone like the new scenery rules and that? I I love them. I think they're yeah great. There was one game. I think it was. I think it was. I played. Um, Andrew Stephen and his Beast Claw Highland Coos. Uh, I think in that game we, we were just like, uh, uh, I said, I've, I've got this in your dice. Um, and he's like, oh, let's just play the old ones. So, but in, in every other game, yeah, I think Martin we did. Martin Swaffield done that with me as well. Yeah. Just to keep every it other simple. game we, we, we nah, rolled off. You should have definitely made Martin Swaffield play with the new ones. He has to think I'm In hindsight, more. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, let's, let's start. Martin's a good lad. And Martin came 11th. Um, with his change host. Now, he's not been playing him for too long, but you obviously had an issue. You had a problem with this. So uh, keeping keeping things, obviously... Uh, to, Me or... No, no, um, to Nathan. Nathan uh, played against him, and you said earlier it was a bit of a non-game, but that's obviously not the player's fault. So what is it about no. the army that made it so, so, I don't know, nullifying or such a non-game? So I'm playing a pretty skewed army. <clears throat> So I'm fully aware that I'm going to go into matchups that are going to be like almost hard counters. Like it's going to be really, really hard to to deal with. And the the makeup of my army makes it hard on that mission in particular. Anyway, like what I've mission not, were you playing? It was the uh, what's it called? The one better part of valor, the burning oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have models, yeah. I just I don't have models that can that can live up stay. to like stay on the table. Yeah. And there's actually a big, what's it, 36 inches between your objectives and theirs? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. So there's a lot of ground to cover. So honestly, right, I'm not being pessimistic here, but when I saw the draw, I knew that I'd lost the game, um, all barring him making some horrendous mistakes. Like, I played him round one at Masters. I knew he wasn't going to make mistakes like that. Uh, but all barring stupid crap happening to him or just him rolling nothing but double ones, I had no way of uh, of winning that game. The thing with Change Host, right, and it, it's not sour grapes or anything. Like, I, I love filth, right? I like a, a filth list as much as anyone. I would never play Change Host in its current form. I actually think it's worse than yeah, I agree. It, it's worse than it was, was before. before before you knew what it did right so it would you would have the swap you would hold people up with splitting and it would do mortal wounds now the way that the game's advanced it just feels like cheating and this is the thing that i was trying to explain to him like how i feel that it feels like cheating so every other game that has a summoning mechanic or a teleport mechanic or anything like that you can't move after it that's just been put into the game. We, when locking came out, we knew that that was going to get changed. You can't move after it. So they can swap, gain a free nine inches with their swap if they swap the two units of pink horror. So the way it works is you swap two models in each unit, and then the rest of the unit needs to be set up within nine inches. So that unit gets to steal about 11 inches of range because you can overlap where the bases were when you swap them. They can move after they do that. Um, they can... They take a lot of endless spells, which weren't a thing when Change Host was out before. 
They use those endless spells to kill their own models so that they get blue horror summoning points. Then they use their destiny dice of one to grow the units potentially above their starting size, which no, nobody else can really do. They can't go above starting size. And uh, then they use those points to just plop down new units within range of heroes. So yeah, it's uh, it just it feels it feels like uh, cheating. Before when you're like oh you're playing a dice game where you can just pick the dice that was strong in itself, but adding endless spells into it just uh, adds a whole new dynamic to it. Another thing was when change host was getting played before your general could ca- use their command ability once. Now with command points, the way that the Lord to change command ability is worded allows it to be stacked. So that's plus one to cast or unbind. So I think in our game, he was on Arcane and spent it twice. So I think at one point he was able to unbind at 40 inches with plus three to unbind. My army relies on casting spells, so I wasn't getting any spells off. And even if I, rolled a double, if I rolled a double six, he could just use one destiny dice of a six to make yeah. that a 15 and stop my spell. Yeah. So his, was... his, average, his average out of that actually is 10. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crippling. I, I... I played against John Zinch, and it's not change host, but it's got a lot of change. Uh, and he's, you know, he wasn't generating huge command points, but he was popping two at a time, plus two, done. And I, I, yeah, like you say, I, I, I got very little off. Well, he had the Aether Quartz brooch, so he could spend the command. He could see if he gets his command points back and potentially spend it more. So if he's going up against the heavy magic casting army that he wants to stop casting spells, he can do it. And he mm. doesn't really need it to buff his own casts that much because the majority but you know of what Zinch, Zinch should be good at magic I, I don't should, begrudge yeah, that yeah. They they should, should, you know what the problem is magic. Is they are good at magic but the last army that was good at magic got pointed out of the game and that's the reason you'll see Zinch rise again as well it's because Nagash is no longer there to go Yeah, Naga- Nagash would absolutely crap on it because the, the the other the thing that the main thing is just the sheer amount of bodies that they can get so every time they cast a spell they get a summoning point so if yeah. I'm casting a spell, they get a summoning point as well. So I almost don't want to be casting as many spells because I'm just helping them. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they can they have a mechanic in the game with endless spells that they can use to kill their own models, they can orchestrate how many summoning points that they're developing to summon more models. The other bullshit thing as well, you guys all like this, right? So he's got the <laughs> Luminary Rod, which is because he's in Realm of Light and he's got a formation so he can take two artifacts. The way that Luminary Rod is worded is it can be used, it says once per game, you can draw a line from the model that has it nine inches long. Any units that it passes over take D3 mortal wounds. Doesn't say oh, when you do it. Yeah, so see when is... you go to make a charge, you can pick the unit that you're going to charge <laughs> after you've rolled the dice. So you can roll the dice for your charge, see if yeah. you get in, and he can go, I'll just draw this line and kill D3 models. Right, you fail your charge. So there's nothing stopping him doing that as well. That was uh, that was Mick talking about that, wasn't it? Mick was talking about it, yeah. yeah. Like, it's going to cause nothing but feel-bad moments for everybody involved other than the change host player. And that's one drop. from someone that's playing four Vermin Lords with endless spells. <laughs> like, it is bad, guys. Like, <laughs> Your army's not even that bad. My army's not, but it gets a lot of bad rap. Like, yeah. I you thought Rack was a nice player. guy. No, Martin he is, is a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. great. The thing Red is, it, it's, it's, just the it's there. It's in, it's in the rules. Yeah, it's you nothing know, it, him. Like, honestly. It's, yeah, it's, it's not like 
bending the rules even it's just playing so, a list and so wind, wind it back to the beginning where i was talking about rules and you said then you don't want to play that way change host is the exact same where it plays rules in its own way it's playing a different game than what you play it's as a game Playing a different game because the rules are so old they're yeah. antiquated for all the new stuff that's been added it's, it's oh, clearly not intended it's all part of Zinch's grand plan. Yeah, yeah. Zinch intended it. <laughs> well, I would just a... so laugh if tomorrow Zinch get revealed that they've got a new book. They <laughs> might get one. They might get one. Well, they are on the they are on the list. They, they are one of the armies on the list. But I, I don't begrudge it to to Zinch. You know, there's there's strong armies out there. Mm-hmm. Some people playing against your rats or against your Slanesh or against Gristlegore think that they're unplayable and unbeatable. <laughs> and it's good when there's. There's something They're else in there that's going to be well, well, maybe not to you. Maybe not, not to played... you, but to some people they are. I've not played one game yet against anybody with that Skaven list that I've got where they haven't felt that they've not been in the game. Because I know that every single game I've had, I've almost lost it. So it's... <laughs> uh, but against the the, cha- the change host thing takes... There's it's no the, randomness the time to it. it takes of the game from you as well. Well, there's that as it's, well. It's a lot. Well, it's a, it plays in every phase, and it does a lot in every phase, which f- makes its first turn. Because, again, it's a one-drop. It gets to, it sets itself up to do what it wants to do turn one and goes, I'm going to do all this stuff. And... This is also nothing against Martin, because I no, think that anybody that plays yeah. it would be in the same position. But our game, after deployment, and we played his turn one, my turn one was kind of over with between uh, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be conservative and say about 10 minutes because i kind of skipped a lot of the sort of hero phase and just ran everything into the middle of the table to try and get double turn but i think we were about an hour to an hour and 10 minutes into the round after just really completing deployment and one turn like yeah, still has a long hero phase minutes. it's not it, a long it hero phase though it's a long hero phase turn. a long movement phase a long shooting phase because every model shoots a long battle shock phase because you've got to decide what destiny dice you're going to spend and grow units back. It's it's a long army to play, and I know you guys don't agree with the chess clocks, but there's a lot of chat on Twitter and stuff with people saying they're going to chess clock Zinch players because they can't, the thing, they're reading something online and they're going, oh, this looks great. There's really great personalities like Mick Wendell saying this army's awesome. He's on the Honest War Gamer. Rob yeah, Sims is of, playing it. And I think reality a lot of people do it. You've just said yourselves yeah. that Nagash should shit all over it. So if if a lot of people don't do it, not, not if you think, if you, well, if you think if if they think that there's going to be eight zinch at a, at a game mm-hmm. at a tournament and you're likely to play them if you if you're going to make a run, then I mean, I bet Nagash is one model now. He doesn't have an army that goes with him thing. because everything went up with him. Like just Nagash's to... armies cut down. Like from me, of a of a guy that played them for nine months, there isn't. A, I wouldn't say there's a tier two army out of Nagash as Grand Host Nagash. There is other armies like Sacrament and that that are playable in Grief and Blood and things. Just actual having Nagash in your army and trying to have an army built around Nagash still, you just don't get the models anymore. The problem you know, is like that a one. death march. What, what about more ghasts and grief? You can't fit them in a death they're, too, they're too expensive. Still? Oh. Because uh, Nagash requires you to have at least two wizards with you him and an the endless spell. To get the extra spells. Which puts him straight to 1200 points now. Mm. Like the, the point that I was trying to make, though, Stu, is that, yeah, there might be a whole bunch of people jump on Change Host 
So let's use your example of eight people playing Change Host. Out of those eight, there's probably only a couple of them that have the theory of the list from building it from the ground up. Like they're not mm-hmm. going to understand its limits. And there's going to be eight eight games times five where people are just not going to have... Like, it's not a game of Warhammer at that point. Like, it's, a, it's a different game. And it's fine when there's only one or two people playing it that know what they're doing. But, like, see, when I played the um, the Skaven list for the first time at Cry Havoc, I don't think I fully understood how it was doing. And I noticed my games were really slow. But, see, after the points and endless spells went up and I had to write the list for myself and decide what spells were going into it, I feel as if that process allowed me to understand how the army works and what you're trying to do with it. Yeah. A lot of people that are just copying such a complex army like this and not like, at, uh, see tomorrow, Scott, tell me how many turns Mark Roberts gets through in his, uh, his game next Wednesday um, at the club. So he's he taking his change. Yeah. So all right, okay. ne- next week at the club, just have will, a, will have, he have, have the models look, though see. to do all the summoning? Do you think? Yeah. He's got, he's got the list. They got it all. Yeah. All right. I think so he's, he's, and he's a teacher. So he said the last month off. Yeah, I think, I think he said this was his first game and he made lofty claims of he has a way to get his hero phase done in three minutes. So so Mark, we're going we're, we're to see how you get through this hero phase in three minutes, mate. Wow. Like I like even me for when I played Scott, for example, my hero phase takes about eight to ten minutes. And I only I have obviously like half the amount of stuff that gets done as... What well, I think she'll still do as well. Definitely when the realms are added as well, it'll just add so much. To it. There was obviously the one on Twitter that I shared in the WhatsApp chat that ended on turn two. Mm. Like the guy didn't even get a second turn in two yeah, and a half that was, hours. That was Daniel, the guy who actually inspired Mick to play the list down yeah. south. Yeah. Like, I don't think we should spend too much more time talking about no, like I, no, I think the real, I think we can all agree that as soon as Zinch get a book, it's not going to exist anymore, which is why it's a little a bit thing. annoying to see so many people jumping on it because they must know it's not going to last. Like the game isn't meant to be played that way. That's that's why so. I think it wasn't FAQ'd. Yeah, as maybe. Well, they know the window is not going to be long. Well, there's going to be maybe one major event between now and August. If that blackout and that's it. I think there's a bunch, is there not? Like fight mill. Yeah, blackout, face hammers in September. Don't know. We'll wait and see. But yeah, yeah but if the book's out in so, August, like what's when? Which is. It's well, going to be September, August, ninth, is... ninth month of the year. It will be September. Zinch's <laughs> number. First weekend. Right. <laughs> right. We've 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 had our fill of Zinch. So well done, <laughs> well done, Zinch. And uh, Martin finished with Zinch in eleventh place. So well done for your first main run out up north with them. Okay. So a quick. I'll I'll fire quickly through the top ten and then just talk through some of the the prizes. Uh, just really quick, and then we'll um, we'll maybe look at how this has affected the rankings. So number ten was Mister Rawson with his night haunt. Um, well done. Good result, uh, Dave. Well, I guess I guess he got um, points for painting as well, did he? Uh, no, no, no. no. The, the, well, everybody got ten points for painting except for the two people who didn't have fully painted armies. So there was no additional soft scores for. Um, being we, we selected, got you got a map, didn't you, for being yeah. nominated oh, yeah, okay. coolest army? Sure. And because he won the coolest army, spoiler, um, he got the the mega paint set from the army painter, a gold brush. So was that let's, four let's, wins be honest, let's be honest. Look at his army. He's not going to use more than four paints. 
that's just a waste <laughs> of a, a paint set, isn't it? Well, he'll he'll paint something new. It was, I think it looked good, and it was coolest. It was. It does. I I thought it, it was really, really nice. nice. I voted for it. Uh, yeah, it's nice. I thought it would be obviously smart not to vote for myself because this had the Rossins army. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I voted for it as well. It was it was what? really cool. What? Yeah. What? Boom. Okay. So in number nine was uh David Jack or David Alexander. Sorry, I don't know which one you prefer. Um <laughs> with his Stormcast. Um then we had Paul Deducas Scaventide uh in eighth, and Nathan in seventh with Scaventide. Then we had Liam in sixth with Hedonites. Uh, on minus 220 kill points. Then yeah. we had Matt Rennie with his Sylvaneth in fifth. Uh, JP with Feck in fourth. Um, John Bayliss with Corn in third. Uh, John Craig with Devoted um, in second place. And top of the tree, Mr. Lee Martin with his Head Knights of Slanesh. So that was the only person who went 5 0. Um, he did well. Uh, John Craig minus one thousand six hundred kill points. He did have <laughs> a, a cha- uh, quite a um, a comfortable strength of schedule. If you look at that, he was on two fifty five, um, whereas uh, JP was on three seventy five. Yeah, he had the he had the absolute beast of a run. JP, the yeah. people he played. Oh my god. So, but no, well done to those taking nothing away from Mr. Craig. He's done well. Uh, so, in terms of awards, let's have a quick look what we got here. Uh, so, uh, Kyle Brunskill, wasn't it? Was third best painted warlord. Uh, joint first was Paul Whitehead and Grant Fraser. Uh, coolest army, uh, the top four was uh, Eric Buse in fourth with his Slaves to Darkness, STD. Uh, Rich Strachan third with his uh, Nurgle, uh, Mike Callahan and the Ice Vipers in second, and Adam Rawson with Miss, uh, with Henry Ford, and the the Night Haunt were the coolest. Well done. Uh, the Immortalized by the Bards. I'll do something separate on that, but I switched the first place and runners up prizes because our first place was Rich Strachan, who we know is a a published Black Library author, so it didn't seem right to give him the the main award. <laughs> um, and Jamie McHugh was the runner-up with his uh, tale of of General Tart, which is a uh, quite a funny one. So, as I say, when I go through the um, through the backstories, I'll I'll publish them and I'll do an episode on that. Research take that far too much. Like I didn't want to research <laughs> take that as much as I did when I wrote my fluff piece. Oh, here we go. So, yeah, never again. Never forget where you're coming from. Never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, the the bearer of the spoon and also our best man was the the cowmaster Ian Hunter. Uh, the consummate commander with the highest net kill points was Andy Curry, uh, just nosing it ahead of um, JP. Um, but the Caradron overlords finishing in fifteenth, I think Andy was. Fifteenth, um, yep. yeah. He took that. Um, best in the realms, Shaish was Kyle Brunskill. He was the only person in Shaish. Guy Ran was Steve McCormick. Olgu was JP. Aish, Matt Rennie, Gurr, John Bayliss, Shamone, Jamie McHugh, 
Akshi Lee Martin. The beast killer for most behemoth slain was John Craig. Uh, the master assassin for the most wounds caused was Sean McEchnie's um, Spider Rider boss. He did 86. Master of magic was David Alexander's Lord Arcanum. Um, These were least... all non-behemoths, just to make it clear as well. Yeah. Um, they're all non-behemoths and non-unique. <clears throat> Um, Shane Kingston uh, got the blessed by Ranald for the the least number of wounds suffered with uh, seven. It was quite a funny one because um, John Bayliss was winning that going into the last game. Uh, He'd only taken six, um, but then he used his slaughter priest to try and generate some more blood tithe points and did two mortal wounds to himself, which lost (laughs) him the lost him the cup and lost him five points. What was Shane's general? He had the um, the hunter, so he'd taken a scowl. Oh, so he just didn't exist for most of the he just He just left him off until the last <laughs> turn every game. <laughs> and, and just put him in a corner. And the only time he took wounds was game one, because it was total commitment, where he had to deploy him. But then... And he died. <laughs> yeah, he got, he got killed, unfortunately. Uh, oh, the best dear. sport was Johnny Ford. Uh, well done to him. He got three best sports votes and ten points. That translated into it was Just, a skating uh, thing. He he almost won another sports award recently as well. He tied with Grant and they had to roll off for it. Uh, the two Iron Jaws players. So that's twice in a <laughs> row he's had the most sports votes. No, he's done well. And it was yeah. that nobody else had three. And the way it worked was if you had one vote, you got two tournament points. If you had two, you got five. And if you got three or more, you got ten. So well done to Johnny. Uh, Best in Chaos was Lee and Slanesh. Best in Death was JP and Feck. Best Destruction was Steve McCormick's Beast Claw Raiders. And Best Order was the most devoted of Sigmar, Mr. John Craig. And the overall winner, as we've said, was Lee Martin. So well done to everybody and thanks for making it a good event. And that's that. So how's it affected the rankings, Scott? Okay, so... uh... Since we've last done this, there's been two events, Northern Invasion, which I talked about, but there was also Cry Havoc back in June, which was a one-day event, so not quite so many points available, but nevertheless had an impact on the ranking. So I'll just do the usual uh, top 20, but I've um, I've got it all worked out, so I'll I'll publish the full lot um, in the next, well, once we've got the episode up, I'll I'll make it available. Uh, So top 20 and most people have moved up or down here so there's been lots and lots of change i can imagine i've dropped a lot um so 20th position just now so 20th place being the qualification for the northern masters in december 20th place is kev low he's got five kev. places so kev's kev's pushing the vermin lord filth around as well in the last two events so it's been doing okay for him uh he's up five since pre cry havoc uh, 19th place the bazooka himself Mr. Duduka, oh. up fifteen, so he's uh, he's hit his three events, and that's that's what's put him uh, firmly up there in the nineteenth place. Eighteenth uh, place, dropping six places. Mark Roberts, he didn't play at uh, at Northern Invasion, so he missed out on some points there. Seventeenth um, place, Mr. Change host himself, Mr. Swafield. He's up thirteen, so he, he he did really well at Northern Invasion, obviously. Up on Martin. Um, not being at Cry Havoc, one of the Geordie guys, but getting lots of points at Northern Invasion there. Um, 
16th place, dropping five, Ian Spink, who, again, this is all based on their local events, not none of ours, unfortunately, but hopefully we'll, we'll maybe see him one day. He's still creeping about. Um, in the <laughs> creeping <16th>. about. <laughs> maybe see him at Masters, but the sound of it, that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, he might, he might make it. 182 he's on, so the bottom's currently 174, so he's it's, it's quite tight at the bottom there. Um, 15th place, Captain Curry, up 57 places. So <laughs> that's <laughs> sorting. Having having got his three events, so it's, it's obviously your your cumulative best three scores. So Andy's now hit three events, having been to both Cry Havoc and Northern Invasion, done well at both. Um, so he's up fifty seven places, which is obviously the highest. I think we'll see. It is the highest we'll see in the in this top twenty. He's on one eight three, uh, just ahead. Also one eight three point six. David Jack. That's what he's in the rankings as. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to call him. I think <laughs> so. that's what he is on TTO, but his name is David Alexander. So I don't know if we need to update it. All right, Jack's middle name or something. Yeah, well, okay. he's uh, he's risen forty seven okay. places. So and, uh, just to comment on him as well. There was two people came up to me over the weekend and said that he was a really good player, and I think he's quite new on the scene as well. So yeah, yeah. maybe I'm one to watch. Yet, actually, yeah, lovely guy. Seen... I played him at Hammer of the North round one. Nice Ooh, David, guy. did we talk about David Alexander? Yeah, yeah, I had a really good game with him as well at Hammer. Mm-hmm. Where's he? Oh, Wrath of the God King. Sorry, Wrath of the God King. That was it. Wrath of the God King. It was no, in fact, that was Hammer of the North. I played him at it Hammer, was John's you event. Him in yeah, I played him. In mm-hmm. Yeah, May. so he's been playing the same kind of Stormcast list, but I think he's a kind of I think he's a port over from 40k. You'll correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure, but I think uh, I think he's a kind of experienced player that's now okay. just dipping the toe into Sigmar. But yeah, I've heard a, a good thing about him, so I hope he keeps up. So it's good to see him again. Where, where does he sort of live, basically? Sort of I think he I think yeah. he's local to Starland. Oh, is he? Okay. I think so. Good. Well, he's up. He's up 47 places, so not quite as much as Andy, but he's the second highest riser. Four events as well, so he's, he's, he has been doing them, put, mm-hmm. put the mileage in. Thirteenth um, place, um, appropriately, Phil McGuinness. <laughs> nice. Up three places, so he's there's a little bit of a gap there. He's on one nine six um, points. Twelfth place, Matt Rennie, Mister Warhammer for two thousand and nineteen. That's his eighth event. Um, he's up two places. So a good a good result at Northern Invasion has given him some extra points. Eleventh place, down one, Mister Stu West. Ooh. So you're still comfortably top twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, you've not played Northern Invasion, but no. there's there's more events to go. I don't know if you're I'm not, make... I'm not doing it next year. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Just so I get so that nobody else gets the points. No, I'm going to gap it at twelve play. players. You should be fine. You should be fine. Make Arwen run it solo, and you can. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll groom so, her for it. Just outside the top ten, there, Stu. Um, so you're on I'm two going to ones, I'm going to onslaught. So okay, so you got two there to get to. I, top I think I've there. got. I think I've got a fairly low score in amongst that, so I should mm. be able to up it. I can tell you that. I can tell you that later on. Um, tenth place, also dropping one, Mister Ross Joyce. So not quite. Improving his score there. He's on 211. He, he, actually, he may have improved his score. I don't know. No, actually, he didn't. I'm looking at the table here. No improvement there from Northern Invasion. Uh, ninth place, dropping two. And now a big gap up. So Ross is 211 points. David Nemeth in ninth place. He's on 233. So there's a little bit of a gap now breaking the sort of top ranked players and the and the, the bottom 10 there. 
All right. So he's on there. He's on two, three, three. Down two places. Um, above him in eighth place, the only non-mover, Nathan. I've locked down that spot. <laughs> uh, strength of schedule, a cautionary tale, ranked eighth. <laughs> eighth is all yours, but you've you've significantly improved your points. Um, two, four, six. You've gone up compared to two fifteen last time, so you've you've improved. Sure moved hammer, didn't I? I think so. Yeah. So you, most of the top ten are, are are now the three two dares in their in their scores here, but not everybody. Um, so you're in eighth place. You're now only less than half a point behind Craig Graham in seventh place. He's dropped three. Obviously, he didn't do very well at Northern Invasion, so missed out on a lot of points there. So his score's unchanged, but he's dropped three places. Up nine into sixth place, John Craig, Mr. Sigmar himself. Wow. So he's uh, he's taken a lot of points from Northern Invasion there and jumped. jumped Go, John. He's actually jumped. Everyone thought it was a dock crutch last year. <laughs> he's actually jumped almost 100 points. He's got the uh, devoted a Sigma crutch this year. Yeah. He's going to have to score more score into it as well. But was he a Kravik? He must have been. Anyway, yeah, he was. He's playing as Nurgle. That's right. So he must have got two good scores there that are, are now taking his, uh, his three scores up 100 points. Um, so fifth place, now the big boys. Fifth place, Mike Callahan dropping two, Captain Callahan. Um, only improving his score marginally by, I think, three points looking at it from Northern Invasion. So, but consistently up there. So we're now, we're now in the 250s here. Um, now a jump that the, the second, third, and fourth are very close. So in fourth place, JP, he's actually risen two places. So he's improved his score as well. Um, quite a lot actually, and he, he wasn't at Cry Havoc, so he's he's really done well. He at came North. he came third or fourth, didn't he? So yeah, so he's he's got a lot of points there. So he's on he's on two seventy, on two seven four. John Bayless, so he's gone up two places as well. Um, again, Mister Consistent, he's he's improved his score. Then the top two, the big one, uh, down one. Unfortunately, oh. I know that I lost it. <laughs> Liam oh, Watt, Captain Watt. Oh, so we have another captain. There are three. Held it, <laughs> held it for a long time, but finally Lee's ground away at it, and uh, Lee's taken number one place. So he's he's up one place, and he's now got about a twelve point gap on you. Um, so he swung that around about fifteen points from. Yeah, uh, there's, there's no way of catching that unless he didn't go to an event. Now that would be the only way I would. Well, no onslaught. If onslaught gets a hundred points, and 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 you you need to. I'd win it. I'd have to win it. You'd have to win it, yeah, basically. Um, but you never know. He'd have to come eighth or lower, really, wouldn't he? Some, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, happening, so. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's ah, a machine. Well. So, Lee, congratulations, Lee, number one. Um, you've, both on done, you've both done seven events. You're only, you're less than ten points different. Uh, and John Bayless is only less than two points behind you now, Liam, as well. So, it's an, it's a, it's, it's a, actually it's a nice top tight top four. JP's on two seventy, so there's what sixteen points there between the top four. So, so um, how does things work, Scott? Um, this is my ignorance because mm. I don't understand it fully. Is it like in England where a hundred points is what you get if you win a so, two day event, and then it's just scaled how many points everybody below you gets, depending yeah. on how many players there are. For for Northern size event, yeah. For Northern Invasion, it was 100 points. So the the new cap that, that we've so we discussed, we went through this on the kind of Six Nations Charter, Scotland Charter, and decided to 
to cap it and apply that cap to everything, basically, uh, which includes because we, we include an event down south in your if, you, if, you, if you're going for Six Nations, you need you can include one of your external scores, which still scored on this system. But to stop it, because the points scale with number of attendees, now whether that's the right thing or the wrong thing to do, it, it's it's shallower than it was last year, so it's less of an effect than it was last year. But to but if you go and play at Bobo, you're talking about 200 players, and if you if you just keep scaling it up, then it'll be totally dominating. So the cap came in to cap at 100 points, and um, so at the, the most moment, you can score is 300. The most and, you can score is 300, and Lee's on two. 286. Seven, 286. Holy moly. Yeah. That's some good results, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, so the only 100-point events have been Tempest and Northern Invasion. Fall of the Old World was, uh, was worth 97. So it was just, it was just under 100. Just under. Um, so Lee's, Lee's three scores and Liam's and JP's and Bayless's and probably a few others. Nathan, most of the top 10 come from those three, basically 100 point two dares. So the, we need another 100 pointer for us TOs of those to have a fair Did, I, did I get more points out of Northern Invasion then, I assume? Sorry, say that again? I got, must have got more points out of Northern Invasion. You mean improved your score? Yeah, I. Um, let me check. I just scrolled away there. Uh, yeah, because I had obviously, I'd follow the old, I had hammered yeah, that yeah. one on my old score, which was like, or something. Yeah, basically everyone's improved. They're, everyone in the top ten's basically improved their score from from Northern Invasion, apart from uh, Craig Graham. Yeah, but for it to be fair on me, you and Kev, there needs to mm. be four, doesn't there? So well, we have and the chance out. of competing in three hundred. There is four. It, there's four this year because there's, there's a new one coming onslaught, which is well. That's how many will shaping we, up. How many players will he need? Well, forty to get a hundred. Yeah, and he's at thirty yeah. or so. Yeah. So it, it might. Yeah, so he needs to be at fifty, and then drop his ten percent almost to. Yeah. He needs yeah. to be a high forties yeah. to get the forty. Yeah. So the, the, there was some talk of whether we make the cap. So originally I was going to make the. I thought so it was Northern, going to be fifty. Isn't that if, what? If, yeah. If, if Northern Invasion no, fifty players. Be... If, if if Northern Invasion made fifty players and I made the cap fifty. And it'd be nice and clean that we've got a 100 point event and done. Tempest would be worth like 95 or something like that. And that's fine. I don't care. Um, I think, to be honest, because, any because Northern Invasion is, is too much. Uh, it I was agree. roast in this weekend. Uh, that is one thing as I well. Agree. Yeah, it was way too hot. Obviously, you can't control the weather, but maybe like get an extractor fans or something put in. Well, that table that we put out for the, for the painting, that would have mm. had to been out for 46 players. Yeah. yeah. Which would have meant. I mean, if if we'd have gone above think... that, there's nowhere for people to sit and eat. Yeah, I, I, I think that I we need to limit it at 44. I think 44 needs, or 46, uh, we did 46 last year, but I think 44 keeps it comfortable. Yeah. Any more than that, and we're pushing it, I think, at common ground. So I could rescale well, it based on 44. We did have 48 for uh, Six Nations. So... We did, but then there was very few places to actually eat and sit. Because we had tables on the other side as well, didn't we? I think as long as it's fine weather, you could always get like we could do fold up tables outside, which would be quite cool. Out the back, yeah, Barbie. There you go. It's next time, Barbie armor. Personally, I think forty-four is good. A good yeah, number. I, I agree. But whether we so the other, then the option would be make forty-four 
the cap and make that 100 points, and then Tempest would be worth probably like 96, 97, whatever. Which, again, is fine. It's all small differences, but then I thought it just kind of offended me. 44 players is 100 points. It's just a little bit random, although it makes perfect <laughs> sense in common ground, uh, do you know what I mean? I think well, 44 should be the well, what, what, all right, what, what gives you a perfect <laughs> What gives you a perfect five-round one-person, one-five wins? Well, but that's that's a different argument, isn't it? As well, so because then that should be yeah. then what the hunt because that's what thirty six players that gives you that. Yeah, so you could you could knock it right down, but so uh, the, the bottom line is it, it won't change the top twenty, top forty probably in any great shape or form because it's no, it would just it would just shuffle numbers around it, between the, a lot of us it, at the top, would it? Yeah, it, it, just and it, and it does have an effect. It would affect the, the events differently slightly so you know mm-hmm. I, I, i've yeah. looked at I've, I've generated a table based on 50 I've, I've not published it yet i'm not going to publish it yet so this is all based on 40 um and it, it doesn't change it dramatically it, it squeezes some people up a couple of folk go one or one one place up or down but very few do so just it has a it little so i go up just do it just just keep <laughs> that I go well, do you let me check do you do you do you yeah. actually you get worse too so no you don't I, You're the I same. Mean, it, the same. it was suggested to me that i should get I should get uh, as though I came first at my own event. So, I mean, I Does anybody in the top ten change? Actually, now I'm thinking about it. Would anybody change if it was a fifty? Because no. we'd all be. No, no. It, it, we're it all in the top ten-ish of that places anyway, Nate. Like you say, we'd yeah. all be. No, actually, the one person that goes up is you, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should move for <laughs> And it all depends on which scores are, have been chosen and it does have a slight effect. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. Yeah. I, did, I didn't think it would and then I, I did it, the maths and did the tables and it does have a slight effect. So anyway. Seventh, because seventh was my lucky number last year. That could swing it for me. Which is seventh, yeah. Yep, see, that's it. That's the winning <laughs> formula. Just uh, but you've got more it. events to go, Nathan. Wait until just before Masters. Then it's so sad. <laughs> um, However, I'm still working on the perfect formula that gets me into the top 20, and I've not quite found it. <laughs> what about an army? Play if, you, if you get 100 points, Scott, for being the TO of a 100-point tournament, how does that affect you? Uh, I think that this is, uh, this is the way we do it. Yeah. Nah. yeah. Let me give a quick shout out when we're talking about rankings to JP. Yeah. Um, so they've updated the UK rankings, so the bad dice ones. Obviously less important than ours, but it looks like based Is that on including last... Northern Invasion. Yeah, including yep. Northern Invasion. And based on last year's top sixteen scores, and I know that we've got an eighteen month uh, thing, but it looks like JP is actually clear of the scores in the top sixteen last year for qualifying for Masters wow. next year. Nice, nice. So it looks like... So how has he done have... that? What's he done well in? Because I know he did well in Bobo. Heat he finished two. well at Heat 2 as well. Yeah. And he's done well at all of our events. Now our events actually score not bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So I think yep. last do, year, yeah. looking at last year's total, the lowest, so top six, the 16th place score last year was Byron Ord with 353. And now... In ninth, JP has 354, yeah. and he's still got events to go to, and I think he's planning on going to some down south. So if he keeps it up, hopefully he'll sneak in. There's normally oh, drop and stuff, but that's really... There is, yeah. It's normally top 20 you get in. It would, really. be, it would be awesome to have a have a horse in that event. Yeah. <laughs> just, We've had a horse shoot. before, but that was... Uh, and uh, another shout-out yeah. to Lee. Suck it, Lee. I'm the highest-ranked <laughs> Scottish resident by 0.02. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Lee, Lee doesn't go to the big to event south. He doesn't go to. Yeah, he does. He yeah. doesn't go south, but no. likes to just uh, like not not acknowledge that. And uh, he might be rank one up here, but I'm better than him down there. <laughs> and the final, the final shout. In fact, the final shout out goes to Young Will Pollock, who has jumped twelve places. He's up to fortieth. Yes, go Will. So he's surging towards Masters. Well. There's, I was going uh, to say, Spadge, Spadge will struggle to get his dogs this year at uh, Masters. Spadge yeah. is in 32nd place. He's not. He didn't he's play Northern Invasion. So. No. Yeah, he's taking the time off, is he? Well, he was, was in Turkey. Yeah, it's uh, womanizing and holidays. It's, that's it. All we need to hope is that there's 11 people to put. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll be good at one spot. And he's definitely good at the howling. Yeah. Well, I think that's two events. That'll do it if you... Good to see him again. not seen him in oh. a while. A few select other names out there. Adam Rawson, 23rd. Johnny Ford, 24th. Callum Sinclair, 25th. Sean McKechnie, 26th. So they're, they're tickling. Can, can How many positions did Johnny drop? He dropped three. Can, can I just ask for an Orkney rankings rundown? Yes. <laughs> Please. Let, let, let me just finish these. Let me just finish these. So uh, Mr. Hero Harper, down to 30th. So he's dropping. Looks like he's co-toing with me again. Um... For all those shouting for me out there, I know there's many of you. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, uh, where are you? Up 12 places, 34th. Oh. Do you want to borrow go. a good army, Scott? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Ian Hunter. I'm ahead of Ian Hunter. That's all that matters. I'm a point, point 0.4 points ahead of Ian Hunter. Uh, Paul Whitehead, 37th. He's, he's risen up. He's only done two events, mind you. So he's still got another score to add on. Um, and young Will Pollock in 40th. So he's... He's on the he's on the march now. The Orkney meta. That's what you want to know. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah so, come on. This is what everybody wants to know. So we know you've got you're... the tiara. Yeah, we so know... I'm, I'm I'm the current leader. We but... know you're in eleventh. And scroll down. Then we've got Spadge in thirty second place, hundred and twenty two points. Uh, let's keep going. Let's keep Eric Buse forty seventh, ninety six, ninety seven points. Um, there's two more. Really, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Which way round is it? Let me double check. I've got this right. <laughs> yeah, okay. 77th place, one event. Miss Arwen West, 46 points. And she is 10 places clear. <laughs> Daylight. <laughs> and That's Shane, awesome. You know, and Shane, how many events has Shane been to? Shane's done four. And John, Shane. John, oh, John, Shane. 39 points. Oh, but but Shane's, been, Shane's been playing a lot of different armies, so. She was consistent. She's only used the one, so he's been using all different ones. So he's been using Shane. What about a good army? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> he's got Zinch. He's got Shane Zinch. Ford. He is it Shane Ford? No, it's not Shane Kingston. Ford. It's Shane Kingston. Shane Kingston. Yeah. I'm oh, looking see, for him on the what UK did you call him? Oh, Shane see, Ford. See. That's there's another Shane, isn't there? It's the Irish. The guy, Irish yeah. player. That's it. That's the guy who you played at Six Nations it this was, year, wasn't yeah. it? I played him at Facehammer. Yeah, well, there you go. Arwen's still flying the flag. Found Eric Buse. He's ranked 475 in the UK. Is he still got the Slave to Darkness uh, sticker? Uh, no, he doesn't have oh. any. Oh. He's got that. He's got that undevoted. Oh. Have I got Legion of Night still? No. Uh, oh. Couldn't find you, Stu. Oh, no, you're, 60, you're 61, I think. Oh. I need to go to more events. Pretty much, pretty much all the stickers are like you're in the 60th. top. 30. You don't have a sticker. Rubbish. John Craig's got two stickers. He's ranked see, lower it, than you, though. Was it? Is it Ben Sava that's got like seventeen events or something? What? Uh, ben Sava's got thirteen events. 
Goodness me. It's because he goes to an event every second week at the Badman Cafe. Uh, True, true. So actually, I only have to do one more event to draw with Matt Rennie, who won't be playing at Warpath. Yeah, true, that means true, that yeah, means three yeah. of us are drawn as Mr. Warhammer because Lee will be there as well. Yeah, and then that's a shootout for the last couple. That's all right. Oh. There's Aberdeen events that no yeah. one else comes to. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I just uh, say then, um, what events have we got coming up, Scott? Whilst Nathan looks at the pulls up the questions on Twitter, okay, and so, you tell us what we've got coming up. So we've ticked off. So I'm looking at TGA. Uh, Scottish AOS calendar 2019 page here. It does need an update. I've not touched it since <laughs> pre-June. <laughs> so the colours of things that there's a kind of red, amber, green thing going on. But anyway, the dates are in there. <coughs> uh, I'll need to update some links to packs and things like that. But the, the dates are there and you can find the events if you look hard enough at the moment. So I, I will update this this weekend. So we've done uh, July Northern Invasion. Okay, Saturday 10th of August, which is three weeks away. We've got Warpath, which is one day event, common ground, match as preferred, match running it with Ross, I think, still. So, um, one day singles event. And if I click on the sign up link, they, see how many folk are there at the moment. Been out, the, the packs actually got the realms and missions drawn now. Now, people, uh, I've not looked yet. Actually, maybe look, I've not looked yet. So, at the moment, TG has got 20 players on it. I don't know if that's up to date. Um, I think there's slightly more. I think the last the number I heard was about 24. Okay, so hopefully, hopefully we can hit 30. That'd be good. Um, that's one day event. So uh, I've lost the page. Where am I? Let's get back to the calendar. Okay, uh, that takes August. So it's one one per month at the moment. Um, in September, we've got Onslaught. We've been talking about it. Two day event. Um, this is a new, brand new event. Mark Roberts is running it. Um, his first event. So let's also try and support him. He's hitting up, sitting about 30 players, he said. Um, maybe, a, maybe a few extra now, I'm not sure. Um, and again, there's a pack kicking about. I think he's I think he's releasing a new sort of draft pack, so nothing too different to what we're used to up here. He said to but me I've, he was updating after his holiday because he was waiting for the FAQ to drop. Is that, is that his uh, seven-week holiday or his... Uh, or his... <laughs> I think he's back from his holiday holiday <laughs> this think, week, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. And he was posting um, some photographs from the pool. Yeah, and he's coming to the club on Wednesday, so yeah, he's definitely back. So we'll find out more from him on Wednesday. But that's the 7th and 8th of September at Common Ground Games, as as per usual. So please come and play. Uh, into October, so there's a bit of a gap now, because that's going to start September, down to the eight, end of October, Saturday 26th. The Howling, back for the third year with Mike Callahan running that one again, and it's it's been a big event the last two years. I expect it to be pretty much a sellout again. We'd probably be hitting forty players there, I guess. So it should be a big event. Um, there are some ranking points available if you want some of them. So that's Saturday, twenty sixth, one day, no packs out yet. Mike's going to be, I guess, brewing that up quite soon now that the GHB's dropped. Um, and I'll keep going. We might as well. Winter War. So John's um, event in Dunfermline from the Dwarf Club, that's the middle of November, um, he did give me the date and I've not added it in, but I think it's like the 14th, uh, 15th it must be, no, 16th, that's a Saturday in November, it must be the 16th, apologies if that's wrong, but it's usually around about then, one day, three games, so uh, we'll see how many get along to that one, and the last thing in the calendar is the Masters, which we're now building up ahead of steam towards, that's the 7th and 8th of December, 
top 20. We'll see who's there. It's looking promising. Yeah. We need some more Orkney reps. And there will be there will be no votes this year on the pack. I'm going to make it myself this time. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> and well, we're at Tempest. January is the oh, I've just closed the thing. It's already booked. I've not put. It Saying that, then that means you could put the master pack out now because you know that you're going to write it yourself. You know, <laughs> you could do. I, I write packs slower than I paint armies. So, <laughs> Actually, sorry, me and Nathan were talking about a master's pack. What's the thoughts on, like, cutting it so the packs released and the cut off for armies would be when you cut off the rankings. So, like, if you're cutting it off, like, okay, like at Northern yeah. Nation or, or Winter War, sorry, like that's the last event. Do you I cut think it you that cut it off early? Cut it off early this year, Scott. Just because there's no F, just so there's no armies with no FEQs getting played, yeah. because you yep. don't no, have to answer enough. questions yourself. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, could that you was not, just what you were talking about. Could you mm-hmm. not cut it off after the howling? When's the howling? Is that like the end of October? End of October. Why? Well, that give. I'm just thinking that that'd give people a month to book the rooms and things. Oh, but if you event. think you're going, you just book it and then you sell it to someone if they're not. No, but some people, some people, it costs you. a lot to get down there. Well, I'm I'm going to go anyway. I'll keep another people, other people from Orkney. I've got a spare room, by the way, now, so you can always stay at mine if you are done an earlier night in the week or whatever you're doing. Yeah, and then well, I'm I'm come down for. I'm working Ours. in Vanessa on the Thursday. I, I I look at the dates early in the year, and then when I schedule my meetings for the year, I make sure it's scheduled. <laughs> Why don't you come down to mine on the Thursday night? We can have a game, and then... Because I'll be in Inverness on Thursday working. On Thursday? Not on the Thursday evening. No. But I'll probably be driving, I'd imagine. All right. And I may have the kids. I don't know yet. Yeah, well, right. we'll have to wait and see. I'll have children holding my ice, anyway. fetching yeah. my ale. Plenty of time. Uh, we'll, 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 is we'll, there not a, a meet and engagement tournament as well? But... There is, actually. Good point. So uh, Stephen uh, Ramage has just announced this week he's running a 1,000-point meeting engagement tournament. I've not added the calendar, so that's why I've it's missed the 5th it. the of October, isn't it? Yeah, I did say I'd talk about it. Um, so, yeah, Saturday, 5th of October, common ground, 1,000 points. There's a pack out as well. Yeah, he's got He's got a page on TGA and he's got a pack he's just put out. He's just literally. posted a second edition of it and he sent right. it to me to critique it. It looks all right. So that should be interesting. I don't know if I can make what, it myself. What are you banning and tweaking so you can win the event? <laughs> so it looks like things that he's talking about banning, just as a heads up for folk, are no heroes over 400 points, no named characters. Um, Oh, what else is he? He done no realm artifacts, so you're going to, need to take your artifacts from your allegiance. And I think that's the big highlights, to be honest. Um, just those three things. So that's to break things like Thankwall, Marathi, um, in a thousand points. Big monsters so are just too hard to deal with. Like they can still get all the buffs that they can get in a two K army, and you've got less resources to deal with it. So I think it's a, a smart choice to do it. It's obviously. Get Manfred in. He's a named character, so you can't take any. Well, you named can't characters. take any. Oh, no. that's a shame. It does. I think it's it also stopped things like Nephrata stacking and things like that as well. And yeah, it Death probably struggled the most. Because Night Hunt, they lose all of their um, all of their big ones. 
maybe he could be convinced to refine it to a lower points limit to let the sort of night hunt yeah. ones in because they don't really have a lot of heroes outside of the named ones no. but it is a I problem with like Turnus that can stack tons of plus attacks and a thousand points is just boring so you've got the you've got the uh not the Morris engine the blood throne and that that can be in legion of grief well no just legion in general yeah like there is heroes in death and night haunt you can't take a linder cardos or um the other one with the wings what's it called Reikner. you can't take any of them and they're like the kind of cornerstones of the army but yeah i think he is open to like he knows that with meet engagement it does need a it does need comp currently it needs a hand it it does need a it it does need a hand to fix things that like you say just go out the window and go marathi's the biggest defender she doesn't count as a behemoth so you can put her in any section of the the force marathi crystal gore terrorgeist generals yeah uh, doppelganger cloak, like you say, from banning realm artifacts. Uh, I don't think of other big monsters. Yeah, Archeon. To... Or even Archeon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. as much people think they can dig off Archeon, a slaughter priest that's got them on their two plus save rerolling ones. That's mm-hmm. kind of. You'll see, you'll probably see changes to the pack when people provide more feedback, but that's Block the kind of direction he's going. Like that. So. I haven't decided about rankings points for it yet, how to scale it, open Maybe. suggestions. Don't I'll, I'll tell you after I win or lose it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should I think maybe advertise it as not being ranked until we can see what what it yeah. does. I don't think it's there would be game, enough. Really. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I don't believe it's that bother, so that's fine. Um okay. and Stu arrange a, arrange some uh, Inverness work for the 18th 19th of january that's when uh, tempest is so okay. anybody else thinking of coming to another two day or start of next year tempest that's when it is middle of january the usual slot middle weekend in january okay join us excellent i'll be there with a ribbon in my hair <laughs> speaking of hair this show is brought to you by hair implants and for you ross joyce <laughs> anyway on that bombshell do we have some questions yes there's millions of bloody questions so it's good that we started early though isn't it (laughs) John John Harper the comfort level of common ground game couch is good enough or pillows required I think that John seemed to find them good enough yeah I think he's got enough meat in his arse that he doesn't need more pillows (laughs) he 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 seemed to be a Enjoying a good snooze in there. He assured me he was listening to cricket or something, but it looked to me like he was oh. definitely unconscious. Send, send, that would send me to sleep. <laughs> right, next one's Adam Ross, and he put a whole bunch of questions. The first one, how fucking baller is the black coach? Really baller is my answer to that. Yeah. Um, Brewdog, how fucking baller is Brewdog? Yeah. Again, awesome. Yeah. And also, seriously, has relocation or been fixed, made worse, or stayed the same? Personally, I absolutely love both old and new. I, I think it. it's a, I think it's a good mission now. I think we've been talking a bit about it. You had the suggestion, Liam, where you change the scoring if you go second to D three instead of three. Yeah. I think that's subtle enough that it would be perfect after that. That's it just means it, ju- it just means you know you're not auto winning. Yeah. yeah. On like yeah. turn two by 
giving them the priority on turn three. You just go because mm. if you've had second at that point, so that's six to two at max. If you just knew you were giving them the turn and you go up D3, it could still be seven, which means if they get one for that turn, they could then, if they get the priority... Still got a couple of turns two, to play for. It's, yeah, it's a couple of turns of D3. It's a nice combination of random plus random as well. Yeah, like yeah. where you know, you know where it's going to go now, which is what I love about it. You know it's going one position to the left or one position to the right. It's not going to bounce. It's not going to go to the other side of the table. Like, I like it. I think it's quite good. I've played it twice. No, it's also amazing week. with it. Overgrown scenery on the middle objective. So. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. We'll or if you're able to time. throw away your item that makes you a flyer, that's also great. <laughs> uh, what else did they say? Uh, also, seriously, is it going to be a thing now to provide tournament players with dice that roll hot the whole weekend? Yeah, those dice are really good. I asked you and you just absolutely <laughs> patched me. Is there any more that I can buy? I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. Um, I, really I, haven't, I haven't even cracked that open yet. I didn't. Oh, use they're them. good. They're good. They are good. They are very hot. Yeah. yeah. We sold like oh, how all... much pocket money did Darwin make? Oh, she made loads. She <laughs> uh, she bought a game. And... Oh, did she? Yeah. Did she buy? She bought a Hunger Games game. Uh, some I don't know what it is. I've not played it with her yet, but it's like a, oh, like a board game missions. Or... Yeah, and okay. then she. Yeah, so she did all right. Um, she bought herself some other little bits, but um, yeah, we sold everything except for two bags. So we've got two bags of them, which uh, because Spadge had to drop out last minute, um, and he sold his ticket to Eric. I was going to ask him if he wanted to buy them or not. So if he doesn't want to buy them, they're out of production now. They're worth more than a tenner, I'd say. Get them on eBay. Yeah. So there's don't yeah, there's put them two. on eBay. I'm sick of that after looking for Ragnarok spiders. Please don't do this to me. I'm like this close to spending like a hundred quid on one. Let's not do that. But no, they did roll really well, and it was pretty phenomenal out there. Uh, yeah, they they seem to do really well rolling sixes for me and Owen anyway. So yeah, they did. Yeah, they are very good at sixes. I got I got just smelling cows in my face thanks to those dice. <laughs> <laughs> right, and Adam's last question uh, why are Seraphon not popular when their rules are so powerful is it the curse of not having an actual battle tome I was talking they're to Paul Whitehead cheap. a bit about uh, Seraphon and Brewdog I think they're good they're not cheap enough to buy that's their issue and they're old sculpts which still have that yeah. stupid tab on their think, faces that's my honestly worst thing about them I when I try to do them yeah, I think it is the rule of cool, you know. Folk have got the new shiny stuff and they're a bit stagnant. I think keep but... an eye open for them because they've got some decent magic and really it's good all they would, now. All they would require is exactly what uh, Sylvaneth and uh, Skaven and all that got is literally one hero model to upgrade Sordis Guard. Sordis Guard to get a new scroll, making them two wounds. And you know what I mean? Straight off the, yeah, that would straight <laughs> yeah. off the bot. Well, see, I still find it really weird because they don't want to really cast spells. To summon, yeah, I thought that that slam mage was going to absolute. Make... I thought the slam was going to romp that casting one. Just mm. make cornerstones ASF. It'd be fucking ace. <laughs> no, right, so we don't want any more strikes first. <laughs> what about first, something that remembers it can strike first? That'd be rare. <laughs> like, oh, I remember being able to do that. Once I could do that, yeah. I've just, I've just bought the boy, my, my, my favourite child. The, the Warhammer child, I've, I've bought him a, a start collecting Seraphon because obviously, nice dinosaurs. Ten year olds love dinosaurs. Yeah, you'll my remember boys, Scott. My boys wanting dinosaurs. 
Scott, you'll remember Lizardmen in the last book they had. They had access to high magic, so they got access to the high elf magic. Yeah. Say the oldest lore. That would be maybe a way of fixing it, is if the new elf army came out and then the slag got access to their magic lore or their... Kind of like when Nagash gets access to all the death spells, you know what I mean? He gets access to all the the feck and night haunt spells on his own, even though he's not mm. either of them. Same idea with the slan. They could just say, uh, I don't know, Ascended Elf. I'm guessing it's going to be Ascended Elves is what they're going to go for as their name or something. Ascended Elf or Slam Mage Priest can cast this spell or something. Just make, trogl- make Troglodons and Carnosaurs ace and I'll, I'll buy a fucking army. I'll blow well, Troglodons are well cheap now. Troglodons yeah. are actually really good because you can also still cast your spells through them, which is amazing. Are they like 160 points or something? They're still... They've come right down in price. Oh, They're ridiculously us. cheap. Sawdust Knights and that will still look... Drunk all my beers. They've got a lot of low drop armies <laughs> as well. Roll, I can't roll them. <laughs> it must, it, the <laughs> must, must be yeah, they, there, just, they just They just don't fight well. I think that's also their thing. They just, they're fives and fours and... Like, you said, like I said, Sawdust Guard going to two wounds would be a big thing. Uh, I think you'd see a lot of folk like Jack Armstrong and that move on to them more. Because uh, again, he loves them. They've got a lot of tools. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, right, so Darren, will Scotland be looking to put an ECC team together next year? I'm super pumped for it next month. Genuinely gutted more home nations aren't attendance. Wait, can, we, can I just hold you a second? That is an important question. But troglodons are now 140 points. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's cheap. <laughs> 140 points. <laughs> How many points wins? is that really good skull cannon for? How many wins are they? Oh, fuck no, I haven't got the scroll. No I was just looking in the 10 or 11. Uh, I'm going to find out. Someone can find out. I'm painting here. They in are 10? 12 wins, so that is the same pre- That's almost the same price as Alapex is. 106. They're not bad. Foot up, foot up save as well. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. You, they are behemoths, so you can only have four. Mm-hmm. Still <laughs> cool, though. Still. still. Yeah. Also, look at their fighting profile. It's not really great. Oh, but it doesn't matter. They look good. Well, they don't. They actually look horrid. I hate the ah, troglodon. I, like I, I, like, I, like I like them. I do. I like the carnosaur. I don't like the uh, the troglodon. <coughs> you could have two on each flank, and then just a massive amount of four carnosaurus warriors in the middle. <laughs> you know which model I wish that you saw more of, and I miss it so much, is the Hydra in the Charybdis. Oh yeah, I hate the, the Charybdis model. The Hydra? No, the, no, the Charybdis is alright. The Hydra looks like it's the hand hand fucking like Kermit the Frogs. You know what I mean? <laughs> After like fl- flat heads, the shit. Oh, uh, the old Hydra, the old fine cast one. Oh, I don't know. Well, I'm talking about the plastic one. I also I... missed the like the Drake Swan uh, chariots and that. They were cool. They were nice. They were nice. What, what was that? Uh, what was called on the big, the big wife and the really cool one. Oh, the I one who had the crown. Skag. Yeah, the oh. It's it's whoever oh he got renamed Grom the Paunch was it or something? No 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 he was the, Grom guy the, the chariot. Grom the Paunch was the um the the goblin on the chariot. No the guy the guy who had the coolest fucking uh, wyvern that's got the big wide head and it was like standing upright. It wasn't Grimgor he was the head button guy. It was Is he the uh, one that had the mask. Azog no no Azog, Azog. yeah no that no, Azog's that's... the one out of Hobbit, isn't it? It uh, was something similar to that, though. Something like that. Oh, God. Anyway, somebody <laughs> will tell me. Or something. But anyway, it was awesome, and that was a brilliant one. That was a brilliant model. Anyway, that's what I miss. 
So anyway, ETC. ETC was the question. Next question, wasn't it? So ETC, mm-hmm. yeah. So I have infiltrated the the captain's uh, chat on Facebook. That's where they kind of administer stuff. Um, about a month or so. Well, it was kind of Six Nations time. I think it was just after Six Nations. I think I, I, I said right. Let's let's just explore ETC land. Um, because I think we should have a team. Yeah. Uh, as as Hag the Slaughter. As Hag the Slaughter, yeah. yeah, yeah Hag, yes. uh, right. I know it was as. But I agree, Scott. However, I've uh, cool. I've I've seen the chats going on and it still suffers from a few negatives from my as far as I'm concerned. They're very in the in the old ways and there's obviously reasons for it, but they're this there's long deadlines for list submission. Um they're playing AOS. Uh, Pre-handbook they're playing, AOS. They're playing, they're playing GHB 18, that's what I'm trying to say here. Um, so similar to, to um, well, not similar, but the, the last ETC we were at was Mike played there. This was the end of 8th edition, and it was August. So it was post-Sigmar launching, and that's the kind of historical aspect to it. Same last year, they, they had teams drop out down to maybe like four or five teams left, maybe even less than that. I don't, I can't remember, because they were six. playing AOS one six. Yeah, they went down to following the drop to AOS. They, sorry, they changed to AOS two. So there's that. Um, now everyone it's says still six players. It's six players. Six players. So, yeah. So, so, so there's that as well. Um, but other countries seem to struggle to get eight. So fair enough. There's reasons for that. However, the I, thing I think six is better for for the. Yeah, I mean it's magic it's, process. It's not a deal breaker at all, is it? Six is fine. Um, the thing that's perhaps bugged me the most watching from afar is the kind of um, thing that ETC is perhaps infam- infamous for. <laughs> now we're all, uh, I'm talking about tuna cans here. Now it's it's nothing. I'm being really cruel. It's nothing like that. It's people so that the, the countries put up little uh, pictures of things and ask, "Is this okay?" And that's 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 the way it should be. Um, it's not perhaps my cup of tea, and that's this is my personal opinion. That's that's what's that's what's I'm saying here. This is not this you're, is not Scotland's you're a, opinion. You're a GW miniature person through and through. Yes, they're that's... always trying to cut the costs by using yeah anything from anywhere that's cheaper. Are they it's well like painted? Are they, are they properly painted? Yeah, and well, that, painted that, and based on that. That, that. Yeah, and that question's asked as well. So everything's very transparent up front. That's fine. That's fine. Whether I go and spend five hundred quid to a thousand pounds of my own money on an, an event which was probably be awesome but was playing against armies like that personally i would reconsider it now that's that's my own personal opinion i think the six nations is fantastic i think we know it's the figurehead event now in scotland it, it eclipses etc because a we're not at etc and six nations has grown its own arms and legs to to surpass etc from what used to be the case in eighth edition where it was the sister event the the, the little sister event the warm-up event it's the, the, ugly cousin. the ugly cousin. The ugly cousin. Yeah. <laughs> it might <laughs> change eventually when. Well, I think it will. But now get a little but... bit more with the times. But... Well, my, is, my, it, my... is it still a side event this year against Scott yeah. as well? Yes. See, my... once until it becomes a main event. What, well, why? my other question like... is why does it need to be part of the ETC? Yeah. It doesn't need to be. It might actually be better for our scene if we were to do something that wasn't under the ETC umbrella. Yeah. And just do a big international team event. Yeah. 
Well, Blood yeah, Tide's Blood Tide one, is. but I actually do like a country one because Blood Tide's more you bring your team of four people, but do like an international six or eight man team event and uh, have it outside of the ETC umbrella. Because I've heard that there's like they're really strict with things like um, list submission, aren't they? Like I know that we've joked about yeah. it before, but they've actually yeah, no, docked points off of teams. Stupid, yeah. So it's stupid. Where think that like I saw the 4K ones and the AOS ones, and they're shocking. Like the formatting is off. Like it, yeah. it throws Scott into a stroke, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> so the state, honestly, you saw them for yourself, Scott. Yeah. It's just so bad that not everyone can be uniform. Even in the same team, they're not uniform. Mm. And like you say, they get their checking off list is handing it to the other players pretty much as well. So, so what they do is they get other teams to check it, and it's all been done pre the kind of submission, pre the release, which is about now. I think it's today, in fact. They've, I've seen it on Twitter. They've got Dan AOS Shorts has been publishing lists from the just kind of cross my eye there. So the countries have been checking them internally. They they have said penalties. I think they've eased back on it a bit, but you know they've got it. It, it just seems a hell of a lot more complicated and loose than what Six Nations has been, and it's very tight. And and Donal is is you know and John and 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 Ben Curry year one they've. Kept tight reins on it. The ETC just seems a little bit. It's the same but different, almost. You know, it's, I don't know. It's. It, I think there should be an international event. I, I don't like the current form of ETC, personally. I'd go. Just because I think that we need to give more people a chance to do Six Nations because it's so good, and Absolutely. I don't want. And I and I feel like I've done it for three years, and I should be stepping aside and letting other people do it but it doesn't mean I want to not play and I want to play a team event. So to me, it'd be a good alternative for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd, I'd be up for going if we had a team and then I'd let some of these newer players who were probably, I don't know, want to do a bit of Six Nations first and experience that because we know how awesome that is. Let them do that. And I, I'd do it. I'd go. I mean, I'd, I'm, I'd like to play against good armies. And I wouldn't like it to be rules lawyered to death. For... That's what it is for. That is what will happen to. It that's might. what it's always been. But we're we're pretty good with you know we as far as our team goes, the current team from Six Nations, we we used to team format. We used to tight um, tournaments, and we used to this, that, and the other. And I think if we're going to get through it and not take the penalties, we could pick a team out of our previous three years teams. And do all right, and still have a strong team for Six Nations. If there was no, no I agree. And 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 the, and the this year, there's, there's there's way more players that are of a caliber now. I just uh, think the fact that they're unwilling to make Age of Sigmar a main event. Yeah, it does yeah. matter. It's, it, yeah. it's it's like if we have to build something, why build it under ETC at all? Like I know that they get the venue. But I totally agree, and then, yeah, maybe there's logistical. Maybe reasons. the effort would be better. Again, just, you know, I, again, what's it going to be the quality of scenery and things like that? Is it going to be? Yeah. Is it going to be pieces of foam as hills and green I, I, felt and things like yeah. that, or is it going to be actual fat mats and? I think the oh. caliber of, of of events we've seen in the last sort of year, two years, growing from scratch on the AOS scene. Like blood ties, like any, like singles events, like you know, Ulster Open, ties, like even London GT, London, London yep. GT for AOS last year was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think AOS 
community could could launch their own thing and leave the okay the etc's got a lot of romance romance behind it folk have had wonderful adventures there a lot of the old guard from all the countries love it for because it was obviously the pinnacle um back in eighth seventh whatever six beyond that i just think aos can can you know it's it, it's 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 something new let's just yeah. do something something new i think it's good that the england team are going because they know it well and they've got links back to the actual game yeah and if and anybody raises the can, profile as well yeah if anybody can start pushing it towards the main event uh, and maybe up the the standard of what's to be expected. I think that yeah. they'll have a good influence on that. So good on them. Yeah, and it's the, Swe- the Swedes are our... there. Yeah, and the Irish are there, aren't they? I don't think the Irish are. Is Tom oh, on the top, committee top as top well then? Or Tom's Tom's in that group. So Tom Tom's the one that let, that admitted me Pulled to you the... in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I, is, I, I messaged him. Is is there an English person? That, uh, well, sorry, an English English representative, a part of the ETC committee now as well. I don't or know. Or... I don't, to be honest, I don't know. T- okay. Tom's there's... Tom's the vocal voice on that on that group, but it's one from a con- one from every country, and there's there's a few other people in there as well. Like Mick's in there, Dan from New Zealand's in there, so there's 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 a few people that have kind of dropped in just to keep an eye on it as well. And... I think Mick Wendell is going, isn't he? Ambassadors, yeah, the ambassadors of AOS almost for. Oh, yeah, they are, the they United Nations team, did they not? Is that not what he's doing? Is that what he's doing? Well, it, could that... be, it could be because they were looking for a team at one point, yeah. I think there is a UN numbers. team. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, I mean, look, listen, for all, for all I've said, I'm not against it. I think there should be a second international event that's not just kind of closed door. Yeah. Um, and we Scotland can support two teams, ultimately. That's that's why I went into it. I think Scotland can support be honest, two teams. The person that will do it will be Cuddy, if it's going to be anything. If they, yeah. We don't oh, know I what's happening with this big yeah. championship next year. There could, there could be in. Yeah, true. For countries there, again. that'd be great if JP's there at this big thing that's going to be done. Yeah, yeah. And I want, I want to play international Warhammer. I want to, yeah, you know, I, do. I want, I want, I want to make a team. So, better yeah, get good then, Scott. Uh, better get good. Oh, <laughs> we, we just thought, where is it next year? Is it in um, Switzerland? Next, so next year's Luxembourg. I Le- heard Luxembourg, the... that's it. Next door, yeah. isn't it? See, so, yeah, I'm yeah. going to change host. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> But no, I'd 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 go. You playing change host, you're never gonna finish a turn. <laughs> never finish a deployment. <laughs> That's old news now, I'm afraid. <laughs> right, we want more questions. What do you want? Yeah, yeah, go questions. On. Yeah, let's do it. What do you guys do when you're in a hobby slump? Read the book. There you go. Yeah, read that the works. book. Read some books. Play thoughts, some models. <laughs> thoughts on an endless spell cap? No. Right. Thoughts yeah. and predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, well, whoa, whoa, you, spend, whoa, whoa. you spend your points on your list how you want to spend them. Yeah. There you go. No. Because I you're limited on you... heroes as well. You're limited heroes, artillery, battle line, you have a minimum. I just think, or maybe then you're limited on certain types of endless spells. No, because they all have different bases, sizes. So you could only take palisades. They could maybe limit it to four or five. But yeah. But more like they have to be I don't think it would really have a massive impact on the game. Like we're talking about this inch list, the endless spells aren't what make it so annoying to play against. If they had four or five, it would still be just as good. I think it's so. yours with the movement debuffs, which is a bit of a nasty one, isn't it? So is them. They can do the same. They shackles you or they block the you. The difference the... with the Skaven is that you turn you've got numerous ways to turn off fly. So yeah. it's even more hampering. But yeah, the the movement the movement ones are a pain, but a lot of the ones that block movement are cast on a five, so you can unbind it on a six or a five yeah. if you're on arcane. So you can get rid of them easily just by taking a couple of wizards. Uh, vortex. Yeah, but vortex doesn't really block your move; it just stops you running. 
But yeah, no, that, you, could, you could have, you could have a endless spell cap, but I don't think it would make a massive difference. Or maybe a uh, cap on how much points you could spend then, even. There's other questions, thoughts, or predictions on upcoming potential releases for Age of Sigmar, not Warcry. So I think we already talked about potentially Zinch being Zinch on the cards book. and Elves. And well. well, Ogres are... Got to be something for Chaos as well. Yeah, Archeon, Slaves yeah. of Darkness kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think they'll wait for a while after Warcry to do that because obviously I think that's what the Warcry models will kind of mm. feed into since they have, they're going to have AS rules. wonder how so much wounds the Iron Golem will have in normally OS then. Wonderful stuff, 30. Are they getting AOS rules? Yeah. Are they? That's why I wondered. That's why when they said 28.5 millimeter bases, I said, I wonder if that's the replacement for 25s. For nah, maybe it's just for the board game. I, I think they'll give them war scrolls just so that they can be used in Age of Sigmar, but yeah. it could G- be a decision. Policy, just everything plays everything, doesn't it? It could be a decision based on the size of the board that you play on. I don't think so, because Scott Necromunda models aren't used in 4K. Yeah, they true. don't have 4K data sheets. But they're Forge World. Everything that's been released for Age of Sigmar has war scrolls. So everything, like all the Shades Bar stuff, got scrolls for Age of Sigmar. So there's precedent there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why he says, do you think 28.5 might be the replacement now for 25 mil bases as well? I don't think they'll get rid of. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to completely delete every unit that's on a 25, but when they refresh again and redo your book again, they go new bases. I think it's a, a cinematic thing for games on that size of board, as opposed to... How much to... more... Example, Sisters of Slaughter or anything like that, I would so prefer them to just be on a slightly bigger base. It's 25's tight. Even Graveguard. There's other models that are on small bases that the base is actually too small for them. Um, I didn't even see Frawls are pushing a 32. So who's, who's buying work right then? Nope. Yeah, I'm by, I've got the book ordered. I'm not buying the starter box, but I'm getting the book so I can look at the war bands and see which one I want. Mm-hmm. I want to read the, the fluff. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I want to read the fluff. And I'll see. I'll, I'll paint some up, definitely. New Legion, of, a new Soulblight book? Is that what we're hoping for as well? New Blood Knights? For Maybe. Death? I hope so. That'd be awesome. That'd be good. Would that be November? Because that's... Like, God knows, I it could be whenever. It. I think it'll be next year. There's definitely oh, no, another. No, there's there's a death, death book coming. Year? They've said yeah, they said at Warhammer Fest that there'll be one book for each Grand Alliance before the end of the year, at least. Mm. So there's there's going to be another death book to come. Tomorrow will be fun. Tomorrow will be fun. They could do what they did with Feck and Skaven, where they go, "Here's a battle set," and then when did when did Feck come out? It was after after it, and they we also asked the question at Fest: Is this an addition to the Sylvaneth book that's already been announced? And they said maybe. So there's going to be another order book as well. Mm-hmm. Stormcast, you mean? Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. Or elves, like we said. It, well, they elves. did. There was a lot of the freaking the weekly pictures. There was Converted a lot of, of Sigmar. Yes. The wreck, wreck John's <laughs> list. It'll all go up three hundred points. Yeah, because it's broken. 30, 32 mil bases. Absolute hell. That's it. 32 mil bases. <laughs> Rebase the lot. 28.5. And he won't be able to get hold of them yet until they get released. Yeah, can't play them until then. Any more? Any more uh, for any more? Yeah, so where are the Northern Isles now? Are you going to do a narrative write-up for the Isles from Martin Swalfield? 
Yeah, yeah, they'll be in in next year's pack. They'll be. I'm guessing we're in the realm of fire now. Martin Smuffield's also asked where and when are the Northern Masters standings published? So I've got a question on the back of that. Has there been any movement on that website that you were talking about ages ago? No. No. Okay. No. Cool. So just respond. <laughs> shush, right. However, shush, however, however I'll listen, listen, listen to our podcast. Listen, I'll put it out there. If anybody wants to get on board and do it <laughs> do it for me. Then, yeah. Then Please get in touch. Callum was great at putting me in touch with the guys that did the Scottish Malifaux website, which I think was looked excellent. And I think they got taken up by the by, you know across the UK, and there was some shenanigans he was talking about. But it was an excellent website, and that's what I wanted to base it on. However, it just hasn't happened. Um, but if anyone out there has got skills or knows these guys even better and can do the bits and pieces involved, then please. Get in touch, and I'll give you the data. To you know, all these it. teachers I have all this free time. What about one of them? Yeah. I know. I know. Exactly. Should be one of them. I'm happy to to you know release my grip on the rankings and uh, let it let it fly free. No, like, uh, keep hold of it. Keep hold of it. Except actually got loads of questions. Oh my god! Have you? Right. Okay. So <laughs> next one: <laughs> Has General Handbook nineteen done enough to rein in some of the books that we're getting out of hand? Is AOS a bit more balanced now? That's from Sinky. No. I think it is. I think. I think. It's still. People, I think the margins have narrowed. I think you've yeah, still got stuff that's books. at the top that's quite clear. On the top books, fair enough. But the books in the middle just didn't get fit. Iron Jaws, I'd say, is the only exception of that, but nothing else got. Corn got a little bit of a boost as well. It was like still a new book. Had bloodthirsters. But there's still a new book. Like anything that came out, some of the stuff that hasn't had a book, you know, like like Free People's uh, Darkling Covens and that, that all had allegiance abilities, didn't get them altered. Voted of Sigmar anyway. came second, Liam. Yeah. He's <laughs> got a stacking ability. Oh. Still, it's, it's, stacking. it's not a book. Literally the mixed order book. But yeah, I think it, it feels it feels like the gap's narrowed. Feels like it. If you just look at it, it feels like it's narrowed. But I suppose maybe people that are playing something that's not had any attention for a long time feel differently. Well, I don't, I don't have much... A lot of folks, lot of folks with playing Stormcast were a bit butthurt by the points changes. Yeah, maybe. But they, they asked for it. They I think Beast, Beast Claw Raiders need a bit but, of a leg up. No, they don't. The... They're OP. <laughs> The problem with the Stormcast boot they now, got, they got a bit. now the problem with Stormcast boot now is that they have too many options. And because they keep getting new options, they want to make the newest unit better. They then make everything else in the book just stay where it was, kind of thing. Like you say, the Vanguard stuff will keep coming down. Because again, next year it'll come down again. And then all of a sudden they'll be able to like spam hunters. Nah, it'll be fine. They're getting a new book tomorrow. It'd be really big. Oh, here's the question of the night. This is is the best one. What made you cave in and buy a phone? (laughs) From Mark Roberts. Is that for me? Yep. (laughs) That's for you. This is the news we never we never talked about, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. This was this was actually on this was on Fox News this morning. (laughs) Do West has a phone. And then yeah. Donald Trump's given his speech about it <laughs> and how he doesn't understand how your mind and heart don't work together. No. And trying, to, trying, to, trying to hack you. Yeah. Yeah. What did you no. get? What did you get? I've, I've got an iPhone. Oh, God. Uh, it's true. 
What sort of iPhone? I don't know. An eight, is it? An eight or a seven? Seven might seven. be. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I don't know. It's okay. it, it does stuff. Does stuff more it, than it what your stuff. iPod does. Yeah, yeah like I said, I like it. Porn on it? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't even. That know was day one. Text. That was the first thing he searched. <laughs> <laughs> no, He's like Siri, I... show me porn. <laughs> In that accent, <laughs> I've, I've got XCOM on it, which is always X-com. good. XCOM, 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 Daddy Four Cheese. So that's good, and I've got I've managed to get the Age of Sigmar app on it. Yeah, uh, there we go. So did you not get that on the iPod? Yeah, yeah, I had that. It's just I, my battery on my iPod. Point. My battery was shot. I'd had it for years, and it was just, it wasn't lasting at all. And uh, I, I just, yeah, I, I think with life, cha- I'm having life changes at the moment, and uh, I think I may need to be contactable by phone every now and again. So uh, he's getting on grinder. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm already on. He's on. I'm already on. Yeah, that's the first thing I did. That was the first thing he, when he was in CX. He was like. How do I download Grinder? Yeah. Can, can you set up a profile? <laughs> do you mean he's Tinder? No, oh, Grinder means in there. That's definitely Grinder. I bought Haiti shoulder pads, uh, shoulders, and this is how. <laughs> and I'm wearing a vest, <laughs> towel, yeah. and shorts. It's something to hold on to, I suppose. That's what it is, isn't it? I could use it, could use it as a profile picture, actually. This talk to, talk to with my headset on as well. Oh, hang on. Let me. Say, no, I'm not sending it to you because you'll put it in them WhatsApps or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a video of you dancing still there, anyway. So. Somebody tells me that, and I don't believe. Oh, I'm gonna, oh, oh I can oh, send I... it to you. I've got it saved. We need his phone number. He doesn't know his phone number. You need to go back to the phone shop and find out what your number is. <laughs> the phone will tell you. Should tell you. Yeah. No, because you'll be doing all sorts of stuff, and before I know it, you'll have signed me up to all sorts of gay chat things. <laughs> <laughs> You will. We will. We just want to send you WhatsApp. That is literally all we want to do. Right. Send well, you numbers, Stu. I've just sent you a number. It, it's like bullying. Not bullying. Yeah, but then what? I have to turn the actual phone on or something. We're not going to send you what up to nothing you don't Nathan, want. Nathan, just to confirm, your number is 07. The six people that listen to the podcast will get me signed up. To <laughs> up they already have your number. Yeah, they already have it on WhatsApp. <laughs> they already blocked you. All right, I'm not sending any of these pictures. So yeah, Stu, speak to Captain Curry; he'll sort you out. Yeah, these, uh, these 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 sort of websites. Oh, I'm yeah, sure I heard about his. Uh, yeah, his escapades. Is. He's the man. Yeah. This oh, is what made this is what made John John have to sleep walk on the a sofa. John he tried to, walk to go through street. a McDonald's drive <laughs> without a car I walk at four a.m. He wouldn't <laughs> serve him because it wasn't a vehicle. <laughs> I own a train, damn it. <laughs> anyway, oh. there you go. Right, so, yeah, there you go. Um, it's a perfect storm. I ended up with a phone. I don't know how to work it. People in my office tell me they're going to teach me. So, I think I've got it. It's, it's dead easy. It's just like your your iPod, except you can phone people. Yeah. What's okay. next? Right, so Gary the Ladmiral Percival has asked, uh, "Will endless spell walls be a thing, and why are KO the best thing to shoot off the tools or shoot the tools off that are going to try it?" So KO have always been good at shooting heroes, and uh, 
spell so walls. Even their points came down. Yeah, they're, they're, they are going to be good again, but only they're just back to where they were the right last hands. year. They, I know, but even you, there wasn't a pit, like you could, you could create feel bad moments by just putting it all on the table and pointing this and shooting it all off. But you still didn't see them winning events unless it was just That's like a couple of people that knew what they were doing. Or they played each other. Yeah, or that. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think we'll see more KO. Maybe not up Remember, here. Remember, they were the they were the thing that first last year that put a fear into Nagash when mm. Legis Nagash book came out. The problem fear for them is that KO. The problem for them was like Marathi, who can only take half free wounds, or Kaelbron, which made the whole army just minus one to shoot. Nurgle yeah. made you minus two to shoot, and things like that. They were just. The change host list used to be about three or four drops, so the two drop yeah. KO clown car used to be a counter, but now the change host is kicking about one drop. I wonder how hard it would be for the majority of the KO list that we've been seeing to actually do meaningful damage before they just spread over the whole table and deny them. Well, drop. They're, spread, they're spread in turn one, so they're not going to get the boat down anywhere near the, the Lord of Change. Yeah. And you're probably going to shoot the big unit that's on the bottom well, matters how to do it, but they're going to have a unit of 10 on the board at least mm -hmm. and you're just going to shoot that to pieces and then try and battle shock it i'm assuming or again matters if you're doing the list like that's been talked about so there's the list well it's got like six units of three bubbles oh, is this the, the, tri the triple frigate one the one drop yeah yeah there's another one as well as the iron sky command with the, the ironclad and the little boat but yeah, I think I think that the if they want yeah, to surely. be able to beat all comers, they're going to need the one drop to deal with the change host problem right now. Surely the answer is gun haulers, Ace you? Oh yeah, yeah gun haulers. Gun haulers all the way. Ah, oh. Peter Pratt's got an awesome question. Sorry. <laughs> go on, no, go on. All right, do you want to, how many potatoes have been peeled since Six Nations? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You've got the peeler. How many have you peeled with it? Uh, I don't actually have the peeler. It's at my former residence. Oh, damn it. We need to go on a mission to get the peeler back. I need to go and extract the peeler. Because we need to get it sprayed gold. That sounds like a euphemism. Yeah. There you go. That'll be my quote on Grinder. Do you need some potatoes peeled? Let me peel your tatties. So, yeah. I'll, I shall rescue it. We'll Good. put it on a plinth or something and... Spray um, gold. Mount it. Yeah. yeah we'll spray yeah. it. Gold. I guess to Six Nation next year. Yeah. A live one. Nah, it's got to be something worse. Like See you, Jimmy Hassel. Just give them a thistle or something. There you go. Get them, a, get them some get heroin. One of them kilt towels. <laughs> some, get, get them some heroin. That's what we do. Deep fried pizza. Oh, deep fried pizza. Yeah. Deep fried pizza. Pizza crunch. Pizza crunch. They or like a deep fried batter. Bar. You can get battered chips now. Have you seen them? What? Like deep fried chips Jesus. that are then battered and deep fried again. What? <laughs> Double fried. Yeah. <laughs> Triple fried. You, you can get a deep fried uh, doner kebab. Yes, that's <laughs> oh, lovely. Really? Called, called the stoner. Yeah. Do you know that when your pet dies in Scotland, you can have it deep fried instead of taxidermied if you want to keep it? <laughs> it's uh, Benji French. You, you do live in East Colbrifo, so that is probably an acceptable thing to happen there. Yeah. Deep, you deep fry your wedding cake up here when you get married. <laughs> well, down there from me. You can deep I'm fry just... beer, beer battered beer. <laughs> I've seen yeah. that, yeah. Because technically, it's beer batter anyway, you know. Exactly. 
Uh, Benjamin Sav has asked us a question as well. Should should tournaments be playing score and deny hidden agendas as first tiebreaker? Hashtag don't assume my agenda. No, is my answer. I think strength of schedule is still better as first tiebreaker. I like it as a point. Hidden agendas do do work out as a first tiebreaker if you think about it. If you give them points, they always do. Like it is going to be a tiebreaker. I like it it in, in event scoring. So it's, it's breaking up because the then it means you're not giving them away. Because if it's a secondary, you there's not really a way of you getting points deducted for not gaining one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frost Lord Lanes, Eric Lanes, uh, how are you preparing for the Arctic meta? That we directed <laughs> at you two guys, I guess. Yeah, ice baths every night, and, <laughs> and stick it and stick in my ice cold broob dogs down my down my shorts. Who's those two? Is that me and Stu, or is that the old man? You're insignificant. The old right. guys. The old yeah, ones. We're going, we're going to King in the North, which is going oh, to be ranked. Yeah. And, it, and it's going to have a high cap for the rankings, I'm assuming. It, of course it will. And there's Because uh, it's further uh, north than Scotland. Yeah. And we need to up our... So well, you mean we should have like a tournament on top of like... Ben Nevis or something, and then it's higher up in oh, altitude no. training. You guys need to go yeah. to the next tournament wearing those uh, masks <laughs> that performance <laughs> athletes wear to restrict their whilst, breathing. Whilst eating shitloads of barbecue meat. Yeah. For a straw. So yeah, there's, 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 there's lots of meat at this event, so that should be good. Yeah. yeah, you need to hold back the meat sweats, but maybe the temperature will do that. I think that's what the temperature's for. You can just uh, go and stand outside and, and, and work on my... I need to work on my biker look, though. You, you, you're alright, Stu. I'm going to grow a bigger biker beard. club, is it? You can pass by a biker. I'll, I'll get I'll get found out quite quickly, I think. You'll yeah, get you'll get raped. <laughs> you'll I'll, become I'll, their Good bitch. day, sir. <laughs> I'm going to lend you this vest top, Scott. You can wear this. You can get by. <laughs> Nobody will question you. No. You just need to grow your beard a bit bigger. Yeah. And put a bandana on or something. <laughs> That's it. That's what I need. Bandana. I think I've got an old Hulk Hogan one from there. You just uh, look like the Karate about Kid or something. <laughs> Your Cobra glasses Kai. and the bandana. Yeah, Cobra Kai. Yeah, I've got one of them. I got that in a loot crate recently. Northern Invasion bandanas. There we go. Oh, there oh we go. actually, see the way that it's been. Sweatbands. Northern Invasion sweatbands. Sweat Can we make that a thing? Saturday, Christ now. Let's do that. Northern yeah. Invasion wife beaters. Let's do it, Stu. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I do want to say though, I am looking forward to going to uh, the Arctic Circle to roll dice and eat moose. Yes, and, it'll be good because we're going, we're going, we're going Thursday. We're coming back Monday morning, so we'll have the kind of Friday to ourselves to to yeah. explore and play a bit of Warhammer, whatever. And yeah, have it's like gonna be good. Ten, pint, t- ten pound pints of beer and shit. I thought we'd. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know whether or not I've got. Hold luggage. I'm confused. You do because you told me you do. I know, but then another thing I've got says I don't. Says it's extra. Yeah, another thing I've got says I do. So oh. if I do, I'm going to put whiskey in it, and if I don't, I'm going to have to drink the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely playing hold luggage. I'm, but I'm going to buy it this weekend. I'm, I'm... Oh well, you can put the whiskey in there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll whiskey anyway. I will take drink. I'll take some whiskey as well. It's only fair. I'm so excited for you guys going. It's going to be awesome. You can where, take some lone wolf gin. Uh, it's at the, s- the Equinox. Oh, when? 
It's the, it's the equinox. It's like the 19th of September or something like that, whatever yeah. that weekend is. So yeah. about 10 weeks. No, sorry, 21st, 22nd, there we go. 19th, the day, the day we're flying, that's what it is. That's why it's in my head. Yeah. Thursday 19th till Monday 23rd, that's my annual leave. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, but I'm looking forward to it, it'll be good. Looking forward to meeting the, these guys and seeing what the hell goes on up there. You taking any... Um, North Invasion swag with you, Stu. I've sold it all. You could well, get you could get, get some get investors for the new swag, like the North Invasion condoms. I know that Andy <laughs> Perry was interested in investing in them. Oh yeah, that'd yeah. be pretty good. Yeah, ribbed but, for your pleasure. Yeah, I'm sure that's what she said. <laughs> uh-huh. we'll work on something. We'll have to have some giveaways that isn't yeah. just whiskey. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know what I'm going to take. I'm pretty sure I'm going to take death, just because I can get it in a small box, uh, which will go in my hand luggage. So yeah, I think I'm going to do that. And there's no extra summoning stuff, and there's no terrain or anything. So it's it's a compact, and I can play it after a beer. Yep, that's yeah. a criteria for me as well. Simple. Yeah. Yeah, should be so good it fun. needs to be compact and you can play with it after a beer. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to say what that sounds like, but yeah, next question. <laughs> um, <laughs> should tournaments use just plain dice rather than player-loved symbol dice? Also, perhaps provide neutral dice? Should tournaments switch to 1750? Like, right, so that's another question. About the dice, no black sun dice for life. <laughs> well, by plain, does that mean no numbers on any side? Maybe yes, no yeah. yes, <laughs> just everything. Blank just make dice, it just up. imagine it. Maybe that's just for your Stormcast army of 50-50 You always win. It, it is a six. You you just choose what result is. Also, so, no yeah. one should play with that new Sylvanaf dice. No. Oh god, they look horrendous, don't they? Yeah. That has to be the worst ones. I know the fish squig ones, the squig no, ones bounce right off the table. They're nuts. Oh. Eric did get me some. Well, he got some and he when I picked up my uh Oh, actually, no, I can't say that. No, <laughs> I, I haven't. Um, I haven't got any. <laughs> when you picked up an empty bag, uh, no, no. So, um, you, told, yeah, you told you were told that a pre-order you'd made was yeah. coming in on tomorrow. Yeah, and you were tomorrow. like, "Oh, good. I don't want any of those shitty dice because yeah. refund me those, please." Yeah, that's I'm what not, you said. I don't need any of them dice. No, I think that. You should be allowed symbols on your sixes of whatever variety you want, and everything else should just be pips. If you don't I like still... symbols and you just want a six, that's your. That's your I think you one, si- one symbol per dice. I think fine yeah. as long as on. Did you see ball. the? Did you hear of the Joe's dice for these Keeper of Secrets rolling, where five sides said "fuck you" and then one side <laughs> yeah, said, said, said "fuck me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was that was an idea for his. Uh... For the Who Fights Last thing, isn't it? Yeah, the Locust, the uh, locust Dice, yeah, for yeah. the Keepers. <laughs> I've seen a whole bunch of those dice where they've got Piss Off on the number one. Yeah. And, uh, I think, they, aren't they the Brexit on number ones. one as well. I saw oh, that. right. So this question is obviously about the kind of casino dice thing that like Ian was talking about, Just Play Ian, and 
dice being I think if you wanted this game to be competitive to the yeah. level where you're taking your own dice then you're making a completely new game yeah I don't want to play that game yeah, there's, a, there's other yeah. games out there that are like that but Age of Sigmar has got more problems than what dice you're using if you want yeah. to keep it balanced and stuff yeah, yeah cheating's always going to be a problem but I think there's other ways to police it yeah. Probably it probably would be good if the resources were out there to do it, but I don't think any TO can resource neutral dice for their tournaments and stuff. Well, again. I mean, I gave ten out to each player. It's not enough. Other invasion, game. it's not enough to play a game. There was some on offer, but some people just don't want to use dice. No, they don't. They want to use their own dice. And what about dice apps? Do we like dice apps now? I like them. <laughs> Let's not. I've not. That. I've not played against one yet. No, I've not. Good. Saves a lot of time. Right, so talking about time, the should tournaments go to 1750 points, game times are still a challenge, and should TOs crack down harder on slow slash horde players? I don't think we should move to 1750 points yet. No. I think that it should be an option. If a TO wants to run one at that, of then course, they can, yeah. Do. can but, do. Yeah, it shouldn't be standard. It is, but your issue is you would then be playing with the limitations of a thousand. Yeah, well, no, you, know, you could... Rather. Anyway, no, you could no, play two thousand with minus two fifty, couldn't you? Yeah, you it could. Would be comp. That's the harder way to do it because then that means you get four behemoths and things, which then, if you're an I, army that can take advantage of these things better, I think then... longer rounds is easier. And doing yeah. what we did, doing yeah. doing mm, slightly longer, longer rounds, rounds is hard. Then... It's hard for it's a long Saturday. But, but then having somebody having at the end, if you've not finished your game, having to talk it through, make some critical <clears> rolls. And if you can't deal with it, the TO or a judge comes and talks you through it. Play an army, I think you can that's fair enough. So, yeah, I think that the last question he's asking is, should TOs crack down harder on slow slash horde players? I think that they should. And if they don't feel comfortable to get a bad bastard or somebody like me that's going to go up and tell them <laughs> what I think. Because I think that you should. I think that it's not acceptable for people to continuously not finish games. If it's the same people that are doing it and it's because they're not equipped to play the army that they've decided to take and they're ruining other people's days, then they should be warned. And they yeah. should be cracked if down it, on. If it's more than one game, if it's more than two games, yeah. maybe, maybe one's the threshold. But if it's more than two, certainly then. If there's a pattern yeah. developing, yeah. I think, yeah. because you don't want to have multiple games in that position where they're having to talk through the outcome, um, because it's not what you signed up for, is it? So, no, no. I, I like I like two hour forty five. I think it's it's worked so far. Two hour forty five. I, I, I know what you're saying, Liam. It's fine with day, realms. But... I think it's fine with realms. I don't think you actually do need the two hours forty five if there's no realms. Because that's well, that's what true. There, there was, there was two hours forty-five at Cry Havoc, and he didn't. He, and John didn't have realms, and and it was maybe. Well, mind you, one of my like, I mean, remember. My game remember, versus, Callum so. finished within forty minutes, and then he was waiting for two hours for the next game. I was waiting for two hours from a round one opponent, though. So the two hours forty-five <laughs> worked. <laughs> my yeah, game, but again, my, my game versus Callum went went the full distance. That was two hours forty-five, and that was gets. You know, gets just, gets can be quite hard to Callum and Todd. Yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. Again, that's yeah. the Horde Army's problem. Well, we've, we've only had two tournaments with it. We've, we've not had enough time yet. I, I, I think it's quite good. It, it just takes the edge off things, you know. Like the amount of times I glanced around after we just started playing turn one, you know, with all the preamble out of the way, and it was like two thirty, two twenty-five, and it's just nice to see. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good. And I know I you don't think be... you need to put anything in your pack if you were going to police this. By the way, I think you could just do it as a kind of common sense thing going, I'm yeah. the TO, I've observed that your games are going a bit long. 
can you have it in the back of your mind at the start of your game that your games have been going long and try and speed it up and if they're still doing it then just dock them points and just say look you're not playing acceptably i'm this is, yellow this card is an example of is an example of where me and nathan are like if i play a come against a chain host my chess clock goes on the table. I warn them and I say, I'm putting a chess clock on the table because I believe that your army is going to take more of this round that I will ever get of it. Because they oh. will. They'll take more than an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, was it an hour and 22 and a half minutes, we said, was it, Nathan? Oh, I don't Something think we're there at the minute. We're not there at the minute. We only had one game that didn't get finished at Northern That's because Nathan gave up on turn two. Yeah, but well, if you, if you, well the if other Nathan the other had ones a normal got, sized army. I don't, I sorry, don't think that's the that case because the the other ones all went through. You know, nobody didn't didn't finish. I think it's all right. I think I think that two hours forty five is okay, and having people talk it through at the end is okay. Um, I just yeah. I think if you were at the other side of the table phone, and you're sitting there literally waiting for forty five well, minutes talk, to get your turn. Talk to them as your opponent. Yeah, I think we can we can see how it goes. I don't think we need to put any hard and fast rules in place because no, there hasn't been a lot, place. especially up here, happening in our scene. But I do Warpath think that Tio should be prepared to do it. Once War slot and on, uh, Warpath and Onslaught are both two forty fives as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's so probably will be as well. I'm assuming we've made it to the last question as well. Should there be a social contract between players? I think there is. Yeah. There isn't. Isn't What to expect. Well, this is actually a lovely video I could share with you. We could talk about the player conduct thing that we were discussing a few days ago, or about a week ago, actually, Scott. So the the hero phase. The hero phase one. I think it was really good. Yep. I think I've got it here. So, uh, right. So player conduct try to find the they've basically got a thing where they've got like a scorecard that you fill out for your opponents um right okay so etiquette sports tps so you're actually getting tournament points awarded for this if during your game you re-roll cocked dice remove fails first instead of removing successes confirm ranges announce rolls state intent and you get a total of five tournament points per round if you do things like that so that's all things that everybody should be doing, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the re-rolling cock dice thing is it's got to the point that I established that with almost all my opponents at the start of the game. Yeah, if it's, it's not, not like the, the table, just re-roll it. Because it's a Six Nations thing, I think it was actually Mike that I spoke to in one of my practice games before Six Nations the first time I went, where it was like ETC, it was always a thing. If it's not flat on the green, you re-roll it. So I've always done it since then. Re- removing your fails first. I've heard loads of stories about people that will pick up their successes and it just looks shady because you could be picking up more dice, take all the fails away, leave it for a second so that you can see that all that's left is the successes, which is in tandem with announcing your rolls. Don't just pick up dice and roll them, say, roll into hit looking for three plus or whatever so that your opponent knows what you're doing. You've always got to announce it. That bugs me if I don't hear that. Yeah. State intent. You should always say, I'm moving over here. And by measuring just before I move, I'm 12 inches away. I can move four. So that's going to leave me an eight-inch charge. Simple maths. It states intent. And you know what the score is. And then there's none of these. You're actually nine inches away. Well, I had a four-inch move. I could have got closer. And then it causes arguments. And confirm ranges. Just do the same thing. You should always be doing those sort of things. And it just creates a smoother flowing game with less 
sort of discussions and stuff like that. Um, I think that that's in their etiquette pack for their tournaments. So if you're getting those sheets handed in and people are not marking them all, then you're going to be able to see the people that are maybe not adhering to the social contract that we all should be at the table and making sure that you're playing right and fairly. I think I thought it was a good idea. Maybe yeah. you don't need to. Maybe you don't need to have uh, tournament points for it. But I suppose tournament points are a way to incentivize everybody to do it. Yeah, but that's true. I mean, it's you probably could, you... good for new people going to tournaments as well. They know what to expect. And... Well, you could. You, yeah, you could have it tournament points, or you could have it with just tick boxes, mm. and it's it's just information. You know, I get there's there's more weight behind it. If it's tournament points, and people will mm-hmm. maybe obey it more often than I don't know. But yeah, no, it's it's, it's definitely interesting. I'd. I'd because you 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 texted me about it, and I'd I'd, I'd seen the because they do quite a lot of tournaments now. The, the yeah, they guys do. and the things like Hero Phase Eight or something like that. And I, mm-hmm. and I, I just happened to see it on Twitter, and I, and I had a quick peek at it, and it's the same sort of kind of pack. And I just happened to save it to, for sort of future reading um, a couple of weeks ago, and then you you texted me about this, so it was kind of still in my head, you know. And it's uh, it's something that I was wanting to look at, and it's you know. We're, we're, all the packs are evolving quite a lot over the last sort of twelve eighteen months. We, we we try and keep things fairly tight up in Scotland, so um, it's worth it's worth thinking about. Definitely, I think. I think it could be included, and it'd be yeah. a relatively easy thing to include. And I don't think it's it's not Nazi-ish, is it? Like no, I, I think I, those I, are I, all things. It's all kind of unwritten rules, isn't it? it yeah, maybe it's worth writing it down. I was kind of against it when I first saw it, but then the more you think about it, and then when you actually apply it to if you're actually at an event, it's like you say, it's well, what like does example, anyway. The example you say there is like, oh, like you say, it kind of, it kind of rods you in the back sort of thing. You're like, well, no, everyone should be doing this like automatically. But if you verse someone that just did absolutely the opposite of everything that you did, yeah. it would get your back up. You'd be like, you're, yeah. And like making it seem- difficult for me to have a have a mutual game with you because I'm trying to yeah. literally look at what you're doing. You you roll two dice, and then you look at me, you've rolled a ten. You look at me, and I'm like, "What was that for?" Like it's like things in, like that. That, to my knowledge, the only sort of uh, dodgy thing that's happened in the time that I've been going to the tournament in Scotland was around playing with intent, pre-measuring and like actually talking about what you're doing. If that had happened during that game, I don't think we would have had any sort of rules dispute or there wouldn't have really been an issue for the TO to deal with when that did happen. So um, it's probably worth writing down. Like it's not going to, it's not, you're not going to, you're not going to notice it happen really if you're already doing those things. And if, if you weren't doing those things, maybe you didn't know that those were things that people liked you to do. So I certainly didn't. Like I didn't know about the, it's actually a good skill to have where you measure your distances and then you subtract your movement to know what I've your charge is. That, like yeah. that that's a good that. thing to do if you want to improve your play. So it was actually yeah. more of a thing that came up in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Because you got your movement added to whatever your charge was and you did that at the start of the phase. So yeah. you knew if you were twenty inches away, you were like, I've got two D six plus my twelve. That's yeah. eight. You knew, you, knew hammer. you would have to yeah. Ugh. Back in those days. Oh. Oh, f- exactly. Fuck that. But you know, I I was a little bit against it just on my first instinct because you think, oh, folk will become Nazis about it. But, you know, thinking about it just now as well, 
I was playing you, Liam or Nathan or Stuart or anybody, um, and you happen to miss. You happen to pick one dice roll in the whole game. You picked up the hits instead of the misses. I'm, yeah, it's, you know, not, it's not going to be I'd be like, you, you, you wouldn't take them off there. for that. Yeah. You wouldn't take them off like, for one little. I think you picked up a free there. If they went, no, I didn't. I'd be like, I think you did. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, if, they, if, if they said no again, I'd be like, actually, no. Like you say there, it's like if they went, oh, sorry, I'll take that out. Because they obviously are yeah, yeah. understanding well, one, you sort of thing. It, the well, issue would be forget the pre-measure or something like that. You know, you know, it's, yeah. it's not it's not like a one strike and you're suddenly out and no. you're 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 a pariah or anything like that. It's 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 more to weed out the 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 habitual offenders, which you know there's a few, um, maybe. There's one thing I would <laughs> add to that. Uh, on you go. And that's marking tokens, marking what buffs units have, because yeah. there's nothing worse Need, than. We need that. You now. happen to play the memory for your opponent. Because yeah. if your opponent forgets what they put, like if they have like two or three simultaneous same units, they're like, oh, I've got that buff in that unit. I'm like, well, when I remembered it was your hero phase, you pointed at that unit. And because you haven't put like a token or something down beside it, I can't tell. And then, like you say, it's going to be, I feel bad for them because they think, oh, I've lost See, like. I was thinking about this as well. You could one way you could do it, and I know that it's putting a bit more onus on the TO or whatever, but I actually got the idea from Andy Curry. See if you get a bunch of pens and then some plain black bases. So I think you can buy like a hundred bases for well, like two quid on eBay. And then you just have the pen and the bases in your bag. If you need to write plus one to hit. Yeah. Get yeah, the pen yeah. out, write it on the base, and you've got yeah. that's what I carry with me. So if I've got a buff that I need to remember, I've got some black bases in my bag I can just write out a token. Even even TOs could do it as well. TOs have a big bag of bases and some sharpies. And then, I, I'd say that's on your own onus. You should have you should have markers and tokens. Yeah. You spell should. cards for the army that you play. I think that's I again I flicking for a book for your lore spell lore again is just I mean, that can go in the pack. I probably, the amount of times at this, one of the things I did get called to do a few times, and there were one or two people that were misremembering or misinterpreting the scrolls and putting the wrong buffs on the wrong units. Um, And I might, in future, make it mandatory that tokens are used. And not say that they have to be the, the the authentic ones or professionally made, but like you say, just mean that, that every time easily, you use... Easily visible and readable for yeah, each player. Every time like you, you I mean, there's no point you having like a, a scary face on something and I'm like, no. what does that scary face mean? Yeah, I mean, like you say, but literally like plus one attack or yeah, plus and, one and, hit. And or... show where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's polite to pass the war scroll over. Uh so that people can see it yeah. because sometimes people get confused and use the wrong ones as well and confuse different rules. So producing those tokens for yourself and getting used to what they can be applied to. Um, tokens are great no teammates as well. Like yeah. you guys have all played against me with my Deepkin. One of the things I used to do was I would get two blank tokens and put them next to the, each of the eel units. And I'm about right. Those tokens are there until I use the shock on the eels. Yeah. So that reminds me that I've still got the shock available, but also reminds my opponent that it's available or it's not. Like you, you can use tokens for loads of things. You've played really me against my death where I've got like a hand of 15 cards that all end up all over yeah, the face table up or face on down, different yeah. units and targeting certain things. That's how I play. I play with pretty much playing a game of magic at the same time. Things are tapped, they're sideways, they're all over the table. 
beside the right units that are targeted, double stacked and things. It, that's yeah, tokens just... might be a good one to include. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was in packs, but maybe that's just my my reading yeah. of it is that when it says take all the, your pencils, take measures and things, that's a part of that to me where you would take. Yeah, maybe take just tokens. spelling it out for a couple of years would help. And then uh, people <laughs> get used to it. Yeah. All right. Well, that seems to have been quite an epic. I'm looking over, and that's been four. That's what happens when we don't get hours. together for over a month. Yeah. It was about a month ago, wasn't it? It was about four weeks. I possibly. It was yeah. before the, It was just after the GHB. It was yeah. just me, you, and Scott. Nathan. Yeah. So, well, thank you very much for your time, and thank you very much for all the questions, and thanks to all the the entrance from Northern Invasion. It was a. I had a good time. The child had a good time, and the players seemed to. So we'll uh, we'll do it again. Right. So I don't know when we'll be back. We'll probably do something soon enough after the um, after the open day. Some announcements. There'll be war cry. Um, yeah. We'll see what come. What's coming? We can um, do a post uh, Love Island show as well. Oh, I've not, I've not <laughs> to been discuss watching. the winner. I need to go and watch it now. Oh, I missed it dear right well thanks again folks and um this is good night from orkney and good night from civilization oh dear <laughs> good night from the modern world <laughs> i've got a phone now you can't say that anymore. <laughs> so still a four-year-old phone is it i don't know yeah iphone yeah, 7 is about that isn't it yeah i don't know and it's um, good night from Aberdeen. good night